PKA 610 with our guest from clearly his, his crypt, his drifter, Taylor. This episode of PKA brought to you by Lock and Load, Wonky Weeds, Death by Gummy Bears, Fume, that's a new one, and BetterHelp. We'll hear more from all of them later. But for now, we've got Drifter looking like he's checking in from the hospital. Are you okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's coffee. not the hospital. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and move this. I'm just uh, on mobile, laying in my bed like a big loser because I made a slight miscalculation doing physical therapy. They had caused a little injury, and I probably just shouldn't be sitting in my chair for two or three hours. And you guys said I could just do this laying in bed, so I'm just <laughs> laying in bed, being lazy, doing a podcast. <laughs> How old are you, Drifter? I am rapidly approaching 35, so about to transition into, like, boomer numbers. I'm oh, definitely dear. an asshole, but I've enjoyed watching all my 20-year-olds turn 35. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're all hitting geriatric pre pregnancy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Does your back hurt? <laughs> I've been in back pain town for a while now. Yeah. So what uh, what kicked it off for you? It seems like you have some shit luck with your health. What happened? Uh, was, I, I was, do. I was looking at your channel and I saw a video from recent where you're like, oh, I've been out of commission for six weeks. Just another thing. What happened there? Yeah. Is that uh, so I'll make this story really short. Uh, I hired a private physical therapist. I do physical therapy at home. Actually went really well. I was a victim of my own success and just kind of crushing it on exercises, overperforming. So we kept picking them up perhaps a little bit more rapidly than we should have until we found one that ripped one of the discs in my L5-S1 spine that caused a lot of nerve pain and wasn't very pleasant, rapidly followed by some other bad things because I'm just having problems with my joints. And uh, there is literally no known cause for it. I'm still fighting doctors and tests and MRIs and blood work and all sorts of nonsense. And yes, many psych evals, many, many, many psych evals. And uh, we're headed toward that, like, is it lupus or uh, sclerosis <laughs> no. or like these like really like rare, like freaky diseases. But uh, in the meantime, I still have the energy to get up and make content and shit post. Hold nice. on a second. Why were you doing PT? You haven't told us. You haven't told us the thing. What was the initial injury that had you in physical therapy? Back pain? Like it, we started the story in the middle. I'm the lost. Okay. Uh, Two problems. Number one, in high school, I got my spine absolutely fucked in high school football, and it became a much bigger problem later in life. There's a lot of back pain, so that's not good. And then the uh, orthopedic hand problems, I basically couldn't use my hands for like six months. I, I did regular physical that. therapy. It didn't work. I hired private physical therapists to work on the back and the hands together because the back gets weak when you can't lift and do things normally, right? Mm -hmm. So I was just trying to build up muscle and strength. And honest to God, it was going great. I was going back to gaming and all the things I wanted to do until I tried to pick up just a little bit too much weight and rest in pepperonis. It's not easy being 35. I hear Damn. You. So, so this is like how much time over the past two years have you been like laid up? Because it seems more often than not, like your uh, good days like are yeah almost equivalent did you did yeah. you offend an elder god <laughs> i have wondered the same thing because a vast majority of the things i've experienced are rare unlikely impossible curse you might say exactly <laughs> like, i'm glad they're... taylor said it that's where i'm headed because i'll be honest like like i first of all you're real chipper about it and and, I, and it's great that you're like keeping that. a positive attitude um at, at least here right you gotta put on a happy face but it's it's, it's like jesus that's got to be such a weight, um, just not physically. I mean, don't get me wrong. That that's where it is. It's awful physically, but Jesus, the the emotional like suffering that that would that, the fact that it's making you lay there and think mm. about what's 
wonder what's what's wrong with you. And and usually when something's wrong with me, I'm like, dang it, got to go to the podiatrist and figure out why my <laughs> heel hurts. And but you're laying there like, what? I wish Doctor House was real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my Doctor House. I had a guy kind of like Doctor House. He was a little um little kooky, and he loved that my problems were weird because it was like fun to research. Mm -hmm. uh, but I kind of exhausted him, uh, so that's not good. Oh, oh no. I did beat the cancer in the meantime. The pituitary tumor uh, that's gone. Uh, spontaneous remission. Problems didn't go away. Maybe wasn't causing them to begin with. Who knows? Your, your new problems ate the cancer. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't have a lot of uh, clarity on this. Uh, Got to try to stay <laughs> chipper, as you say. But the mental toll is mm. tough. Imagine not being able to sit in a chair. You can't hold your cell phone to scroll on TikTok or whatever. No books, no video games. Can't sit upright to watch TV and stuff. So it's a lot of bed and as you can see i've got the cell phone rigged up here where i can watch many many things uh, and entertain can myself but it's not a healthy life least? like is that on the tables can, can, can you can you get your dick sucked or, or are they like and no matter what do not no have any <laughs> <laughs> uh no i've i've managed to somehow stay sexually active i have yes! no idea how <laughs> it, nice. it's a challenge now i feel like geriatrics like hold up let's get the position right we're not gonna throw anything out of place we got to get those support <laughs> straps jesus <laughs> That sucks. Oh my goodness! I would, buddy. I would not. I'm, I'm. I come down so much and empathize so much with what Kyle said. With like, I would, I would be handling that so badly. I feel like, like I would be Mister Woe is Me. Like everything I want to do, I'd be like, oh, I want to go work out. Can't do that. I want to go sit and play a video game because I can't work out. Can't do that. Everything I like involves sitting or standing. <laughs> yeah. You know what? One of the few things that I think I could still enjoy, like, is, is what we're doing right now. I, I, I feel like, like, yeah, like, like talking to people about stuff I like. I'm and, sitting. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I mean, but you know, I, you know, anything you do lying down, I guess. I'm thinking of all the things you can do lying down. There's like a real short list. <laughs> Fucking. And that's, that's a big kind one. Of out of the out of the equation with the after my problem. dick has been sucked and I wake up from the fourth nap. I'm kind of at a loss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're describing my life. I'm trying to be really chipper and friendly, but. But no, it's not fun. It bums no. me out. So no, it's not funny. Uh, got some good news though. Yeah. Uh I think we mentioned this. I think I kept it private last time. I, despite all the health problems, have never been more financially successful. I applied what I learned from social media to a, I have to keep it secret, different type of website to absolutely exploit algorithms and fuck that computer for every dollar it's worth. And I've managed to create something that essentially just prints money. And uh, I can also now talk about from the like ages old harassment problem. I did have to move and buy a new house because that was bad. I, I'd waited years so that like it's all off the market and there's no uh, very similar to that, Woody, uh, off the market and stuff. But uh, the funny thing was I moved in the same city, uh, but like way to the other ass inside of it, uh, closer to Frisco. And I bought a house right at the low point of the pandemic. And it like doubled in value and this other thing. So I'm now living in like a giant McMansion with more money than I know what to do with. And the ironic thing is not much I can spend it on. So I'm just stacking those dollars yeah. up. And whenever this improves, I'm going to do something crazy. You're just going to see me in like Dubai or something. Money sure. question. Yeah. Did you take a big loan for the house? No. Cash. So during my like fat years, you know, the, the big money earning years for me, I always had this thing like, I want to be able to transition from this 
to working at McDonald's and still keep everyone basically fed. Like that was my <laughs> thing. Like don't take on a really high cost of living, which I didn't Very smartly smart. avoid. But you know, I didn't want to have a mortgage hanging over my head like a guillotine. Like you know, the the day Mojang tells all the servers they have to shut down, I want to be like, <laughs> ah, it was a good ride, you yeah. know. <laughs> No, that's the right thing, because like you said, even if everything disappeared overnight and in the social media world, it can, you could still support your family with little minimal work, part time job, like a low stress job and just coast for ages and have everything paid off. That's kind of what I'm trying to put together. Not quite, as, not quite as successful as you. I know how much you, know you killed it. You so do. I'm working on it. <laughs> You'll get there. Like you're doing well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would you try to transition into a paramotor instructor? W w like, like, let's say you're you're gonna stay out of the office. That's right? not but in the you, cards for you. But man. you do need to bring in another 30k <laughs> a year. Like, do you go to paramotor instructor or something? Do you turn your hobby into your into into Straight a little bit of a, a, a side deal? Yeah, why couldn't Woody be instructor? Oh, I thought you initially. I thought you were telling Drifter that once he gets better, he should. <laughs> right? And I was like, I was like, why would you tell him to do that? Like, he's <laughs> you know, maybe. And and I I was thinking about how I do. I sometimes daydream about that job. Um, yeah, it used to be my dream dream. I wanted to be a paramotor instructor so bad, Kyle. It was practically a fetish watching people take their first flights. I go on YouTube and just watch video after video of people losing their like popping their flying cherry and land and talk about their excitement. And the idea of guiding people into that and just taking away their para virginity was like my cup of tea. But since then, I've evolved to just caring less about new pilots and, um, uh, mm. There's that. Oh, and then also just standing in the field seems like a pretty expensive, like a, a brutal way to earn your money. Like, oh, it's you don't stand in the field. You own the, the, the place where the people stand. What does stand in the field mean? Oh, I'm train sorry. So this, to learn to fly when you train a... someone to fly a paramotor, are you familiar with the paramotor is at all? Like you, mm -hmm. you, the little flying machine. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, 90% of teaching someone to do that is done under the sun standing in grass you know ah. teaching them to control the wing while they're standing on the ground until now at woody's indoor para <laughs> you've got like imagine crank like up the fan yeah fans it's fans and they're training there and they've got bungee straps to them so they can like hover in place and they're learning indoor stuff well, like, I mean, right, like, that's hard we could just point a couple paramotors in your direction and have whatever Perfect. wind we wanted yeah we'll this get, is, we'll this get is a good idea friend to aim them <laughs> you, you, know what, you know what they say about business they say you don't want to identify a market you want to do something you personally enjoy right well, that's true. I think all that? of us did that's that. That's the in opposite some way. of that, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no more mark for a big warehouse. Well, that's what Mark Twain said, though, right? <laughs> no, that's what Mark Twain said. Make you, sure you make remember, your, uh, your vocation your vacation. Do you remember the uh, the the Simpsons where Flanders opens the leftorium? Leftorium. Yes. Hell, it's nothing but left-handed doodles and stuff like that. Like. That's what the the, the paramotor <laughs> warehouse would be. He'd be like, and it's open, and then there'd be no one there. <laughs> oh, well, it would double as a cattle barn. For so we, oh, if we fall back, to. rodeos on Sundays. You're gonna have to moonlight Saturday. Take a bath on. Oh, but could you imagine the smell when all the fans kick up? Ugh. It's gonna motivate you to get in that sky. For a while, no one made any money as a paramotor instructor. Everyone complained about the prices of it, and then I'd look at all the paramotor instructors living out of their vans and be like, "Do you think <laughs> they're getting rich on this?" But now that's changing, and there's a couple. Huh. They're business owners, of course. You know, they've got people working for them. But I, I think there's a couple millionaire or multimillionaire flight schools. So yeah. Well, that's good. It it's a it's a bizarre sport. I hope it keeps growing because I like I like niche sports that sort of push 
um, the boundaries of like little legal things like like um, and I really have always appreciated those ultralights that I, I guess I saw that thing. I don't even know if it qualifies as an ultralight. I think it's a glider. Technically, I always saw that gif on Reddit of the guy who looks like he's holding a big model plane, a model plane like you'd build with airplane glue. And mm-hmm. then he like puts it on his shoulders, runs a little oh. and then tucks into that son of a bitch somehow like a like a contortionist. Oh, yeah, and then that now is he's cool. a fucking pilot and, and he just flies away. And I, I got to lose oh a lot God. of weight before I. <laughs> get into I think that. it is an ultralight. If it weighs less than 255 pounds, that means it qualifies under those less restrictive ultralight rules. So he's still carrying 200 plus pounds of fake airplane on his shoulders and arms oh, and yeah. stuff. That it's seems very fake. dangerous. You don't want to be heavier in the air. <laughs> it, it it looked like he. <laughs> oh, this, is, this is not the video but this is another level. <laughs> let, let me, i mean let me tell you, you might think this, this guy's a nerd thing. right now this guy uh, is so don't give a fuck about his this this is probably a 15 or twenty thousand dollar like toy that he's got that he's playing with and he's that's yeah. why he's sitting so rigid he's scared he's gonna break this bitch <laughs> on, an, on an active runway at o'hare just <laughs> those things are cool though you ever see the disappointment in those guys faces when they crash because they're expensive yeah I mean, you, you wouldn't want to watch like a wait. How expensive? Like thousands of dollars? Like tens of thousands tens of, of dollars. Oh wow! Yeah, like that I did not know that. I like it the other way. I like it when um, they crash a fifteen thousand dollar model airplane, and they're like, "Yeah, I mean, we all knew mm-hmm. we fly it until it crashed. Like this, this was the expected outcome. From what it's like, the eventual outcome if you keep flying it. Yeah, yeah. I think they're. I've been. They they have that in mind. I think the engines are the more expensive part, and like nine times Reusable. out of ten, with a crash, the engine survives. It had to be a hell of a crash to damage the engine, but the rest of that thing is as light as it can possibly be, right? And the uh, electronics in it, like there's all sorts of uh, mm. automatic leveling, gyroscope insanity that they can reuse. So cool. I, I uh, as a kid, I was fascinated with anything remote control. I uh, I don't know why I never got into the drones. Like like, like everybody mm. got in got super into those drones, and to me it just seemed. What does that say? It's too small. It's expensive, and there's a huge learning curve. Oh, five that's grand a, is cheaper than I expected. That's cheaper than I expected as well. Same. See related products for turbines and upgrades. Maybe that doesn't come with an engine. No, I don't know. Well, that's neat though. Uh, I, I I'm I'm. Oh, <laughs> that's really cool. You can just buy these jet engines, huh? Yeah, I, but there's like just, four grand to pop and he needs two. So. Yeah, and they're, yeah, these are little like airplane engines. You can get the big silly ones for cheap, like like leftover surplus off of a goddamn airplane jet engines. You can buy them and strap and do whatever you want with them. For what? Like what could you use it for? I saw, there's that clip thing I sent. I maybe sent it to you guys. I know I sent it to my dad because he was like, how much do those cost? And this guy's on like a trike in the desert with a big Santa beard and he has a jet engine strapped to the bike back of this thing. And he is moving on some salt flats. Like, and the thing, the thing turns cherry red, all of the like exhaust tubing back there. And the outlet engine part is big. Like, it's not like we're going to take off mm-hmm. on a runway big, but like, I don't want the thing behind me big jet engines are scary. Yeah. I guess I, I would want to use it like, like when you- uh, yeah, they looked fun. Do you remember in Jackass when they like threw footballs up in that jet stream and like were hitting the other guys with it and like just walking into the air and it was powerful enough to like not only knock them over but like kind of take them off their feet a little bit. That would that would be cool. It really demonstrates Drag- the power. That's a different situation. That's that's a fucking jet dragster. <laughs> it's ugly. That's that's even I, that's the scariest thing of all the things we've talked about before uh, so far. We've 
That's just literally strapping a rocket to a car. And it mortifies me how skinny and thin they are in those little front wheels. You can see them wobble when they race. It just... Could you imagine being in that and slamming into a wall at like 400 miles an hour? Oh, there's a person uh, in that. Yeah. Of course oh. there's a person in that. It's a drag race car. I, I thought, things, it looks like... <laughs> I think those are the ones that go like 330 miles per hour. And doesn't John Forrest have the record for like highest speed ever in a drag car? I think it was around 330. John Forrest. With a name yeah. like that, he has to have the record. For a, right? For a while, he had a reality show yeah. on like CMT or Jason something. Jason Speed. He's got three. <laughs> I think he's got three blonde, pretty daughters who all drive as well. And so it was like... I, I don't know what the show was called. It was like Team Force or something. And there's like him and his daughters like training to race. Like like one of them caught on fire and there's like, do we keep doing this? I could have lost all the skin on my legs. You know, we're this close. Like, and there, there's a lot of that. It was a neat show. Yeah. yeah a lot yeah, less yeah, pretty yeah. with no skin, I had to guess. Yeah, you'd be a yeah. lot less pretty with no skin. Doesn't he look like a nice guy? Like just a good dad? I don't know. I feel like he's a fun <laughs> guy to hang out with. Yeah, he looks like, like a great, how, how can you tell? Look I mean, at her. He's looking like a nice guy. You don't think I can, so? I can tell from the mustache he's a good father, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He seems like a good guy to me. I like his... I, I like... I don't... Well, he wears, he wears a lot of rings. Or I guess anything more than one They're ring is a lot of rings. Yeah, I was about to say, those are championship rings. See, I don't like... That's a little gaudy. Like, Brady doesn't wear his. Yes, he does. Yeah, I've seen when people he ask him, where he's like, "I don't know, what, who's the best, really?" And they're like all over his hands, like the same shit. Jordan yeah. can't wear those all the time. Yeah, I mean, if you had championship time. rings, you'd have to wear them sometimes. Well, he's doing a press shoot there, so like, like where he yeah. lays on the ground with his daughters behind him. It's ring time. <laughs> he's only got you one. The Deacons. Are you familiar with them? The Deacons. No. Uh, they're interesting in the same way you mentioned. So it's this guy. I think his first name is Brian Deegan. He's popular on YouTube, and all his kids are future stars at shit. So he got a gold in the X Games for like stunt motocrossing, like half pipe motocross or something insane like that, where he takes a dirt bike, goes 60 feet in the air, does triple flips and lands and all that. Well, he's grown children that race motocross. His daughter is in the NASCAR truck series, and his other son is young, so we don't judge him yet. Um, yeah. He's a little guy. And uh, he's just sort of documenting his life where like, he's like, yeah, this guy's a future motocross champion. This, you know, my daughter here is a, uh, 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 in the NASCAR thing. It's good looking family too. Yeah. That's super smart to do though, because those are sports that are like sort of popularity driven as much as anything. Right. Like, like mm -hmm. if, you, if you're a star, like, we don't care how many times Conor McGregor loses. If we're being honest, same with Nate Diaz. I like him on my screen because I don't care because he doesn't care, you know. And, <laughs> and, and so, like the same thing is here. If 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 you if you if you get introduced to that fucking shithead on the left there at this age, and like for the next eight years while he matures and learns to drive go karts or whatever, you, you start liking hmm. him. By the time he gets to the big show, doesn't matter how great he does. He's the, I, dude. This guy's that really guy on the life. left, I actually like him. Uh, for one, like, so I ride motorcycles. He's so much better than me. He's stupidly good. Like, he's got the genes uh, for it. I guess, dude. He, and the practice and the work he puts in. He has um private coaches. His name is Danger Boy. I, I, I don't know how I left that out. The guy on the left, everyone calls him Danger Boy, and he just jumps his bike like fifty feet in the air. It's fun can to I, watch. Can I, did any of you guys growing up literally copy your father's haircut? I need to know that before I start making fun. 
No, no, no. I didn't. All I didn't right. have any input on my haircut as a kid. We just. I was going to comment on it too, and I was going to say a good thing. That's a racing man's haircut. You're wearing helmets all day. You don't want side hair. Like that's that's a raceman's. Cut. How do you that's, know? That's the cut of a racist. <laughs> that is. <laughs> I'm oh, a motorcycle God. racist. <laughs> um, I like this family. I, I've seen them. I will say the kids sometimes seem a little un, unaware of how amazing their lives are. Like they have new friends over and they're all racing like side by sides around a track, jumping them in the air. And of course, all of them are very good at it. Yet their friends are like, how does a stick shift work? And to them, the friend is the weird one. They're like, you can't ride a side by side. Like really at all? Like you're scared to jump it. Okay, like you're a weird one, and it's yeah. like, no, she's normal. You're weird. You're yeah. you're amazing, but but not normal. They're extraordinary. That's good. That's better, fine. Better phrase. You know? Yeah, these, these kids it's are what all you get used to. At whatever know? they do, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're starting early at, at like like instead of yeah. I don't know. Probably I hope they're not wasting their time at school. <laughs> I, I think they're homeschooled. That one on Never the going to college. Boy, he no. now he's on the best motocross team, the one where champions come from, and. He was really good. I'm not good enough to say whether he earned his spot or whether social media helped him on his spot. But he's on like mm. Yamaha Star or something like that. I would have asked Zach to take it down by now, but I've been staring at this guy's daughter for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I saw her. Um, she was racing in this NASCAR series. They invited her and the other men didn't like the way she drove. So they're like hazing her like, ah, oh, you bumped, you rubbed racing, you did this and that. And she's like, just standing up for herself in what I thought was an impressive way. Not only is she a woman, which is a bit of a uh, deficit, you know, when you're in an argument with some guy, but she's half the other person's age. So this 40-year-old is like giving this 20-year-old shit about the way that she managed her race car. And she's like, Rubbin's racing, man. You know, you don't like it. You deal with it. And uh, I was like, fuck yeah. You know, like everyone's rubbing out there and he's picking on you because he wants you to be more polite while racing. Suck a dick. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I, I like that. They're going to be the, I, the champs. I'm fascinated sport. by, um, I think it's got, it's a little bit of a new thing. It's certainly in like the last two centuries. So, you know, it started, started in the last one where like, if you're a championship football player, baseball player, you're going to be able to give your child the ability to, to do the exact same thing. Like, like if they have the talent, they will do it. Like, like, you're mm-hmm. gonna put everything in there, move everything uh, from their path you can. And Same with acting cool, families man. and stuff. A lot of celebrities that we know of today got the jobs via nepotism, or their parents were producers or famous and just trained them since they were little, and they've already got the ends. And sometimes yeah. it's like, There's yeah, nepotism like was a good idea. Like like Bryce Dallas uh, Howard, that uh, the red-haired uh, young lady, the actress. She's a fantastic actress and director. Her dad's Ron Howard. Like. I'm glad her dad was Ron Howard because now I get to see her on my screen. Whether she's acting or directing, it's always good. She directed a bunch of the Mando episodes. She's, huh. uh, she's really okay. good. Okay. I don't know. I think that that's is. like the only thing I still watch on Disney Plus. Or have y'all seen Stephen King's son? Stephen King's son looks exactly like him. Like he oh, literally God. cloned himself. It's scary. Have you seen Stephen King's son's new movie? I have not. What's the new movie? It's called The Black Phone. Watch it. He wrote the story. I am it, familiar it, with The Black Phone. I've yet to watch feels- it. Yeah, it feels so much like a Stephen King story that it's like, what the fuck is going on here? Does Stephen King do this under like a, what do they call it, a non-diplume? No, <laughs> it's his him? son. You know what makes, 
can his son finish a story? <laughs> like, it'd be great if his oh, son Oh, that's could... a bad picture. Find the one with his son with a beard. because when Yeah, you yeah, the one with uh, Stephen King with the beard and his son with the beard. Stephen yeah. King is outstanding at starting stories, and he can't end them for shit. He um, is so good at building... I'll never finish that book I have sitting there, Needful Things, about the devil who owns the store and gives people mm. cursed items. As you're reading it, you're like, this is such a cool world. It's all unfurling. I bet this is going to come into play later. Oh, that! I bet that's going to come into play. <laughs> and then, like, you can almost see him panicking towards the end. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, ah! Oh, like, <laughs> I myself into a corner here. I but mean, the world is so great, and the 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 ideas and like yeah. the, the the novel like disturbing aspects of it are so great that it sucks you in regardless. Just Even go if you out know, and kind of two thirds of his entire library, and by that I mean his entire library, but only the first two thirds of every book, <laughs> and you'll be great. Yeah. Just stop. Uh, one exception. Uh, have you guys seen the movie Maximum Overdrive, starring Emilio Estevez, about the machines that yes. come to life and there's like evil trucks and stuff? Yeah. So he uh, that was the first movie he got to direct because he was such a famous writer. And it was also during his cocaine binge. Yep. So he did a ton of coke and said that he doesn't remember anything about the movie. It was panned for being bad. And to be honest, it wasn't the best movie. But like the first 15 minutes, they got ACDC, actual ACDC to play their songs. The ACDC band got murdered. Kids got hit by lawnmowers. People got hit by steamrollers. They were like vending machines, shooting soda cans, blowing up people's heads and stuff. It was <laughs> awesome for like 10 minutes. And I think yeah. that's where all the budget went to. Like that's where all the cocaine shots happened and the rest <laughs> they just kind of hodgepodge together. <laughs> the rest yeah, was just a hangover. Oh, whatever, I, uh, I don't care. <laughs> if, if anybody wants a neat little horror movie though, um, don't read up on it, any spoilers, but the, the Black Phone uh, is pretty good. It's about, um, I don't know, a child murdering psychopath who kidnaps little boys and kills them in his basement. And, it's good. Um, I really enjoyed it. And, and uh, like the, his most recent uh, like victim is different from all the others in a way. And uh, and it's a it's a good story. It's I don't know ninety minutes, and it's got Ethan Hawke in it as like pretty fucked up a scary that's... bad guy. It's pretty fucked up, yeah. But but again, if you think about it, it feels very much like one of those Stephen King stories. It's set in the eighties, um, abusive home life with the kids, and uh, I don't know. Just it feels it's that got that eighties lived in grungy small town kids story feel to it. It's good. I liked it a lot. I'll check it out. Then more great horror movies. I guess there there must not be like a huge budget or a huge audience for like budget horror movies. Horror like, horror is the uh, the most financially successful genre in all of filmmaking. It is where uh -huh. almost everybody started because you it's can so make real. you can make a horror movie for a small amount of money that will make a huge amount of money. Some of the biggest um, like like multipliers of money in to money out have been from the horror genre. When you look at like Paranormal Activity or oh, Blair yeah. Witch Project. And there's several more that aren't popping in my mind right now. These movies that got made for $50,000 and then maybe a producer comes in and scruffs up the CGI like they did. That's why I went Paranormal Activity. I think Steven Spielberg, someone, some big famous producer, director, saw a screening of Paranormal Activity and was like, this is perfect. You need like $12,000 worth of CGI. I own a CGI company. Let's work together. And so, and then that thing made what hundreds of millions of dollars. I think it was JJ Abrams. Billion now could have been. I don't recall something, but, something like that. But you're right. Yeah, though that is everybody starts in horror, super successful. I personally love horror movies. I watch way more of them than I should have. Even subscribed to Shutter, which is uh, mostly hit, but some um, some misses too that can be funny. Watching Psycho Gorman. 
I did recently finish Psycho Gorman. I despised the first 15 to 20 minutes because it was very boring and I hated yeah. that little girl so much. But it got way better as it went. It was just hilarious. He's like telling his whole like backstory and she's like, that's boring. Shut up. Yeah. So <laughs> just, the premise of Psycho Gorman is imagine if like a Thanos like character was unearthed on Earth and he, he's like getting ready to power up and start raping and pillaging and ripping everyone apart. But then there's like this spunky little goofy 12 year old girl who like has his controlling his, his remote control. And, uh, and, and, and she's like, Hey, look what I got. And he's like, g g give me that. Like, no, nah, I don't <laughs> think so. You gotta do what I say now, huh? Well, technically. <laughs> and like, so every time he meets one of her friends, he's like, you will live in an abyss of hell. I will skin you and devour you only to vomit you up to eat you again. And she's like, ah, ignore him. Go to sleep, big bully. And she just like picks on him the whole time, like slaps him around and like basically makes Thanos her bitch. And he's scarier than Thanos. He's this giant monster. His name is Psycho right. Gorman. And uh, and so this silly little girl like is in control of him. And uh, she like introduces him to her parents and stuff like a pet. Uh, it's It's a fun, like weird movie very it's got really fun effect work and that it was mostly practical and they it looked mm. like advanced cosplay and it kind of felt like all the characters kind of felt like power ranger villains yes. except like horribly violent murdery rapey power ranger villains like really yes. gross nasty ones the and that putties? was really fun no not the putties like the, like the boss characters from yeah yeah the power oh, rangers, like they the had to bats. assemble to take them down. yeah they had like 40 characters all with different abilities and crazy stuff and great costumes and most of them die in like 30 seconds i want to say <laughs> Rich Evans has a small voice part in there somewhere from Red Letter uh, Media fan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh I love Red. Me and my wife watch uh, Best of the Worst all the time. We pop some D8 and just enjoy that. They Did don't. They haven't Matt uploaded Damon. a thing I haven't seen. What's, What's the show on the? They eat spicy wings and they they interview people. Hot, hot, ones. hot, hot ones. Hot ones. Okay, that guy's so. a masterful interviewer. By the way, I'm really impressed with what he does. And he had Matt Damon on. Yes, Matt Damon, why they don't make good movies anymore. You might have phrased it different. I thought it was interesting. His answer was no DVD. He says it used to be you'd release the movie. He's like, so yeah, say you have a $25 million movie. This movie will cost $25 million to make, which we all know is, it sounds like a lot of money, but in the scope of making a Hollywood movie, it's towards the low budget side. Not nothing, but you make a comedy for that or a drama. And he's like, so... 25 movie, 25 million. There's another 25 million. He had a term for it, like SNA, but it's basically promotion. So now you need 50 million. And half of it goes to the uh, to the theater owners. He had a term for them, like the show people, but the people in the movie theaters. So now you need to do 100 million in sales to break even on your $25 million movie. And it used to be that when they came out to DVD, there'd just be a whole nother boost. It'd be like a second opening. So you could make that movie thinking that maybe, you know, you do a hundred million in the theaters and then the rest is all profit. And this thing has been a good idea now because of live streaming, making DVDs obsolete, that second boost just isn't there anymore. And that kind of movie. Why not? Why, why, why don't they get the money that I give to Amazon? Why don't they get like a big, see, see, it's, it seems to me that it should be, <clears throat> Did they make so much by selling whole copies, selling whole copies to a blockbuster? Yeah. Was that so much more profitable than very than, much than, so than getting so, rid of that middleman and just renting a digital copy that that they have no overhead on? That's what he's saying. Like you might not remember, but DVDs were like a hundred dollars their first two weeks, and then they mm -hmm. go down to nineteen ninety nine. So Blockbuster would pay that hundred dollars because they needed it on release day, and then we wouldn't. I think that's right. 
And no, that's absolutely oh, right. You are spot on. But that yeah. was that made up a small time in history. Uh, Matt Damon seem, seemingly make this seem like, hey, forever it was this thing. It, he's making it like when VHS was a thing. No. It was still so for such his a, forever. I that was like from was. 1980 to like 2010. That was like 30 years. Don't forget yeah. the whole like VHS genre is kind of like what streaming did today. Once people could watch stuff at home, you had uh, like shot on VHS movies and home movies and indie films. A lot of it horror stuff. It would pop off and become kind of popular because video stores would just pick them up because people would actually rent them. So it was a disruptor that they turned into something that was profitable. And streaming, I think, is harder to make a profit on because people aren't paying that much for it. Yeah. But, yeah, and also, like, that. you have to remember, like, when people physically would go in to buy a new M&M CD or whatever, and it was, like, priced high, oh, that's the best good. buy that was selling it or whatever, or DVD, whatever, like, they know that's a loss leader. Like, they're not making the money on that item in particular when you come in. They're banking. Mm -hmm. You're going to buy other things with higher margin. And so, if actually going into the store, you're going to make more purchases than if you're sitting there on your couch. You're not going to be distracted. You just hit one thing, four forty nine order. I can remember how difficult it was to get the Marshall Mathers LP um, unedited because I because there aren't like record stores in Livonia, Georgia. <laughs> so you've got to go to like a Walmart or a Best Buy. And like everywhere I went had like the censored version because we're in the mm -hmm. South, I guess. I don't fucking know. It was super annoying because I'm like, I'm, I'm 15. I don't have a lot of means. It's not like I can just, oh, they don't have it here. Well, let me. Was that pre-internet ordering? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I've mean, been like pre-Amazon kind of. This is worse, like pre-drivers pre searching, license. right? <laughs> yeah, this guy has a quad four by four by Honda and a phone book, trying to figure out how he can get this thing. It's hard to pull off. It was a Kawasaki three hundred. My my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I hurt myself so bad on that thing. <laughs> You're bringing back a weird memory. Uh, so I was, I'm from Mississippi and my hometown did not have a record store. There was my college town also did not, but uh, a nearby town that I would drive to, to shop at had a pet and record store where half of it was vinyl records and CDs. And the other half was a pet shop. So you could go in there and buy a couple of parakeets and a puppy and maybe some vinyls. And it was really bizarre, but I couldn't not go into there every single time. It was just <laughs> <laughs> something you had to see. Kyle, <laughs> what, a, what a booming dog business. update, Kyle. I, oh, dude, so right. before you oh, do, I do this thing where I ship things. Boy and girl are together, I'm marrying them off. This is a forever relationship. When I heard you still had your dog two days after the last time you talked about him, mm -hmm. I'm like, this dog has found a home. This dog with its <sighs> external metal sticking out of its skin yeah. and aggression issues has its forever home, and it's Kyle. Yeah. Um, so here's the, 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 the whole story quick. Um, uh, I went and got this dog from the pound. He's, uh, he looks like, um, like a Malamute or a Husky type mix. He's got one of those stupid, cute fucking fuzzy faces. And uh, he's like eight and a half years old. And he looks, he looked, he had his earache. What, what else ears. is going on with his face? I, I'm not done. He's got, <laughs> Taylor thinks he's, he's got down syndrome. And that's just because. <laughs> Look, he does. <laughs> he has Down syndrome. He obviously has Down syndrome. My <laughs> dog does not have Down syndrome. Yes, he does. You got him from the short pound. He's a good boy. He's a good uh, boy. Does his skull have the little points? Needs. He's, he's very smart. He does Dude, tricks. No, nothing sneaks up on that guy with that <laughs> Anyway, when he's I get to like the, a curved I, monitor, I go, to this, I go to this kill shelter. And, uh, and and it's loud as fuck in there. And I, I look at three or four dogs that are kind of like that dog. They don't have the small dog I'm looking for, but I, I want to look at everything. 
And he was the only one that kind of came out and was like super duper friendly and was like, Hey, who are you? I want to know you. And I was like, <laughs> dude, I've never met right. a down, a grumpy person with down syndrome. No, they yeah. love you immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so my dog is, he's got special needs and he loves everybody. But That's I neat. also babysit my girlfriend's dogs a lot and they're over here a lot. And he got like food aggressive with one of the other dogs and bit her in the fucking head. And now that dog's scared. The other and, dog like, is a little dog, right? Not a little baby dog, but like a 30 pound German shepherd type character. Okay. Oh, okay, and, okay. And, and so she's just like, scared now anytime this big fucker is around because he doesn't look in that picture but he's like 75 80 pounds and like okay his paws are like three fingers wide or more like 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 they kill that 30 pound dog easily you mean like oh it's like his he's got real boy teeth like like he's got like fangs and you know most normal house dogs have little dog chewy chom teeth like the kind that could kill a person if it bit you on the neck at yeah. the same time, he's eight and a half years old, and is the bo- the bottom of his paw pads are so fuzzy because he hasn't been groomed that on my hardwood floors he's like it's like the Grinch trying to trying to run sprints <laughs> around here. He's just <laughs> slippy sliding around and looking goofy like a like a big goofy fucker. Um, he's fine most of the time, but I'm always afraid that he's going to get like food aggressive and hurt somebody. So well, that I, seems I justified because it's already I, happened. I, I've got little dogs around me right now. I've I, I've got a little Pomeranian and a, and another little dog hiding out with me uh here so so because the, they're afraid of that big fucker down there so i'm looking for a husky rescue for him because i tried to take him back and they're a fucking kill shelter and i don't want them to kill him and he's also got like they weren't taking care of his ear infection so mm-hmm. i'm taking him to the vet tomorrow to get his ears get him some antibiotics for his fucking ears and at some point the son of a bitch got one of his back legs broken and they put some metal hardware in there and you can see the metal hardware. And I don't, I don't mean through the skin. I mean, I went, tink, tink, that's stainless steel. You could put a fridge magnet on this motherfucker. And he's just walking around smiling at people. So I got a theory that maybe the reason he got a little food aggressive is because he's in a tremendous amount of pain from between his head and his leg. And yep. so I, I'm going to get all that shit sorted out for him, whatever it takes. And then, you, you got a cyber dog. dog on it. Next time I'm injured, I'm going to go to Kyle's house, bark a little. I <laughs> 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 like, like, already did this once, taking him to the kill shelter. <laughs> 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 you got hardware in both legs. That's a, that's a bridge too far. <laughs> no, no, just one. Just one. Well, what if, let's say you got the ears fixed and maybe the leg improved a little stability and training. You think you might keep the dog? You think it's in a position where it might calm down and be more um domesticatable yeah i think what what i'm gonna try to do once once i get like all of his pain fixed and he's a happy boy is try to put food on the ground between the two dogs and uh, hold them both real closely with with good body harnesses and 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 like teach him that like we share food here like my dad i was talking to my dad about this and like every time he gets a new dog into his little mini pack that he rescues over there like the new dog won't realize that everybody gets a hot dog around here because mm-hmm. they've never experienced that before. Dad's like, I got a whole pack of them, guys. Don't worry. Everybody gets a hot dog. And like after <laughs> at first, the new dog is like, fuck you. I'll kill you for a hot dog. But after a while, it's like, oh, wait, you got enough hot dogs for everybody. <laughs> All right, then I get. All right. But anybody else shows up, they don't get none, right? Now they're teaching your dogs about socialism. Yeah, like like like, dude, they have to be part of a pack where you're you're the boss, and and they need to know that all of their food is yours, and as some of your food is theirs if you say so. Like like if anything else can be kind of scary because like if you've got a dog roaming around the house that can like 
is like yeah. looming over the other dog. Like, hey, motherfucker, this is my spot. Like, we can't have that. There's no bullies and allowed around just, here. It's not just the 30 pound dog for Drifter's benefit. You have the little Pomeranian. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, sometimes, I've got two, like, I, I got two like little that. dogs that I'm babysitting. I've got I've got a 15 year old Pomeranian that's just like this little happy cocksucker that looks like a caterpillar. Where you at, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> she's around here somewhere, uh, and and uh, and and she's like. So, uh, are all the little dogs huddled up under you for protection? Yeah. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm like right now. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm, I'm mother hen. Yeah. You I'm should scoop one up. Passy one. I'm sitting on my like like I don't know where the little one is. Like like she's actually not under me. I don't feel her. But the but the big girls over here. Um, she's. She doesn't want to fuck around. She's cheating yeah. on her fake. That's how serious model. Kyle is taking security is the potentially. <laughs> the door is closed. They're in here with there. me. Yeah, they're in there with you. <laughs> they're so in the room. I'm glad you're me. taking such precautions for the Pomeranian. That poor little guy. He needs you know, the poor little girl. He's snack he size. Out for him. Yeah, there's oh, snacks. Yeah. Well, if, if if that husky just looks at him the wrong way, might kill him. The, hu- the husky the other day, stroke. like. The that husky yeah. only looks wrong ways. The Pomeranian. <laughs> <laughs> she Always got one eye on the prize. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is retarded. <laughs> it is not. It has thousands it of... Zach, show the picture again. It keeps people oh, like Z. God damn it. Leave Make a comment below with how much you obviously agree this dog is retarded. <laughs> That's what they true. look like. And he, but, it's not that he doesn't have potential to be a sweet dog. That's like what they, like, <laughs> look, look, that's just what they look like. Pull up. Have, a, you, have you ever seen those graphics where they take one oh. side of someone's face and they show how weird it would look if you were fully symmetrical? Like <laughs> that's what this dog looks like. Like there's something like you know you know what's up. Like it's just been mirrored. It's a yeah. cute boy. Look at look at his floofy paws. But is the dog bath, friendly to people? Does it is people he aggressive? Oh, he's he's had a bath since then. I I got in the oh. fucking bathtub with this motherfucker. I, mean, it, I, I get in my underwear and I get in the. I've got a big jacuzzi tub and we get in the jacuzzi together. And uh, he didn't hate it, but he didn't love it either. But, but he's, <laughs> um, tomorrow he's going to um, the vet first, and then after they clear him to get groomed, I'm gonna have them. I know they have an undercoat. You can't shave them down, but I'm gonna have them trim him as close as is appropriate for a, a husky type mix and so he can cool off and mm-hmm. look pretty because he's a beautiful dog just down syndrome aside <laughs> <laughs> and i think he's like i, I looked at like i think it's pronounced samoyeds <laughs> it's like s-a-m-o-y-e-d mm-hmm. and and that's what he looks like to me like like that that that's that dirt face look that you're talking about but um, some i thought were like a little floofier but he's a mix, I don't know. I think Kyle is suggesting. Yeah, I think he's a mix yeah. of something. See, I thought okay. I was hoping when I saw him online because they made it look like he was really short. Um, something about like the way his legs are so floofy makes him look short. But in the picture that I saw him in originally, I thought he was half Pomeranian, half Husky. No. A Pomsky. Half, Pomskis are oh, so half Husky, cool. half foolish. I want to see a, a husky corgi mix. Like that seems like a neat combo. Oh yeah, I like that. that too. Probably Google clearly that. not consensual. A husky corgi mix. As soon as I get rid of this motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have been looking at those like designer dogs that are uh, like like there's so they take the poodle and they let it. Fu- if you're a poodle, you get to fuck. All right, they're gonna be bringing you strange, exotic pussy all day, every day. There's all they're kinds gonna... of something. Oh, no. oh, gonna... oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. its body is so disproportional. It looks no, you're like right about... it looks like you a husky know. that's been scrunched. I can pull husky a short sled. 
<laughs> poodles get to fuck all the time because all yeah. the owners want their dog mixed with that hypoallergenic because they you know, they're hypoallergenic they don't shed and you end up with these like curly smart. looking like weird um that dog that i showed you the other day that's a half golden retriever half poodle it's fucking looks like a cartoon character that's that is, the dog that is... i want if i didn't have this burden <laughs> in my house Poor downstairs guy. i guarantee if i walk if i walk out that door and look down the stairs he's down on the hardwood looking up at me yeah this is the dog uh, i'm getting is if it's still there once i get rid of this burden <laughs> what's this burden's real name or do we just so go, go by uh, burden? burden's real name is rocky um, but okay. I, I i felt like i shouldn't bond to him so i get i call him a different name every time i talk to him so uh, I call him Eskimo <laughs> Joe so sometimes. Cool. <laughs> I, uh, I call him Eskimo Joe sometimes. Sometimes I call him Toby. And I do that whole thing from Roots where I go, yo name is Toby. And then he looks at me all retarded. Come on, that's come on, it's not. Chappelle did it. It's it's funny. Chappelle did it. <laughs> but it's a cute dog that needs a home. <laughs> He's got one. What if it loves you? I'll, look, I'll tell you, I'll tell you about love. Last loves night that at 2 a.m., I went down there and, and warmed up some beef broth to soak the fucking hard food in. You know why? Because I put two and two together and realized with an earache, I bet it hurts to chew. And he fucking mm -hmm. loves it now because he's got soft food that he can just slurp up See, without look, chewing. You you're so supportive. You're such a good doggy daddy. You get that at the vet? <laughs> Aww, look at the doggy daddy. Go home to mommy and daddy. It drives me crazy when they do that. Dude, I, I didn't realize how much I hated that until now. You're yeah, right. like okay, so we're all thirties ish here. Yeah. So I personally hey, don't have kids. kids. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah, I'm I'm in the same train. No kids, and everybody's like, "Yo, look at your baby! It's your fur babies! Oh, your little fur babies!" And I'm like, "No, that's a dog. That's a pet. It's not a child. If that was my child, I'd have to have a very different conversation with my wife about where it came from." Yeah, yeah and you shouldn't have yeah. him at the vet because he doesn't look like me at all. <laughs> yes, I see it. I, I I watched a clip. I watched a clip on uh, YouTube today, and it was Patrice O'Neill meeting Borat. And this is when Borat, before the movie, it was just when he was just an Ali G character that a lot of people took for real uh, when they mm -hmm. met him until he got real ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And uh, and one he had this ridiculous he had this joke. It's probably been told before, but um, uh, they were talking about sex positions and big women or something, and he was like, "You're a fat." To Patrice O'Neill, and like they're having a good time, and then he said, uh, "They asked, they asked him about sex positions in Kazakhstan. He said, uh, most uh, famous uh, sex position in uh, Kazakhstan is a uh, uh, dog style.'" And they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's just when uh, uh, the man uh, he stands up like this, and uh, uh, the dog he he lay down." <laughs> <laughs> and it was, and I thought that was uh -huh. such a well put together joke like improv everybody's too. sitting there like waiting on him to yeah we know what doggy style is and then he's like and then the dog and you're like oh god i <laughs> <laughs> this guy found a way to make that funny all right i really appreciated it he was really funny just sitting there riffing with them and kind of shitting on patrice for they're like but you don't have many men like patrice in your country uh, we have a one uh, we keep him in a circus his name is Bobo. A <laughs> <laughs> women <I> love Bobo. <laughs> Didn't he's Patrice a, die uh, some number yeah, of years yeah. ago? Patrice has been yeah. dead, yeah. Okay, right. that's what of I course thought. he did. Like, like, I mean, come on. No, he yeah. lost the weight and became a fitness instructor. No. No, he was funny. I think he no. had, he, Taylor, he, like, how did he die? I think you know? he had, uh, like, untreated diabetes, and it caused him to have a stroke, and he hmm. died as a result of that, I think. So he died from being too fat, basically. Yep. 
I think that's I mean, yeah, what it fat, was. being fat is objectively unhealthy for you. Not there are even people no, like when my wife was a nurse, he's a 500 pound dude she took care of. And uh, he was fat because his family was super toxic. Like he was in the hospital for heart problems and they would bring him like Papa John's and KFC and stuff like that. Uh, after many months of treatment, it finally dawned on him that this is bad. And he literally lost like 300 pounds. He went from 500 to 200 and was super happy. But the damage had been done over the years and the weight mm -hmm. loss was stressful. Dude had a stroke and just keeled over. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Like those people Sometimes on like my 600 back. pound life, like they're so fat, like on the show, my 600 pound life, when they made that show, they probably didn't be like, Hey guys, 600, let's not lowball ourselves. Like, let's say 900. Like they probably thought 600 was wild. Now <laughs> you watch like an episode of that show. I haven't seen a svelte 600 pound person in yeah. years. It's like, I want to see 120 pounds. And you're right. Like <laughs> when you're that fat, anything at all, a cold, could could kill you because you're like you you're, you have no circulation like your Which body, show like, would you rather watch Taylor? circulation to your feet would you rather yeah. watch a show called my 600 pound life or my 1000 pound death uh, <laughs> well, that's definitely the second one if i'm a producer at like cmt one of those trash networks that needs a new hit we're taking on tlc for fall oh you know, you guys, <laughs> my, my 600 pound life yeah my show is called my thousand pound death and we my got thousand, thousand pound, pound guy who's funeral. gonna die we guarantee he dies by the end of the season. Thousand Pound Death is a brilliant show. Kyle has great ideas for producers. How about, how about uh, a show called Death. My Big Fat Fucking Funeral? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you guys remember the Heart Attack Grill? Oh, pit my, pit my funeral. Dude. Oh, there's so many ways we could do this. Dude, it would be fun to watch. Like, like oh my gosh. You know, this guy weighs 930 pounds and we're on season four. I don't think she's going much longer. Like, there's no way there's season six. It could be like no plot armor. <laughs> no, no plot armor. The one. point of the show is to make them gain more weight. Like, it starts off at my 600 pound life. And it's like by season three, we're like, yeah, we broke 850. <laughs> it's like still going, trying to gain more. <laughs> Whoever dies first, $2 million to your family. It's like, oh, this is a sad show. Like, well, like people this. watch it though. Pretty sure that's Jerry the whole won last night too. in his sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that the, those fat shows are pretty ridiculous. And I can't watch them, man. They make me sad. Yeah. It just feels like it is kind of sad. A little bit abusive and creepy. Imagine being like you're dying. You're so fat. You're dying. You probably stink. You can see their skin is ripping. They don't get off the couch, and a whole film crew just shows up and starts mm. filming you. So that the world can laugh at your suffering. Yeah. And there a lot of them just seem like I'm a celebrity now. Like, <laughs> okay. But yeah. They low key know that everyone's laughing at them. So eat the pain away. Yeah, I'm sure Die. that makes them stress eat when they're when they're doing that. Like it, it's just wild how fat some of these fucking people are. And it like you it would I've be it would be so show. hard. Like I I love to eat. I absolutely love it. But like to get to 400 pounds, you had to also get to 390. Like to get to 500, you had to get to 480. Like at some point, out. there's a point where you can't reach your ass anymore to wipe yourself. And for a lot, for all of the people in this show, that was not sufficient to say, eh, no, I'm going to keep eating. Like or th that, what that isn't enough. Yeah, no, like, that should have been a wake up like call. You watch, a, you watch Intervention a show like that or any of the, the drug addiction shows. And you're like, Oh, I'm watching somebody who's destroying their lives with prescription pills or heroin or whatever. This is sad. And then you see it with food, which is probably like 
I don't remember because it's an often made point, probably the hardest drug to stop. Because like if you are an alcoholic or addicted to cocaine, like you can live just fine without alcohol or cocaine. Like you can try and avoid it and stuff. But like if you're addicted to food every day, every day, it's like I need to eat every day four to three times at least probably 10 times if you're fat like you have to tell yourself yeah i do need to eat and it's going to be leafy greens like (laughs) no you're in america the fat cheap stuff with all the oil and grease is readily accessible you don't have to cook it they'll deliver it to you man you can probably get the uber uber guy to just come in and set it down on your lap for a big tip get him to feed your fat ass (laughs) yeah. <laughs> did you ever have a wake up call like one day you like looked at yourself in a mirror or you couldn't do something and you just it just hit me as like this is my limit i have to do something i have to change my diet or i gotta work out or something yeah I, i've what definitely done that like it was like the it was probably 2016 2017 or no, like 2016 i wasn't lifting at all i was just eating a bunch of garbage not healthy not even like good calories and i was getting out of the shower one day and like saw myself in the mirror and was like oh my god like you're a big fat person like you're a big fat fat person who looks pear shaped and oh my god this is embarrassing like it just hit me where i was i just was like really embarrassed of myself and really ashamed and like it was that day i, I dropped it like late night snacking cut that out that's that's always been a big problem for me late night snacking i don't I make do any good food choices at 2 a.m no there are yeah. not many available well, i'm glad to hear that woody what about you did you have like a wake up moment like a come to jesus a- moment not like that. I mean, I had moments where I felt bad, moments where the internet, like, it, I can remember there was one time I was um, starting my paramotor and mm-hmm. the camera was on my thigh. So it was this real terrible shot. And I looked down and everyone who looks down has a double chin, but mine was a little pronounced. <clears throat> and uh, the internet gave me a really hard time about it. But that isn't what turned it around. What turned it around is Kyle and Taylor were working out. And they would talk gym stuff all the time. And I'm kind of in this community now where like my friends are talking about working out and Kyle's showing his progress pictures. I got roasted on the internet for sharing my shirtless pictures, but Taylor knows I was not alone. <laughs> Kyle had a secret. <laughs> he was getting in shape too. And um, uh, so I wasn't so much shamed into getting fitter as I was inspired into doing it. Yeah. That's Woody's the most never wholesome thing bad. we've said on this entire episode. You <laughs> literally had a good friend support group that encouraged you to do good things. At, nice, huh? I'm just yeah. glad to hear that. Since we've been talking about fat people dying, that's a nice sort of and special <laughs> needs back to oh, we're, we're all super sweet to each other in our group chat. It's, it's, it's friends being nice. Because <laughs> we're not performing. <laughs> I, I just imagine it's like, how was your day? You can tell me anything. We won't judge. <laughs> or, or more often it'll be like, Kyle being like, check out this guy in Kazakhstan getting hit by a rocket. (laughs) And it's like, I didn't know they could have this few pixels in a video. (laughs) Okay, how is it? Is part of watching this video imagining what what could happen? How are they so low res these days? Because I I get like the ones in the early 2000s and 90s, Mm -hmm. cell phones and digital cameras were crap. But even a basic bitch, $100 generic crapo from Wish.com Android still gets pretty decent video quality, at least outside in the light. So I don't know why it looks so awful, except I, people probably re-render it and other people like re-download and upload, but it'd have to happen so many thousands of times to degrade. Just like you literally time. have to do it like a thousand times to mess up the video quality. So no idea time. how. 
Kyle nailed it too. Like I, I, I just imagine there's some Ukrainian YouTube who takes your decent video and turns it into garbage. Yeah, and there you I'm go. Sure. I've seen a lot of high quality ones. I go to the combat footage subreddit. Uh, that's mm-hmm. and then the Ukraine video report and um, subreddit as well. And uh, there's a couple more, but but you see some really HD like fucking. They don't have Rode microphones on yet, but everybody's got a GoPro. Um, <laughs> they they really need to get on the mic game. I want to see those those new audio is half the video. Have you, have you seen those new Rode mics that I see everybody wearing? The, it's just a little puck right here instead of a yep. silly microphone that gets scruffy and stuff. I don't know. It's really high quality. Like, like I, I see a lot of people using them now. Like I want to see a guy mic'd up, speaking fucking English, explaining to me what's going on, and I want to actually see what's going on. All I ever see is that bullshit where they blind fire over a hill or something. Maybe well, I'm not going to get shot. Maybe, I'm, go maybe I'd be people. the one guy who's like, hang on, I'm going <laughs> to shoot somebody. And I put my head up and I immediately get shot by a guy that's doing this over his head. But I don't think yeah. so. I don't think they're hitting shit. I think they're just wasting ammo. Yeah. Is it this well, thing, Kyle? I'm curious. I hope that link works. Yeah. Oh, is that a battle scene or something? A lot uh, of these, yeah, like yeah. the really low quality ones also... Like, you know, when you'll see something posted and it'll be like, this fight took place outside in Boston, you know, where someone did this and that. And then like you click it and it's like, this just happened? Like, this is shit quality. And then you see the comments. It's like, this is a fight from 2006. It was posted this many times. Like, I definitely, that probably happens with war stuff too, where they're like, crazy epic rocket launch. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah a this lot of definitely is a 2022, you karma farmer. That. That the fight, I'm with you. I like it though when it happens with police. Like, look at this police, whatever. Like three policemen holding down a pregnant woman and beating her. Then I'm like, oh, I hope this is seven months old. And they whip that the, guy in Arkansas. The top last comment week. is the resolution to what happened in this thing, or you know, mm-hmm. now the cop has been charged or let off or whatever. What were you saying? Kyle? Far too often, the comment they, uh, is like, no charges were filed. The police said they did nothing wrong. Yeah. Or, or after a worst, brief internal or, investigation. Yeah. Or at worst. <laughs> He, he retired. And it's like, wait, yeah. he retired? <laughs> oh, yeah, we got him, boys. <laughs> Just going to work in another department, you know? He's going to do private security now. Uh, Crap like, and, and still keep all of his friends and connections and everything. It, it's, uh, no, I saw those guys in Arkansas, I think, beating the shit out of that guy outside of a gas station, the cops. They were just, like, ground and pounding this guy. Yeah. And then one guy's doing that thing where he's like, throwing knees into a, a downed opponent. <laughs> I'm like, they don't even allow that in UFC, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> I, I, now, those cops are in trouble, right? Like, they're, no one's taking their side, it seems? Uh, what was the situation? Legal ramifications. I, Reddit seemed... Reddit was against it. <laughs> Reddit was uh, against listen to Reddit too much. Taylor, we <laughs> didn't see any, like, mitigating reasons or excuses why the police would act like that. We just, like, to me, the video I saw was clipped at police beating the dickens out of someone who's clearly helpless. Oh, okay. you know, it, it, what if, if that guy had a knife 10 seconds earlier that's not part of the video yeah okay. he was he took a good ass whooping though um yeah I, <laughs> it's yeah i don't know it would it would suck to get your ass beaten by the police um because they get away with it and yep. uh, it's kind of hard to sue them because they've got good lawyers and stuff and you and you pay for their legal team and the uh, <laughs> but, but but i don't know i always go back to that thing it I, apparently it's racist now i think to say just obey the officers and nothing will will what will, will, will bad will happen but i mean i've been in that situation i've been locked up a few times boys like, <laughs> well like, that's the good advice they should teach that yeah. in high school because the reality is when the cops show up especially these days with body cams and instant communication you're done if they show up at your house right now and want to arrest you for a law that does not exist you just have to bend over and take it because if you offer this much resistance 
it's just okay to beat you up or shoot you or you'll get additional charges or whatever. Why do you and think people are terrified thing? of cops? Why, yeah. You huh? said nowadays with cameras and this and that, 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 yeah. that it makes it somehow easier for them to do it? Well, yeah, because back in the day, you used to just be able to like, if they were going to pull you over for speeding and you had a fast car, you could just outrun them. At least oh, that's what oh. my dad and his friends used to do in the country. They just floor it and the cops just, they're not they're in the middle of nowhere. They're not going to call helicopters or anything. But these days uh, with instant communication, it's way harder. Hazard County? <laughs> uh, no, it was uh, LaFleur County, Mississippi. And it was yeah. like, you know, okay, if you're a cop, are you going to chase a man down a dirt, windy dirt road at 80 miles an hour? No, yes, you're just going to say if he flips, he flips. <laughs> that's why I became a cop. <laughs> no, motorcyclists still run from police all the time. Them. I haven't done it since I was 17, but motorcyclists routinely run from cops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. I, I know a guy who does it on a pretty slow bike, right? I, I don't want to give away too many details, but this bike's top speed is like 78. And uh, he's like, yeah, so the, the cop was chasing me. I made a U-turn, and then he did, and I made another U-turn, <laughs> and off I went. And I'm like, oh, I, I guess that worked. W. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm you're just, right with the cop thing, Kyle, because like, the best cop advice would be like treat every cop like he's an egomaniac who wants to get violent. Assume well, I'll, I'll all what, of them are like that. Look, I've been in multiple situations where, where uh, some of them where I went to jail and some where I didn't, where like the cops were there and I had guns and they had guns and we needed to end this peacefully. And certainly it was going to end with me being like, "Hey, I got guns. Don't be scared. Let's make you happy." Like, and and you I, know, got I never this got one, shot. And this one. It's been like that. Like when I got arrested at the post office, they were like, you got any guns on you? And my first instinct was to be like, none. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like show them empty pockets. But it was like, clearly that's a stupid thing to do. He's like, well, hang on a minute. Like, like, we'll look. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. you should look. But just so you know, I don't have shit. <laughs> I, and there's a lot of y'all. I don't think I can get you. <laughs> when, I, when I get pulled over, my move is to, so first of all, they're in the car for a second. I get all my paperwork together. And then I have my hands on the steering wheel at like 10 and two. And I just lock them there. And partly it's to show them my hands so they're ner- they're not nervous, but I'm also trying to show them I'm the kind of guy who's putting his hands on the steering wheel, right? Like, it's it, it's not just seeing my hands; it's knowing that I'm the kind of guy who's not trying to get trouble. I'm going to leave this too. okay. I, if you I hit I, him with the I'm yes, sir, position? no, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, officer. officer. I like officer. I feel less like less of a cuck to call him officer. <laughs> I don't say any of that shit. I don't say yes, sir, no, sir. I don't. I don't say officer. I yeah, say master. I want, I'm, I'm an if, absolute if, ass kisser. If this works out well, we're going to be equals by the time it's over. I want to be friends. I was talking to a cop the other night with, with some nonsense. And uh, and by the end of it, he was telling me his story. He, he was like, I was like, I was like, why are you a cop anyway? I was like, your dream was to build race car engines. He's like, well, they, are, they got pulled over for speeding and 67. And the judge said I could go to Nam or I could go to jail. And to Nam I went. And it was like, we got this guy's whole life story out before we got this traffic Gosh. thing over with. <laughs> I'm not going to say yes, sir, no, sir, unless they've got guns out. And then that, that, that does make sense. Once yeah. the guns are out, then you say whatever you think's best. <laughs> I do like the idea of doing the peer thing and being personable over there. I want to be friends. I can see yeah, that. Being combative, very bad idea. But it's really rough if you ever get pulled over by a cop that's already on an ego trip. They've had a bad day. They're combative. Get up in your face, yell at you. Try their best to trip you up. It's it's rough to deal with. Yeah, yeah. I, cops can be such assholes. And it's yeah. like, 
<clears throat> that was where the Uvalde thing got me so mad. Like, look, you're already strutting around like peacocks where everybody kisses your ass and calls you your town's finest. Now you have to every once in a blue moon actually be worth a shit. And when the you know rubber hit the road, you're worthless. You fucking yeah. cowardly cunt. I, I agree. Uh, I'm in Texas, cops, so the see? Uvalde thing hurt. There's like, how many cops were there? 70, 100. I lost track. More they didn't do anything but arrest parents. Yeah, I, I think less of Texas and Texans because of it. Mm-hmm. Not even kidding. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know the Texas parents. I agree with you. We're fucking Texas. When we I have think of our Texas, SWAT teams have like tanks and shit. Why don't they I'm use surprised them? You needed the SWAT shooting. team. Like, like to me, the fact that there wasn't like a shop teacher who went in there with a six shooter and shot the guy. Like, <laughs> a couple I'm of like, them tried part, and they got. I'm like, what part of Texas were <laughs> right. they in? Was this was this <laughs> Austin? Come on, no, <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> didn't the police stop like multiple parents who tried to get in and do that? Yeah. Where they're yep. like, hey, all we're authorized to do is allow the killing of children. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah, you know what? Back off, mom. Your kids will take care of this. You're being kind of a helicopter parent. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if it's an American school, the kids might shoot back, you know. Oh, is that? All children should be armed. <laughs> I've actually been saying things like that. Like the crazy solutions the for this is teachers have guns, veterans in schools, and like all sorts of like weird, like we're going to put up barbed wire fences and constant surveillance and have every student with a tag on their body. That, like all this nonsense. And I've just moved on to like, that's a half measure. I think all students should have guns. Every kid should have a gun. They'll solve their problems with their guns. And not that I believe any of that, but it's just reached. That's like the only next step to go to in terms of absurdity. That's what they do yeah. in Poland. <laughs> all the, all the students have guns. Yeah. I never yeah. hear about shootings over there. Exactly. You don't hear about it at all. Anybody who says shit gets shot. <laughs> you don't talk about those Polish shootings or you get shot. How about we That's have like, like a designated just Poland. shooter psychiatrist who goes all around and like tries to analyze before it happens and is like this person's risky and they're like all right we're gonna take that person oh, uh, farmer johnson has a, a prairie dog problem we're gonna turn them loose on on there kill all the prairie dogs Wait, get so that, that anger the, out so you find the kids that you think might be school shooters and you train them to be crack shots yeah no, i'm wondering about at, that at that's exactly what he's saying yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, it's not a good idea. <laughs> Are you afraid that America is not going to be number one in school shootings? That we're falling down you know, the rankings son? and we need more professional school shootings? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, that's not a good idea. Well, there's well, that amount of ideas then. What do you have? You can't just say no to my ridiculous theory. I mean, we talked about the homeschooling your kids to be race car drivers. That seems like a, the plan to me. Like, Jesus Christ. By, look. All the money you'll save in driving those kids back and forth to school, buy them a go-kart, get them on the circuit. Let's go. Get them, yeah. get them that fruitcake haircut, too. Just like All that. the most successful kids are like those homeschooled weird, weird ones, like the motocross ones, where they're just obsessed with something. Like all the best NHL players yeah, are like, they got taken out of school at 11 to just play on a pond all day, and now they're making, you know, $20 million like, a like, year. Like, uh, here's, here's a uh, genuine question, genuine question. Would you ha- have liked to have had a parent who was that? Would you have liked it if your father was a champion, let's say in your case, Taylor hockey player, who 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 like was trying to mold you from birth to be that? Would you have liked that kind of lifestyle where there was no question about baseball or football? It's like son, like like, like you know, I I played for the I played for the Blues myself. Like I think we can mm-hmm. get you a spot. Like you just got to show the initiative. You got to put the hours in. Like would 
and would you have wanted that though like putting yeah, your whole life it, aside and being that that focused on a thing def- like if if it was in the cards for me like if i had the ability and like i knew i had the ability right. from like now stop. Like, i would do that and pretend that it's not hockey a thing that you love pretend that your dad's a tennis star man that's <laughs> a lot safer Taylor, now the sports cross country. I would be I'd, like, like my dad wakes me up like day three for my morning run. I'm calling child protective services. No, running. Oh God. I, I hate running. It's the worst. It's the worst thing. That's there- what they should do at Guantanamo cardio. <laughs> is there kind of cardio you enjoy? Uh, rowing. I like rowing. Uh, if I'm playing a game, I can distract myself. Like if I'm like, I actually do like playing Dodge tennis, ball. just like casually for fun. I like like that's good cardio tennis. So as long mm-hmm. as I'm distracted playing a game, it's not bad. But when it's I just would... on a treadmill or just running or just on an elliptical, it's so mind-numbingly boring. At least with lifting, it's like you're doing eight different things, so it's. Yeah, moving around, mm-hmm. staying active. I really like rowing if I'm in like a kayak. I hate the rowing machine. I hate all rowing machines. I want paddles. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I, I really like my elliptical for that mindless cardio that you just have to do. Like this idea that we're going to have a game we play every day and get our, the necessary amount of cardio is nice and all. And But, but like it's just not going to happen. You're not going to play volleyball for an hour every goddamn day. You're <laughs> no. just not. Not like, as like, it like, at all. Like, you can do it in basketball. I bet there's games happening not too far from that's you. That's fair. Now, now with probably basketball, be the easiest one. that's organized, and you you could get that going. But could your body hold like, up? Let's say you're trying to let's say you're trying to do like you you have to lift in the morning and you have to run at night, and and like every night it's going to be a game of, I mean, you know, basketball. I think it's going to be rough I've got on you. Several problems. One, I'm not good enough at basketball. Two. I'm afraid the other players will beat me up for doing things wrong. <laughs> for being bad and, at basketball? I don't, well, yeah, just do like, I don't understand the trash talk culture and when you're allowed to chirp back and when you've crossed the line, I'm going to run into trouble. I, I imagine it's like every sport gonna... where like you're probably not doing it's a lot of chirping in a casual YMCA game. like right. I'm not sure you're familiar with the basketball courts. There's a lot of chirping. I'm thinking Woody, about like Woody, I, I'm hockey. not sure if you've been know. to a basketball court that's full of white people before. No. We all have a good time. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, there nobody's mean or anything. <laughs> it, if there were white people, nobody's good. Go to a church basketball good. league, you'll be good. Everybody sucks. Yeah, that's, that's the league I want to play. Church I play like six to eight. Church leagues are great because there's no black guys there to like fuck up the curve. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're out there hitting dingers all night. <laughs> Competitions, if, the homeschool kids. Yeah, you're like this is how those old white baseball players did it. I get it now. Hell, I should I should have a baseball card if I had a time. You are blowing me away. Are you saying there are basketball courts filled with mostly white people? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Join a church basketball league. It's all white yeah. people, and no one's watching those games. Like so, you you, there's no to reason to, to feel embarrassed. You shouldn't feel embarrassed anyway. What are you worried about? There's a couple playgrounds, and even if you do the ones, oh, we're not playing from... public basketball. Who do you think you are? What do you don't play with public people? You're not rubbing. Not, now I don't play at all. I'm nearly fifty. They're gonna, gonna break me. <laughs> Just go to wherever the closest court is. Wait, hold up, there. hold up, wait, 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 hold, hold up. Are you actually nearly fifty? Forty nine. 
Holy shit. And I mean that in a good way because you definitely do not look 49. Oh, thank you. Respectfully, like I would have said 40 flat, maybe 42 less. Uh, You should see him without his shirt. You go even lower. (laughs) But no, seriously, you definitely don't look almost 50. Just whatever they say about you on Reddit or whatever, you'll look a lot younger than you are. His back (laughs) definition? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What is jacked? Um, I love. Uh, I used to get. I want to in basketball back. as a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> you always go to that. You always, this is not a great picture. All right, he's looking at the other picture. He has better <laughs> pictures. He has better <laughs> pictures. <laughs> <laughs> looks like, in that one. He looks like he like looted a larger body. And you know what that one looks like? No, no. <laughs> it looks like that opening scene from Terminator when he's he like just traveled back naked and he had to quickly grab some department store pants. <laughs> he's lost a lot of weight there, and he's almost showing you like a Weight Watchers thing. Where he's like, These are yeah, look how many notches I can tighten buy. this belt. I was so slow to buy clothes that fit. Like I didn't want clothes that fit because I had to keep the weight off. I'm like, I, yeah. I can't deal with going into my fat clothes again. Let's just stay in them. Yeah. Big brain. No, which is tremendous. <laughs> we, um, the the uh, the workout the workout programs definitely uh, helped a lot, and and his diet's super good now. Yeah. Yeah, and you know I'm, he's an inside person, so <laughs> takes care of himself. I, uh, uh, it's been hard to work out with. The, I got my cast off yesterday. Ooh, so I'm excited about that. I have a here. Look, see. Oh, nice. look at that oh, shrunken cast. Got to get a screenshot. Feet what picks. is that? I don't know. Did you I, did you do the measurement no. the the girth measurement? No, but it's not too late. I'm in a walking boot, not the second, but I'm like I'm not doing any calf work yet. The boot doesn't allow your um, toe to flex, your flexion, I think it's called. So calf is still shrinking, I think. But well, you, you really want that, that measurement? I, I, right. I'm curious how much difference there was and how how quickly it's going to come back. Like I'll do it. I'll do calf. it. There's a. I have one of those. Um, I think you have one too. You measure your bicep with it. It's like a special tape measure that's good at mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. It's curved. Yeah, yeah it's curved. I, I and sent it, you the eyes. Itself. I don't know if you all saw it, but I sent you that little clip the other day. It looked like they were competing in an Iron Man type competition, and there was an obstacle that you approached that was an overhanging wall. It was like lean toward you, and you just have to jump, basically do a pull up, and get yourself over an, a sheer wall. It's like a imagine a giant piece of plywood leaning toward you, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a guy competing. With one arm, it's gone at the shoulder, and one leg, he's got one of those metal like bendy legs. Mm. And uh, there's, you see, a, he like approaches the obstacle and looks at it, and you see these two white girls in the back. And one of them's like, "Hey, hey, hey, should we like do a thing like and li-? and and he he jumps and grabs it with one his one arm, does a full chin up, throws his good leg over, and he's up and over and gone. <laughs> it was so cool. <laughs> the what he did that one armed pull up like it was nothing, and then threw that like I said his good leg over, and he was just up and over that fucking obstacle faster than a whole person could have impressive i have so much admiration for people like that like like all right i've got this holding me back but you know what fuck it i'm not here for excuses to be fair though first of all he weighs a whole lot less than a whole man and so (laughs) that one arm pull up is much less impressive and frankly like i could do one arm pull up like we just got one one arm pull up i can climb a ladder with just my just my arms i can just like let my legs go that's different can you do a one arm pull up can you grab a bar and pull yourself up with one arm and kiss that bar with your lips you know i do it oh that would be easy i can do it with um a big enough kip can i jump 
Strict oh, now. He kicked. He jumped, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I, we can all do it here. Like, but we're in pretty good shape. Like, like that's the thing. Like, like I mean, I do steroids and lift that. And lift <laughs> week, so it's like, it's dude, not you really got, like, dude, you guys are. I'm Mr. Like, Potato okay. Man. I sprained my wrist pouring milk a few weeks back. <laughs> <laughs> you, you laughing? I just woke up normal day, gonna go pour the milk, and I hear a little pop. And then the pain starts, and it's like, well, a couple weeks of braces. Or you talk about climbing things, I actually uh, strained the shoulders because some woman was getting attacked outside my house. I heard yeah. these people screaming and fighting, and, um, you know, we're in Texas, so we have those giant nine-foot stupid fences or whatever, and I had no idea what was going on. So I was worried and should not have, but I uh, used my hands to pull myself up and jump over the fence and look, and it was like some guy was chasing, I assume, his girlfriend taking swings at her saying, I'm going to get you bitch and chasing her down the street. <laughs> so I popped back down and called the police and they said they didn't Good. ever find anything, but this woman was fast. Dude was big, like six, three, six, four. And she was way smaller, but he's one of those big guys that can't move. So she booked it and she was like way ahead of him going somewhere. Uh, but the point <laughs> is that like just pulling myself up over the fence, I was like, well, that sets me back about two weeks on physical therapy right there. I got fucked on that one. I have a question about the tea. Like you came on this like two shows ago. You said your tea was low and you were trying yeah. foam it, I think. And then in a more recent show, I forget the update. But where are we now? Did you figure it out? Uh, so we could not find what was causing the low tea. Uh, we'd done a shit ton of endocrinological testing with pituitary endocrinologist. And we found exactly mm -hmm. nothing about anything abnormal about my body with one exception. And we did the genetic testing as well. And that's that I had a very small tumor on my pituitary gland. Mm -hmm. And I got it scanned a year later and the tumor was gone. The doctor told me it, could, it was so small, there's a chance maybe it was an imaging error. Perhaps it was a small cyst that popped. And these kind of things do sometimes go into spontaneous remission. It could have been bigger before and was on its way down when we found it. Cool. So there's that. So I have, or now Jesus. that the tumor is gone, nothing wrong with me at all. But my testosterone is like double digits. So I still take the clomiphene. I did a ridiculous amount of testing. And clomiphene takes all of my hormones back up to normal. Everything, the estrogen levels, the testosterone levels, all the other, like the prolactin and everything is all perfectly in range for the last six months to a year. And I still got problems. So that's what's going on there. So I have almost no tea for really almost no reason and uh, i know that like people in there are like oh you lazy beta male there. gamer oh, soy for a second you, you've said both that your levels are normal and you have almost no tea and i'm confused that's if i'm not taking meds oh, okay so when i'm on the clomiphene it's perfectly normal uh all everything we'd get like this huge lab work every time of like a giant list of things and it was all normal uh now if i don't take that it all goes crazy mostly the testosterone but that throws other things out of balance too hmm. but uh the doctor told me that he's the pituitary endocrinologist and he said, there's no reason this should be happening to me. And that given a lack of anything else and good labs on clomiphene, it's smarter to leave me on that than risk changing anything. So that's where I'm at on that. We're fighting uh, other battles. We're looking at like rheumatologists and autoimmune and nonsense, but let's, We'll, we'll we'll get away from that. That's a boring topic. Before we go to Is, healers and oils and crystals, some sort of witch. And I, my Ooh, question is, why did you stop I'm not, at normal? I'm not, if you have I'm not 100 percent sure that a witch isn't the yeah. source of all this. <laughs> you need to switch to high tea and throw some trend in the mix and andrelone and other stuff. You just just 
Stop fucking around with normal. Uh, <laughs> crazy with your. See, this is just like in the movies. All right, this is just like Kyle Stack. He has you almost exhausted. Drifter. He has almost exhausted medical science. Right, he just listed all of these specialists, all the testing they've done. This is just like in the Exorcist, right? When they run the little girl through all the tests, and you're thinking like, Jesus. It might be the devil. Why is no? Yeah, one right. There's not much the devil. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, like, like and by the time they go through the fourth, like, like hospital trip, you as the viewer are like, "Come on, guys. Why is no one considering the devil? I don't believe in the devil, but at this point, it's clearly the devil." And here we are with yeah. Drifter. It's yeah. been years of, of of like specialists and and, and medical uh, facilities and the guy tests. literally sees demons. No one. <laughs> the man yeah. literally yeah. sees oh. demons. Hey, you'll you have like a this guy then. who tells us he sees demons and and is plagued by inexplicable medical issues. And no one out there is thinking right now. It might be the devil. It might be a witch, a warlock, a wizard of some kind. I, I, you're joking, but I've wondered. I have ten percent chance. I've legit wondered because I'm exhausting science here and not getting answers. And I don't believe that I've lost my mind. Actually, if I've lost my mind, that's the best thing ever. It's the easiest thing to fix. But you'll like this one. You talk about the devil. I had to go get an MRI a while back. And I went to two facilities and tried three different machines. And the machines failed three times in a row. I didn't get scanned until my fourth MRI. And all three times, the nurses apologized. And were like, we're sorry. This basically never happens. We don't know what went wrong. And that was only one time that that happened, but it was just one scan that three MRI machines failed on me in a row. It took like a month to get it done because I was always getting rescheduled. That sucks. Mm. So MRI who knows? Maybe it's Maybe demons. I've always. So, so I'm guessing that those MRI technicians were are part of the plot. And so what <laughs> happened was they hadn't been alerted that you were going to be scanned that day. So they don't have the fake scans that they're going to present to you. They, of oh. course, don't want you to see what's really inside of your body, what they've been growing in there for your entire life that you are the chosen one. And this, they, they have this elder God that they're going to try to bring <laughs> back through you. Through it your makes buttons. sense. Honestly, given all the problems and weird stuff, I, I would, I would buy it. It makes sense. That's why your tea is low. It is absorbing all of your testosterone. <laughs> it's it's going to come out child. this super hyper alpha male. <laughs> it's a whole lifetime yeah. of tea. It's going to bust out movie. and be like the Giga Chad, like aliens, except a Giga Chad is just going to burst out of my chest. It'll just be Derek. It'll just look like Derek. <laughs> yeah. It is. What they really will be does. Death Star delts. Just, <laughs> just explode out. But it, but it blows up out of you like it's slowly wearing you like a suit and then you tear like like the Hulk's clothes. Yeah. That would be the cool and, way. But he, he's not naked yeah. when he comes out. He's already wearing Under Armour. It's, it's yeah. you know, like well, what's happening, and it looks like your arms are getting huge, but then the skin starts tearing, and then yeah. you see horns, or well, I imagine horns, like demons have horns. You'd also He's come out surprised. with a phone, just filming it, like live streaming his ascension. Yeah, <laughs> his ascension. Yeah. Or decent I watched. Uh, hell. It, it, have you ever seen The Void, Taylor? Yeah, you know, that's such a fucking good yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. The Sorry. Void kick. So when the Void kicks off, this is like an hour and a half movie. Yeah, this. You start in the third act. Like, there's no like. In the beginning, there's no in the middle. Things got scary. It's like no, we're the third act. Shit is crazy. Guess what happens in the first thirty seconds? We shoot a woman and burn her alive. <laughs> like five <laughs> minutes later, get your axe ready because here they come. <laughs> it's like you're in you're in the end of the movie. Oh yeah, an and the and end half. ramped up more. The beginning even still extreme, comparatively boring to how batshit off the rails it went on the on the end. And I just loved it. I enjoyed. it. I thought it was great. I really like Lovecraftian stuff. I like practical mm -hmm. effects. I like indie uh, horror that's well done and not not it's it takes itself seriously and that movie yeah. like hits all three of those boxes really well. It's, it's uh, I watched it again the other night. I also like uh, Event Horizon. 
it's, it's very similar as well but kind of... same thing in space kind of yeah, no, I, yeah. I mean you might be the same person on movies i love all that though i will also watch some of the schlocky stuff on twitter not Twitter, uh, Shutter. My wife and I will get really high on Delta Eight and just put on one of those like really dumb <laughs> ones and just laugh at it. Yeah, yeah, I do that a lot. I do that a lot. I like uh, I, I like silly stuff too. Um, I've been watching well. this uh, this TV show. I, I, I want to talk entertainment with you because you're a man who he probably knows his entertainment because you're spending a lot of time presumably watching TV and stuff. Or maybe yeah. suggestions. Um, but, yeah, but, I feel uh, like I'm such a bad sounding board so often hmm. when Kyle wants to talk about entertainment. He's like, have you seen this movie, Taylor, or this one? I'm like, no. How about this show? No, haven't heard of it. You haven't uh, heard of it? Like, <laughs> well, then I've got a crazy recommendation, but you first. Uh, For All Mankind. It's on Apple TV. It's uh, it's a it's a parallel universe, an okay. alternate universe. And the difference in this, the, 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 the inciting incident is the Soviets beat us to the moon. And we say no. That's not the end. Now it's the we're going to keep going. We'll be the first to build a base on the moon. We'll be the first to put a woman on the moon. We'll be the first to put two women on the moon. You know, whatever. We'll go to Mars first. And so this first three seasons of this show like take you through the decades from the 60s up until the mid 90s. That's where the third season ends of the, the a different American sp space program that was very important to the United States because we just stayed in neck and neck with the Soviets through the decades with the space program. It is fantastic. Really that good. That actually stuff. sounds really good. I didn't I didn't even know that was a thing, but I also don't have Apple TV. So I gotta yeah. find a family member. I'm sure there's a way to get there anyway. Yeah, there's probably. No all right. Then I've got a weird trial. one for all of you. And I, I as, as soon as I say it, I know the comments they're gonna show up under the videos and you're gonna laugh. It's on Shutter. Have you seen Dragula? I have not. I've never okay. I've seen so. the I've seen the box art. Yeah. Okay. So it is about a drag show, not drag racing, but the men dressing as women. It's uh -huh. horror themed, but it's also very extreme horror themed. Like people that could probably work on movies making whole prosthetic alien bodies and crazy shit. On top of that, the show is also like kind of like one part fear factor. So if you lose Dragula you have to do some sort of very extreme challenge in drag in order to not get eliminated. So imagine taking drag queens and pushing them out of airplanes and they're like skydiving in full drag or they're there and it's like, how many piercings can you get in 30 minutes? And they come out looking like porcupines or just battle each other. Last one standing gets I'll be to honest, stay. I don't do a lot huh. of reality TV. And when I do, I it's- It is reality like TV. I, I usually do something that's either I think of that reality as like popcorn shit in the background. So mm. it's usually Gordon Ramsay yelling at people mm -hmm. or um, uh, we found this show recently on Netflix yeah. called Alone. That's about survival, it's survival contest where you take like, I don't know how many, let's call it 10 survival experts. You scatter them throughout the wilderness in let's say Alaska. For last one to quit gets half a million bucks. <laughs> the, and mm -hmm. the months go by <laughs> and it's and it's Dude, rough alone it's, is it's needed because like kyle said they're experts right it, i saw another show i think naked and afraid and the goal is to last 21 days the thing is you can starve for 21 days you find a water source and you'll pretty much stay alive you find minimal food sure you're going to come out the other end pretty beat up but you're going to live you're going to be looking sexy yeah if you're up <laughs> against survival experts 
you're going 65 days, 75 days, 100 days in there. You have, and the the structures they build are impressive. These are log cabins with chimneys and hammocks and shit like that. On Naked and Afraid, 21 days, they're like, well, I guess I can just lay on a pile of leaves for a while, you know, make it by. <laughs> they're, they're in for the long haul, these survival yeah. experts. I've been watching Survivor. I saw season like seven and 37 or something like that. There's so and many seasons. Yeah. Oh. 37 i didn't know like they must be doing a couple seasons a year to get to that yeah, number. have to be hasn't been that many years so. survivor is a good show so obviously like some of it like the audio is too good i'm like as a guy who's made videos i'm like this audio is outstanding and both of them are shirtless that tells me that there's a boom mic hanging over them yeah there's a, there's an audio guy with the mic hanging over them while they're whispering to each other so if it's not staged it's at least they know they're not private and that, that taints mm-hmm. the interaction. So I'm always like, well, they hyper. don't mind the camera that, you know, they're, they're... yeah, the I cameraman's keeping their secret, time, but, but it was dude, always the premier uh, reality show. In my opinion, it was like S tier reality. It has changed in a good way. I think. Okay. So originally like season one, you thought that it was about the ability to survive. And then mm-hmm. by the end of the first season, you realize that, oh, you know what? Modern day survival skills include alliance building and manipulation and lying and stuff like that. Richard Hatch was the best survivor on that island. He wasn't the best at catching fish. But you know what? Zombie apocalypse. Richard Hatch maybe runs that show. Or I think his name, Richard Hatch. He's won the first season. Now, people are looking ahead. And like when they vote someone off, the last eight or 12, I think it's 12 people now get on the jury and decide who wins. So it's like drifter. I'm voting you off, but man, it hurt my soul to do it. I loved you so much. (laughs) I know we all lied to you and made you think you weren't about to get voted off, but that's not who I really am. You should love me so that when you're on the jury, you secretly like me. And like, that's part of playing the game. Mm -hmm. Also, when the jury looks at who wins, they all know this is a devious game. If you make it to the end and you're not a fucking cock-sucking asshole then they're like you know drifter played kind of a weak game but taylor over there made major moves he's the guy that got carl out we all thought he was a juggernaut and he's the guy that got lewis out and no one thought he wasn't going to make it to the final Mm -hmm. three taylor's a player in this thing mover and shaker no one's a bigger asshole he wins and so now people are building their survivor resume along the way. Like, I got to make moves. I need the jury yeah. to know that I'm a bigger asshole than the That's rest of these people. That's a whole different metagame. Yeah, the metagame has evolved. And also... That makes all... more sense. That's better. Like, if... Like, you wouldn't want to... You wouldn't want to, as a viewer, see the winner be some guy who was like, shh, I'm not going to talk. Like, yeah, you yeah, would want no. everybody to be like, yeah, you bested me, so you get my vote. That's how it goes. And here's, let's say that I'm very good at the game in this scenario. I want to drag along a few people that we viewed as non-threats. So I vote a threat off. I vote a threat off. I vote a threat off. And at the end, it's me and two lamos, And I get my win. And it's because mm-hmm. it, I know damn well, if I don't get you off now, mm-hmm. you're going to beat me at the, in the final three. And it's a million dollar way, prize? Million Something dollars like for that? first place. Okay. Nothing for second. Oh, and it's like, yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. Right? It's so hardcore. Uh, You would like this Russian Survivor show that never came out. They tried to do one. It was kind of like Survivor and Naked and Afraid. And it was like the last one that quits. Uh, But the producer was kind of crummy. And he's like, hey, we're going to be in Siberia. So if somebody dies, there's not exactly police around. And like contestants started killing each other. 
and the Russians shut it down and it never came out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Who won? So, so, no, so. everybody lost. They all got charged with murder. It was like on camera and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was so stupid. That went poorly. Damn, that, that's going to be Woody, a great can, like 30 for 30 oh, style documentary. Oh, and then here's, here's the thing Joy that happens survivor. on a lot of reality shows, right? I watch it and I'm like, oh, you're making this mistake. I could do this better. I could do that better. In some cases... It's true, but I'm forgetting that I have the benefit of like, you know, I'm God watching uh, like aerial shots of the camps and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and I've heard your private conversation. So, of course, I make better decisions than you. I have more information than you in Survivor. I watch this and routinely think these people are all better than me. They're all smarter than me. They're all more clever than me. They're, they're like catching fish with spears and shit and they're working hard the structures they build i'm like i would lose this game you know i i would be dan over here there's a guy who like uh, fell in love with a girl and dude she hit it back and it's a showmance right these guys are deep in love would you be on it would i be on it if 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 the survivor team you just got in your email tomorrow and offer to be on the show the next season whenever they're filming would you do it I'm you tempted. gotta. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I had to talk to Jack. Like, you should apply then. It's open application. Though I can tell you, I'd get my ass kicked. These people. So are, what? Everybody would love Woody to see you on the show. Would totally fall into the showman. It's a hypothetical single me. Like, I see these guys. They, of course, the girls are all beautiful, right? And it's like, oh, you're on an island for 39 days. What are you gonna wear? Uh, bikini. And, yeah. and you know, and they're like huddling together for warmth. It's an environment that would make people fall in love. And the guys are like dopey love, and the girls are like, I got Dan wrapped around my finger. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna vote anyway. I tell him to. And I'm like, fuck, you're bad or good. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but you won't fall for that. You'll, no, you'll, no, you'll, that that particular no. thing I'd be immune to, but I'm not. I, I watched one guy. He he got busted like lying to everybody, right? And I watched a girl. She was working the jury, right? She was like, "Hey, you just want to let you know everyone's going to vote against you." And then she did too. She lied, backstab. But she was working the jury. And when they caught her working the jury, she was like, what? No, I didn't say that. She's telling you weird lies. It looked terrible for her. She should have come clean. Mm -hmm. The other guy that lied to everyone, his name was Mike. And uh, he's like, you know what? I've told the truth like 90% of the time. That's pretty good for Survivor. And everyone is like, yeah, yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) All is forgiven. And it was like, oh, he handled it so well. He's a social genius. Mm-hmm. Kyle would do well at survival. He's he's, he's a high. His EQ. body fat's too low. With yeah, the, he's he's got to put on some pounds before he goes. Dude, the it's a problem part, to look about. There's a guy on season 37. He calls himself the mayor of Slamtown. He's a professional wrestler, and he takes people <laughs> okay. to Slamtown. And uh, <laughs> dude, he's really charismatic, and I liked him. But he got voted off fairly early because to look at him, he's a threat. You know, you're like, we got to get rid of this guy or he's going to win this thing. And then there was this nerdy guy who lasted way longer and he kept auditioning for the position of Slamtown Comptroller and it was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you know, yeah, that's the mayor of Slamtown right there. And uh, that's not a great picture. He looked better, um, I felt like, most of the time, just in his natural. But Mm -hmm. it's useful to have him on his team. There's a lot of competitions that are like hey hold this heavy thing above your head or prevent this heavy yeah. thing from touching the ground and it's like all right slam town you do that we're going to be solving puzzles while you do it the the big jacked guys like i haven't watched as much you know survivors you i guess but i've watched a couple seasons those guys get picked out quick 
Like they'll be like, oh, that guy, he's a threat. And it's like, you haven't even talked to Big Joe over there. He could just be a, a dummy who doesn't know what he's doing. But it's like, it's almost like an agreement where it's like, that guy's shredded. I know I'm safe because I'm not shredded like him. And so everybody gloms on to just the most obvious visual, like, you know, superior in their eyes. Like, oh, that guy's going to best me in all the competitions. So I need you're to watch right. And there's an actual, so I now I'm good about like the strategy of it. Oh, t- Zach says he's a WWE star. I thought he was on lesser wrestling, but in any case, um, what you want to do is have a strong team before the merge. So there's, there's like two tribes, and then as they get smaller and smaller, eventually you merge. When there's two tribes, your entire tribe gets immunity. Once we merge, it's every man for himself. So if you win the immunity challenge, it only applies to you. So it's like you somehow want your team to be strong while cutting out all the best players right before the merge because those best players now they're going to win all the immunity challenges and stay alive. So like you want them to keep your team alive while also getting mm-hmm. cut off right before they do. It's it's conflicting. Anyway, Survivor's a really good show. I didn't realize it. I thought it was a stupid stupid reality show. And while there's certainly elements that I'm sure they're pulling the wool over my eyes like you know when they find the immunity idol, I'm like try mm-hmm. to tell me he didn't find that an hour ago. Then they re-enacted it. It's set up. Yeah. You ever see, yeah. there's a new reality show people are watching kind of in the so bad it's good way. It's called mm-hmm. The Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch. It's on Netflix. It's like a paranormal investigator show. Uh, it's like, imagine the most incompetent team of paranormal investigators you've ever seen. <laughs> a whole army of people with thick southern accents. And they're so bad. They get hurt like every episode. Somebody <laughs> falls. Somebody has a heat stroke. One dude, he's like, yeah, my head just started swelling for no reason. He's got like this big lump up here. It's like it must have been the alien energies that we can't detect. And it's <laughs> it's like the worst reality show I've ever seen. But it's also <laughs> hilarious at the same time to just watch them go try to find aliens and get hurt. <laughs> just, just incompetent idiots just can't uh, find the ghosts. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like even respectfully in older game. guys, like bigger, heavier set, 50 plus conspiracy theorists. And they're like, yeah, we'll get better signal up on top of that bare mountain. Let's walk up there. And, you know, like well, 300 yards later, they're all done. <laughs> Maybe the side of the mountain has good signal. Yeah, if they want to be found, they'll come to us. <laughs> I'm more yeah. of a ghost trapper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't get into the paranormal shows because I know they're all horse shit. You know, they, they yeah. they've been looking for a decade or more. Like they they've had a they've an organized TV show that's been looking for ghosts for over a decade, and they haven't found shit. Okay, that tells me there are no goddamn ghosts. That or they don't want to be found. In which case, that means there are no goddamn ghosts because you can't find one. That I'll it, it, sure ghosts are real. You just can't see them or detect them in any meaningful way. Yeah, well, then that <laughs> means it doesn't matter if they're real or not. You can't interact. There you with go. Them. Perfect. So, but but the the show of shows has come back. Of course, Game of Thrones uh, episode one of the. Watched uh, you watched it. No, have you watched it? I said Fuck no, no, I didn't watch that. No, I refuse. I refuse. I, like, like, like the, the only way they can get me to come back and watch any of that nonsense, it would have to have glowing reviews. They would have to somehow win over the um, the um, what's the subreddit? The um, the fel- free um, folk, the free, free folk. They'd have to win over free folk for me to come back over and watch a single minute of that shit. I, I, I there's, there's no fucking way. And I already saw like a meme where they, I guess, in the new show in the first episode, some main character says like, Oh, but we got to be, 
we got to be unified because one day the long night will come. And this guy's like rolling his eyes. He's like, well, the long night came and we had a 12 year old girl solve it for us in five fucking minutes. None of us <laughs> dragging shit, all the voting, like your entire kingdom is for none of it yeah. matters. We need a cloudy afternoon. Girl. Like, like, like Jesus. That's my problem God. with prequels in general. Well, you, you know, know not it's okay. When the way it all ended is a beloved thing the way it is in let's say um lord of the rings a prequel can feel good especially if if peter jackson made a prequel with elijah wood and the gang and somehow de like the those cocksuckers no like a hobbit but good the hobbit was a prequel wasn't it <laughs> It was yeah. bad though yeah but it was, it was rough bad. went hard on that <laughs> Just, uh what is it 48 fps and 3d stuff and it was you know it was neat but that didn't make it good filmmakers should never lean on new technology you'll you'll find more love going the other way for nostalgia's sake with some 70 millimeter stuff like chris nolan or, or quentin tarantino then you then you'll okay. then you would ever like capture some new audience who's like oh 48 frames per second like you don't even know what that means dude there's money no. what it means and i say it looks like soap opera it's like a soap opera when three uh, some exceptions out. though digital's fun uh if you've ever watched any vr films those are really fun you look like the kind of guy that's watched a lot of VR films, honestly. So you gotta know. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> no, that was the first thing you do when you get a head. I got a brand new headset and I took it to show my neighbor who's a VR developer, right? First thing he says is, How good does it play porn? Because I know you watched it. And it hurt because I was like, That is the first goddamn thing I put on there to see if it works. I put porn on my VR once and I was like, Well, that's weird. I feel like this involves me. What what we're essentially doing is having me masturbate in a room with a blindfold on, deafened. <laughs> this is what this really is is a really scary game of is anybody watching? <laughs> like, like if you're a voyeur, that's the fun of VR. I wonder if my wife came home early. Is she watching? And really, it's the gardener being like, Mister Myers, I need to know about the bushes. Oh my, oh my lord. Like, like, is he watching me now? Like, I was just creeped out. There's no way I can jerk off, deafened and blind, blinded by this VR helmet. And that that pixelated lady pretending to suck my dick didn't look that great either. <laughs> oh, you probably you must have played through the Flash Player, man. You got to download the 4K stuff. So much better. I mean, I don't think my GPU at the time could have handled 4K, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the GPU no, 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 v off. <laughs> no VR porn for me. I, I, I wanted the porn though. Uh, regular 3R, uh, 360 VR videos are super fun too, if they're well made. Like the uh, the Gorillas one, their music video was amazing. I've never, I've never done anything like that. I'm sure it's very immersive, but it I is. always go back to that being like kind of a oh yeah, we did that thing that time. Now let's go back to watching TV the way we watch TV on a big flat screen. Well, yeah, it's it's for sometimes, but you're you're a fan of the uh, cannabis plant Delta Eight, perhaps. That's like peanut butter and jelly with VR headsets. You're just when you're toasted, you're just there. It might as well be real. Yeah, I mean that a good sound system, darkened room, and like a big ass 4K TV. I can pretty well accomplish that too. Without, I feel like it when you go into VR, you're also kind of like you're by yourself. Yeah, you uh, are. I, I, and I, I usually like to watch movies and TV shows with a lady or something like that, you know, oh. like like enjoy it together because I consider myself a fun person to talk to after a movie. And so I want to watch a movie with you and then we're going to discuss it. 
and I'm going to be secretly judging you based on what you took from that movie. So if you didn't pay attention, I'm going to know first right away because there's a quiz coming. <laughs> wow. It's like you got to make you sure you, you got a real experience out of it. Uh, but my wife and I take turns with the VR headset and it'll like cast to the TV so we can like sort of play along and watch and stuff. So that sounds interesting for, for something to do occasionally, but I think that it would just be like, yeah, you put on that helmet and watch a movie. I'm going to sit over here for a while. <laughs> oh, no, no. And, uh, I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever watched a full movie in that thing. That would make me dizzy. It's it's like fun for like 30 to 45 minutes. You play some crazy videos and it's like, okay, cool. I'm done. Back to reality. That's about how I felt about playing games. Granted, I had a really, I heard the first Vive. Um, and, and, and so I was playing like uh, archery games. Yeah. Like I could play for about 45 minutes and then you start getting a little motion sickness and start feeling a little nauseous. It's time to quit. And I would Lives be like great. sweaty and out of breath after 45 minutes of doing this as fast as I could. <laughs> you ever beat Saber Man? Oh, I don't even know if I played Saber Man. I, 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 I wouldn't have known which games were good, so I just downloaded oh. a shitload of games. But I played Beat a bunch Saber of is the only one I can do for like. Oh, hours. is that the one where like, like it's a musical like. thing where you're hitting stuff? You have lightsabers I, I had and you hit I notes, touched. so it's like okay. DDR with lightsabers. Uh, I was getting to where I could do Expert and Expert Plus, and I would stream that for like an hour. And come off stream, I'd pull the headset up and just sweat would just like pour down me and all the mesh and stuff in there would be like sticky and gross and hell of a workout. Yeah, I've still got my vibe. I have no interest in using it. Um, I'm thinking about buying a new uh, PC, building a new PC, actually. I um, Every day I refresh my like I've got the PC parts picker like put together. And so it's fun every day to refresh it and see if the price changes because, you know, it's all the prices Mm -hmm. uh and they and they update and every day it goes down by like six or eight dollars <laughs> it's kind of neat it's like man, it's, like this shit cheap it's a good thing you didn't buy yesterday there is six dollars oh man day. i've saved twelve dollars this week alone <laughs> you? i don't even know um, i didn't that new 4080 ti coming it comes to see am i gonna wait for the 440 series uh gpu like, like i don't think so because every time i say i'm gonna wait i wait and then Oh yeah, you can't get them, or, or they're two thousand dollars or some shit. Yeah. You've got to meet some guy at, at, in a shady alley somewhere to get it. The like, prices have jumped. Like, like I know the prices went wild recently, but it used to be a GPU was what six hundred dollars, then a thousand became kind of normal, and now north of a thousand can be kind of fifteen hundred is what my GPU costs. Okay, sounds thank about you. right. Right. So when the forty eighty comes, it's suddenly like two. They're ah, oh, we didn't think they'd be two grand, but here they are. Yeah, uh, you can get a 3090 Ti for um, around twelve hundred dollars, twelve fifty, thirteen hundred. But like thirty ninety. Yeah, I mean, you guys are all Ti. entertainers. Yeah. You can put this on your business card as an expense, and because it helps you render videos, stupid Who fast. Puts money and... into we put the money into the account. <laughs> if we had a business account that somebody else was filling up, that's that sound great. Uh, <laughs> Wait, PKA doesn't of... run out of its own like business. <laughs> account um yeah, well, I mean, account. I, okay okay yeah, to just it, making yeah, sure I, I was worried about but, you guys if that wasn't true but but there's no reason for pka to buy me a pimped out gaming pc that can play 8k video right yes there <laughs> is because is one it's here. something you want and two it's something you can tax deduct which saves you money he can I'm deduct gonna, it personally on his schedule we C. want a kyle who's who's relieved and relaxed on the show <laughs> i think it makes sense oh can i can could I use the business code for a bit of prostitution? Maybe a little relaxation yes. technique of my own. We maybe all maybe run that through the old business account. You'll handle that, right? <laughs> what, you'll get the numbers to like look right or yeah. whatever. You know, <laughs> this is Just perfect. Say, massage the therapy. He knows how to stay out of trouble and run a business at the same time. 
I, <laughs> I like this. This is good. Right, this is know, a solid we need, idea. We need a business account that we just... And a masseuse. Yeah. Yeah. I have a masseuse. It's what's, great. What's I love it. Does she fuck? <laughs> because that's the uh, kind of no. masseuse we're looking for. What's oh, oh no, 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 no. I actually, yeah, along two. with the physical therapist, have massage therapists that come and just massage me. I feel like I've already, no, ascended <laughs> to like the old man form where I just oh, like take my clothes good. off and lay down. It's like, all right, oil me up. <laughs> you're not, you're beyond any sort of arousal. You're just like, ah, my back's hurting today. You know, yeah, kind of, kind of strong little hands in there. <laughs> yeah. And she'll like dig right in and be like, does this hurt? And like crush some muscle. Like, oh God. Yes, it does. Please don't stop. I need this. Oh, that sounds oh. awful. It's a weird thing. Like, like, well, if it hurts enough now, I'll just finish all my pain for the day. Uh, no, nah. <laughs> I mean, it helps long run muscles healing and stuff but does it really? you do feel good at the end it's a massage to. like I, I did a massage once ever and it was a sports massage like and it was like when i was like it's probably like five years ago like i was lifting a lot and i was like you know like people say to get sports massages and it like wipes out your soreness and you're good to go and like it's my fault for like going into it thinking there was going to be some magic wand of where I like they, they massage me in the next day. It's like, Oh, I, don't, I can't even tell I worked out my back yesterday, but like just, I don't like laying still that long. I hate really? that. I, I don't like being still. I love it. I fucking love it. It's been a minute since I've done one, but maybe three years ago I had like a lady come in and, uh, and, and, and get a massage and it was so good. I was like super burnt out. My legs were so sore and it was, it felt, it, they were. It, it was excruciating to like have someone rub your quads out when they're just completely ruined. But maybe it she didn't so go hard enough time. because it oh. wasn't like hurting. It was. I've never had a massage where too hard wasn't an option. Like like they all have that knob. I, I've never met a masseuse who didn't have that. Who didn't have a knob that went all the way to Scary Town. Um, the, the, that, I, if if you if you cuffed me down and and gave me a mean massage like that for a while, you could make me talk. <laughs> mm. I'll never. I was in that strip club in Cincinnati, I think, no, or or Kentucky maybe, and, and and they had a masseuse there who was like wearing a cocktail dress, like like she wasn't getting naked or anything, but she was like a, a real masseuse, and and she was like. I don't know. I told her to do it hard, I guess. And she really crippled me. I was like, whoa, whoa, Jesus, fuck. So uh, you, I'm going to step back. Strip club with a masseuse. Yeah, yeah. So, so you can sit there in the chair and like throw dollars at the girl with another lady behind you massaging your back like you're at the, oh, the table. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So you can be getting a massage and have titties in your face. That's exactly what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's therapeutic. We, yeah, we had, um, I think I had like put that strip club's phone number on like my Twitter or something and told them to like blow it up and like ask if I was there. And so it gave them the impression that I was quite the, the star. They were like, they literally said something like, Kid Rock was in here one time and nothing like this happened. And I'm looking at my buddies like, just keep playing it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and Kid Rock, two peas in a pod, but different pods because I'm too big yeah. for him. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly kind of on the same level, you know. That's yeah. exactly. Kid Rock's as, going down. He's, oh, his Kid, album's Kid weird. Rock? Yes, sweet kid. He'll make it someday. As far, <laughs> as, they know, as far as they know, at the Busy Beaver in Louisville, Kentucky, peas in a pod, Kid Rock and her. <laughs> and you got your free services. So but yeah, I'd out. never seen that before. They had like a real masseuse who was like not up for anything dirty. She was just going to rub your shoulders uh, there for, I think, maybe $10 for 30 minutes or something. Maybe Jesus, a that's dirt that's cheap. cheap. That's nothing. I mean, I don't remember if I'm being honest. It was 10 or 20 bucks. It, the thing was, we had piles of money in front of us. So it was like, 
how much of this do you want? You know, we're, yeah. <laughs> I'm here to give this away. How much, how much would you like? You know, oh, <laughs> can't do that at strip clubs. It's so expensive well, to just go and just throw money, money away. Like, like, don't, like, like, I mean, I'm talking about a pile of $1 bills, you know, a few hundred dollars. Like, like it's, it's not like this was thousands of dollars that we were throwing away. This okay, was well, you were in Kentucky. Club. I'm going in, like, That's California right. where they'll spit on you if you give a $1 bill, <laughs> and not in a sexy way. What? No, where no. do strippers not take ones? California, <laughs> L.A., downtown oh, L.A. Also, in Mississippi, You're they crazy. take uh, nickels and quarters. What do you give them? Do you give them? Do you get twos? That's the move. <laughs> No, Dude, uh, I would only bills. I would only I've go to strip two. clubs of friends. It was not really uh, my thing because my mom worked in that industry for a long time, so it's not exactly like sexy uh, for me. Really, uh, my mistake though is I found the oldest, most heavy set, desperate looking, clearly single mom stripper, and I wasn't going to spend any money. But the person taking us out gave me like five hundred dollars of fun money just so that Damn. I wouldn't get kicked out of the club, and I gave the whole five hundred to the older less attractive woman because she clearly needed it nobody was giving her attention and i thought i had done a good deed and went back to my chair but there was a miscommunication and i got a very up close and personal private show with a person that i didn't want to see in that particular type of undress right in my face it was horrible <laughs> you pay for a for a dance and you're gonna get it boy yeah pretty much pretty much yeah. No, no good. I've never, goes I've never seen an uppity strip club that wouldn't take that where, where girls would turn ones away. I've <sighs> definitely seen situations where when you go to get um, your, your money, you get you get twos, you get you get two dollar really? bills. That's a, that's a real popular thing that strip clubs will do. It it's is doubling their income, and you don't quite feel like they've doubled the mm -hmm. income. Like it's it's this weird thing. Like two dollar bills, yeah, ah, oh, cool, neato, yeah, give me fifty of them, and like you don't realize like. They're just gone real quick. Ah, oh, give me 50 more. And they are cool. Wait, you know what, what they should going? do? Mm -hmm. Back in the old on. days, arcade machines ran off tokens, right? So you'd give them like $5. They'd give you, what is that, 20 tokens? Yeah, they and do do that. There's mm -hmm. no way that you don't spend every single token. They have no value outside this. Mm -hmm. doesn't work. I've been to clubs like that. They use Monopoly dollars. Okay. Really? I. Uh, I yeah, as a, really as a patron, like, like I haven't done, I'm not big into strip clubs. I've been to like six or seven. I've been to some real nice ones. When I've gone, I've been like somebody's guest that was like a, a cool person. I don't know right. what else to say. You know, some some famous I don't know, millionaire or some kind who's like, yeah, let me yeah, do my guy. strip club. And mm -hmm. he like tell he's like he's like show him your pussy, and the girl's like, yeah, here's my pussy. And it's like, do you own this place? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I own you know, her. I've, yeah, I've literally had that happen. Um, but uh, but so, but it's not really my bag. Um, I went I to the strip club. They just with seem the like such awful once. people. When I on the so when my collegiate swim team, the assistant coach owned a strip club, and if we won, he'd stop by on the way home. And I'm like 19, like I'm not even allowed in this establishment. <laughs> You're supposed to be 21. So he put us like in the back corner, and we just like watched the strippers from afar while he, I guess, took care of business. I don't. What know. a cool guy, right? It's it's it seems a little inappropriate by today's standards. <laughs> like, I, I, I got I me too. Like you're, you're a 19 year old dude, and he like arranged for you to see some titties from from, from afar. Like, come on, like I think we're okay. I think the uh, real problem fine. is the alcohol. That's why you're not allowed in there, right? Like, isn't it? I don't think yeah. it's the titties. There's, there's some strip clubs mm -hmm. that's 18 plus. You can go in, but still, you got to be 21 to drink. Um, yeah. Different yeah, states have different here. laws about the levels of nudity too that can be experienced. Yeah, yeah. I think I've only been in maybe one that had full nudity. Is uh, is that um, why they? It's twenty one for strip clubs because they're trying to like they're trying to make the booze money too. 
It's oh like, yeah. yeah, that's a huge. Yeah, I mean everything like, in the strip club is going to be stupid expensive. Yeah. Well, I mean it's like a bar, you know, like buying strip club, buying a drink at the strip club is no different than buying a drink at a bar. You know, you're, you're paying yeah. three or four times what it's worth. And it's not worth, and you know, it gets expensive if you're trying to get drunk at a bar. I, I want to go somewhere that has appetizers. They have Do appetizers at the strip club. They have good appetizers. Buffets like, sometimes. Honestly, a lot of strip clubs have really good food. It'll be like, sometimes I've seen it be like a Waffle House in the strip club. Not a literal Waffle House, but imagine that, you know, it's that big griddle situation. Mm -hmm. and there's a guy right there. So you can see that. All right, he's doing a good job there. Like nothing's gross about this at all. He's got fresh eggs and bacon, and he's like, "Yeah, give <laughs> me a burger, come season. on." <laughs> and, right, and sometimes, like look, when the strip club closes, they all go to Waffle House. So. Yeah, and you can buy. You know, you're you're in there. I'll never forget. I've told a story, but once more, um, <laughs> my my little hometown of Livonia, Georgia, very puritanical uh, place. I don't know how many churches we have, but we have at least five big ones: Baptists, mm -hmm. Lutherans, Methodists, Church of God. It's what we do. And then this uh, th this new restaurant was going to come to town. They they bought up this little square of land uh, uh, near the where the interstate pops off in Atlanta. We're right on Interstate 85, heading uh, uh, up here in Northeast Georgia. And and so they're like, oh, a new a new burger joint applied for a licensing. It's it's called uh, the Cafe Risque. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll apply. It. We'll we'll approve that. And they didn't read the fine print of what they were approving. They were approving a burger restaurant and strip club and novelty store. And so that is what they built right there in puritanical Livonia, Georgia. They yes. built the, the Cafe Risque strip club, and they Cafe put billboards. Risque. They put billboards up and down the interstate oh, for. I've seen Cafe Risque. I don't even know where red. the place is, but I've seen tons of billboards. They have them down in Florida, I think, and maybe South Georgia. So, like, like if you're ever on like I ninety five up 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 down there, you, you may you may see some of their billboards. It's like a chain. And they're a chain of them, yeah. Like oh, I don't know okay. how many there were, but it, it used to be three or four. <laughs> Imagine opening up a strip club franchise, pay yeah, your franchise it fees. It, it and and so it's it's a you pull off, and here's this twenty four seven, essentially Waffle House, and then there's a there's a, a stage with a naked lady on it at all times, so uh, some pool tables and some and a jukebox and uh, and some and some pornos. Yeah, there that's you go. A, that's a hell of a deal. Damn. Yeah, stumble on into that fine establishment. Wait. That's what it's like when you go there. Yeah, it's lame. It's what? Lame, I said. Like the billboards I mean, make it seem like this place will be a dream. Like like a, James, like NBA I mean, players low, are going to be in there. Looks like it used it. to be a dentist's office. This is a low class establishment, as far as yeah. like the, the 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 girls. Like like there's going to be, I would say th th there's a lot of like fours and fives that are in there, like some real rough looking ladies, and it's Ouch. like a DVD. They, they like sell pornos and sex toys and stuff. And then there's, like I said, there's fucking food as well. You get a burger while you're there. I like that. Like I, when, <laughs> when we were like 18 or 19, like when I was right out of high school and, and just like staying up all night and doing silly shit, it's like Waffle House or Cafe Risque. Well, one of them has a <laughs> pool table and titties and the other doesn't. <laughs> so let's go to the Waffle Cafe House Risque. must have taken a hit. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> so it ended up coming to a head and they couldn't get rid of the restaurant. So they bought them out for a million dollars of taxpayers' money went to this little lot. I mean, it was like an eighth of an acre that this whole thing took up for a million bucks. And then they bulldozed that shit to the ground. And there's a Cracker Barrel there now, if, you dri if you're ever oh, driving through. Fun for the whole family. <laughs> Cracker Barrel. Yeah. 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 Sitting on the the the, the burial ground of, of the Cafe Risque. No, that was Is hilarious. Cracker Barrel even good? No. It's not bad. The breakfast has gone down. Yeah, uh, the breakfast. I don't like, agree. I was thinking yeah. like the breakfast was really good. I remember as a kid. Some hash brown casserole. Like, dude, hash browns, 
breakfast potatoes, eggs, bacon, sauce, like anywhere can make that good. It's pretty mm -hmm. good. I like the environment. I like the old country store part. I like that little pegboard you get to play. They got a shirt there that says I got pegged at the like Cracker Barrel Low Country store. You know, where, uh, there's uh, I, I like all the shit on the walls and the lanterns. I like that they got that like honey on the table. I don't know. I like the biscuits. I like the Cracker Barrel. It's okay. I don't go a lot, but maybe once a year. I just haven't been to one in a long time. Maybe I'm under underrating it. There's this place like in southern Missouri, down not in Missouri anymore, down there. And it's called Lambert's. And there's so many fucking billboards for this place. And it's like home of the throwed rolls. And it's like, that's it. They have these yeast rolls. And if you go oh. like, hey, I want to roll. Oh. Some guy yep, throws exactly. it at you. And like, like <laughs> he, he like goes, they like go out of their way. If I were to, if, if like a waiter was right next to me and I'm like, can I have a roll? And he had the rolls. He'd be like, no. And then he'd like go across the <laughs> and then he'd throw it to me. Can I have a roll? Go deep. <laughs> it's, it's such like a, a stupid little gimmick. But as a kid, I remember going there and like thinking it was a huge deal. Like this is the billboard place where they throw bread at you. And it, it didn't disappoint. I'm sure it would now. I'm sure I, it wouldn't hold up. When I was a kid, there was a place that um, I, they spilled like peanuts and popcorn all over the floor. So you'd walk in there and it was almost like a barn. Like, you know, because you're crunching mm -hmm. the peanuts and the popcorn as you walk the to Texas your table. Texas Roadhouse does that. Yeah. Do they? Oh, yeah. Maybe it was them. Peanuts. And uh, I always thought it was really neat and, and you could make your own mess and it was cool. When you go I to the Texas the Roadhouse, thing. the entire floor is that you just, you know, you throw the shelled peanuts on the floor and there's they're offering them everywhere for free, you know, so they're just everywhere all the floor. And they also have those yeast rolls there with that mm -hmm. delicious honey butter that mm -hmm. it, I was talking about this with someone the other day. There's when I think about those like, I don't know what you call that class of restaurant. It's a sit down joint that entrees cost about 20 to 30 dollars. I, I don't know. Yeah. what that is but things like uh cracker barrel chilies outback, steak, Fridays, outback yeah. steakhouse red lobster shit like that none of their food stands out in my memory none of it except for the bread all of them have unique breads uh, uh, the olive garden has those breadsticks that are just like 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 so fucking good uh red lobster has those cheesy biscuits the yeast rolls like i said over at texas roadhouse and uh, there was somewhere else that had like tremendous like bread i wonder if the bread is the only thing made right on site like, like they, everything they, else, I bet, is reheated food, and the bread gotta, is crafted by the chefs. You got to do steaks, though. Like, I, I don't know. There's just something about bread okay, that's good. Steaks, I, I think, yeah. I think maybe we just crave fucking carbs all the time. We don't get enough of them. And 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 I, I could sit there and eat a whole basket of those goddamn breadsticks, no problem. Dude, this remember, leads into a topic I have, Taylor. But uh, before we do that, we're gonna hear from a couple of wonderful sponsors. Oh, if, if, if it's a link, okay, go ahead. <laughs> you talked about carbs. I have yeah. the answer for Taylor. Diarrhea. These <laughs> cheese balls that we have, they are terrible, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you get Cheez-Its and you eat one after another after yeah. another? Six of these and you're finished. It's all, <laughs> all you need. You don't and want to way, <laughs> You see how this bag is open? I guarantee you. Yeah, they get stale so quickly. <laughs> By the time you've had half a dozen of these terrible, better-for-you cheese balls, one, you don't want anymore. Two, the next half dozen will be worse than these. This yeah. is this is a weight loss solution. Shitty, terrible food. What is it made of? What's like the principal cheese. ingredient? Uh, Definitely not cheese. Definitely not real cheese. Cornmeal. Okay. 
Not promising. Uh, general cornmeal, sunflower oil, cheddar cheese, or something rather. These are terrible. They sound they sound like cheddar cornbread puffs. They sound delicious. They they're probably uh, not. But, I mean, I believe you if they're, they're all calorie. Well, the you guys are going to think like this about... is a sponsored message. No. Like like what? Like like fucking like like a real cheddar cheese ball company paid us to shit on these people. Yeah, Utz came in with the big bucks to have us <laughs> shit all over Pipcorn you know, still in the market share. It ain't yeah, easy like all of those cheesy. Take them down. Those, yeah, I, I mentioned like I got these like cauliflower, uh, flour cheese it like sea salt mm-hmm. or cheddar flavor like ripoffs, and I like saw the box and it's like you can eat the whole. I like I looked at it by the by the box amount of calories, so the whole box <laughs> is four hundred and fifty calories, and I'm like that's like because i'm gonna eat the whole box of this that's the plan and then like i started eating it and i'm like maybe a third of the way into the box like you're just force feeding yourself you're not getting any like dopamine like nice little snack dopamine hit that you usually get with the cheese it's yeah. and the goldfish or the deli meats like you it's not eat cheese it's all night and I'm by the to- way if you don't kill the box they're good tomorrow Mm-hmm. None of these problems exist with this product. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know how they fixed it on my goldfish tub? My 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 four-liter goldfish tub? You just snap it back in. Perfectly fine. Like they, the little carton, like a milk carton, you pop mm-hmm. it back in. It's pro- I still got half of one of those out there. I'm going to munch on after the show. These get maybe. stale so quickly. By the time you transfer them to your tub, <laughs> yeah. they're gone. <laughs> no, no. They come in. A, oh, for that. Yeah. Those yeah. those are dog shit. All those replacement <laughs> snacks, the, the majority of them are dog shit. If it, like... This is something I wish I'd thought about. Like, if you are in the snack aisle and you see something that's too good to be true, it is. It's gonna taste like dog shit. If they're like, that's oh, true. there's this, there's this chocolate, and it's very, it's high fiber, and it's, and it's a different kind of sugar. It's sorbitol, and then like you try it, and you're like, <laughs> oh, this isn't fucking chocolate, man. Like, and now I'm in the hole for eighty calories for something I didn't even enjoy. That the, sometimes though, oh, I have an exception to that, maple syrup. They have figured they have mastered maple syrup. If you, buy lo- yeah. if you buy low fat maple syrup, and by the way, everybody, you should, it tastes mm-hmm. exactly like the real stuff. And the whole freaking bottle is 140 calories. It's a, it's a month mm-hmm. for 140 calories. That's nothing. Yeah. It, like this is a good tip. If, if like it's a sauce, an alternative sauce, make sure that it has sucralose in it. Because that's like the sweetest of the sweet, most powerful of those like fake sugars. And so if it's got that in there, it's going to be like a good fake barbecue sauce or a good fake ketchup or something. Those uh, G Hughes, yeah. I use those sauces all the time with the the sucralose in it. Like it's the like it's you can have like a palm full of ketchup for like eight calories, like it's, something absurd. Yeah. Sucralose is not stevia. That's something different. It's different, yeah. It's a different uh, artificial street. Sweetener. Can you guys sure. hear me clearly? Hopefully, yes. Yeah, yes, good. we can. Okay. Just making sure. I did a little hot swap there. I went to go pee in the yard and then come upstairs <laughs> and get in the office. So uh, that's when it went all paranormal activity. Is when I stepped outside. Did not like that. So all right, Sorry well, you're looking that. good now. You're all set up. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do ads now? Yes, yes. Thank you for reminding me. This episode of PKA is brought to you. By the ad I have on my phone. One second. (laughs) This episode of PKA is brought to you by Fume. Fume is the natural inhaler designed for a better, safer, and natural way to quit cigarettes. It's a no-smoke, no-vape, and no-nicotine replacement for the hand-to-mouth habit of smoking. Fume handcrafted... 
fume handcrafts, wooden inhalers, and uses cores infused with plant oils studied to curb cravings. They have flavors like peppermint and conquer with minty notes to stimulate menthol to simulate menthol cigarettes and other flavors like cozy chai and lemon berry bliss for a sweeter experience. And all their flavors are 100% natural, no harmful chemicals, no artificial flavors, and absolutely no nicotine. Quitting is tough, but Fume really can help. They've got thousands of five-star reviews from smokers who have tried everything else in the world, and this worked. Whether you're a smoker or ex-smoker who still struggles with cravings, Fume is the perfect tool for you. Head to breathefume.com slash PKA and use promo code PKA to save 10% off your entire order. That's 10% off your entire order when you go to B-R-E-A-T-H. E-F-U-M dot com slash P-K-A. Breathefume.com slash P-K-A. B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M-E or F-U-M dot com slash P-K-A. Check it out. Code P-K-A, 10% off. If you're looking to quit smoking, this could be the ticket for you. Nice. Be good uh, health improvement for you guys. Try it. Linked below. Breathefume.com slash P-K-A. This episode also brought to you by BetterHelp. We've talked about BetterHelp a couple times. So let's hear about their service. Life is full of twists and turns, and it's important for you to show up for yourself through it all. Mental and dental got to take care of it all. We're very serious about everyone taking care of their physical health here on PKA and maintaining a healthy physique. But mental health is just as important, and you need to work to keep your mind in shape as well as your body. Start getting in the mental reps with the help of a professional over at BetterHelp. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online, available to people all over the world. It's super simple. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. And with ease, you're able to schedule weekly video or phone sessions. Video is not a requirement, by the way. Do what you're comfortable with and take advantage of professional help being only a few clicks away. Invest in your mental well-being now and get started with our partner, BetterHelp. They've got a special deal, a special offer for our listeners, saving 10% off your first month over at BetterHelp.com slash PKA. That's 10% off your first month of online therapy over at BetterHelp.com slash PKA. Support uh, yourself today by heading over right now and signing up for your first month. That's 10% off your first month over at BetterHelp.com slash PKA. So check them out. You're a miserable mess, and we have a coupon code for you. <laughs> hey, therapy is important. It helps a lot of people. A lot okay. of people need therapy, too. It's no true. Doubt. It helps a lot of people. So if you think this is a good service for you uh, <laughs> out there, check it out. Use our code. Uh, also brought to you, you guys know these guys, Death by Gummy Bears and Wonky Weeds. Mm. Drifter was talking about the, the Delta 8, the THC alternative. Yeah, so that is a godsend in red states. Yes, mm. it is. I'm in a red state as well. Are you or a loved one sick of mediocre or even bad THC alternatives? I know I am. Well, we've got great news for you. DeathbyGummyBears.com and WonkyWeeds.com have you covered. Death by Gummy Bears and Wonky Weeds were founded by a group of passionate professionals who were sick and tired of low-quality Delta 8 products that are spray-coated and very often incorrectly dosed. That's why DeathbyGummyBears.com and WonkyWeeds.com had the boys in the lab cook up high-quality, powerful THC alternatives that are accurately dosed and actually taste great. Looking for a super strong 100 milligram Delta 8 gummy that'll put you on your ass? Then Death by Gummy Bears is for you. Looking for more of a mellow, relaxing high? Then the cartridges, disposables, pre-rolls, distillates, and weaker gummies at wonkyweeds.com are more your speed. So whether you're trying to get absolutely shit-faced or just a nice, relaxing night at home, we've got the THC alternative product for you. With so many satisfied customers all around the USA, American-based WonkyWeeds.com and DeathByGummyBears.com serves all states where hemp-derived THC is legal. 
So whether you're a current THC enjoyer or just interested in trying something new, go to wonkyweeds.com or deathbygummybears.com and use code PKA20 for 20% off your order. Once again, that's wonkyweeds.com, deathbygummybears.com, PKA20 for 20% off your full order. That's a big discount, folks. So check it out. You can get yourself these unbelievably powerful 100-milligram gummies, which will knock you on your ass. But if you're a... If you're a more beginner guy, just grab the carts. Just get the Delta 8 carts or the THCO Drifter, carts. If you want to go to another it. place, if you want to get scary fucking high off some Delta 8, okay. these gummies are like, like I don't want to beat your head, it into your head too much because like, we do it in the audience every week. Mm-hmm. They are impossibly strong. Really? <laughs> yeah. Which ones would you recommend? Which one? What's your favorite one? You smoke a lot. So like, like I don't give a shit about the flavor because like, frankly, none of them, you, you wouldn't eat any of them to treat them as candy. candy. No, I get it. This yeah. is drugs. So like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the, and this the is peach one or the strawberry one tastes okay, but like, <clears throat> I get these whole fucking jars that you notice this one's empty. Um, yeah, I did notice it was empty almost immediately. Yes, 25, 25 in each of these jars, and and then there's ten of them in each of those those bags yeah. there. So each and one of these is one hundred milligrams. Yes, that is a lot. So my standard daily dose is probably 25 milligrams in the evening, and that gets me going good. If I take 50, I go off into potato land. I'm not on this planet. <laughs> I'm not a functional human. Tell them how game. much you take, Taylor. I can take like two and still mostly like maintain it. 100 milligrams. I take five. I take five hundred. I five take would 500 be a scary milligrams. place. Bro, I it's not hallucinating. Anymore. I mean, I, I could take five and not like freak out, I bet, but I wouldn't have a great time. 33 seemed excessive to me. Like, I, I'm uh, in a whole junior league here. I don't want to do it now because we're two hours in, but I, I, I'll eat don't five do that funsies on the next episode. Um, <laughs> no, they're, 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 we like you here. <laughs> no, I, I, like, like, I, oh, I'll God. be here. Like, like, I'll say this. Um, their carts are real strong, too. This is HFC okay. that I'm puffing on. And I can get scarier high from this than I do off the gummies sometimes. Like if I yeah, just keep it, puffing. Well, on yeah, this, you got to keep going at that. It's there's something about this HHC. Like it, re- like I can tell it's definitely the it's strongest. It's a dopey high. The, like like it's this yeah. like. Okay. It's it, it it literally makes me worse at math. Like it's and a also carts. Like, <laughs> carts are, fun kind. Carts are always kind yeah. of the natural choice because it just allows you to meet it to where you go. You take a hit. You see where you are. Oh, I'm good mm-hmm. there. And then you're, you know, case closed. You, you don't have that like new to edibles thing that people get where they're like, oh, I just took 20 milligrams. And they're like, oh, oh no. God. What that if it was too much? I had a friend of mine recently here in this house. I had to take care of a mostly naked man who was having a panic attack. It was bad. Uh, just some friends mm-hmm. came over to visit. We had Delta 8. We ate some. This guy was a frequent flyer. I didn't think anything was wrong. Apparently, I gave him way too much, and he was convinced he was dying and had an anxiety attack and took all his clothes off and was making weird noises. <laughs> we had to, like, get him back in bed and convince him that he was fine and, you know, eventually fell asleep and it was fine, but it was very annoying at the time. I think I'm an asshole with my opinion on stuff like that because I, I've i been real fucked up before, and at no point did I – the whole time in my head, I'm going, <sighs> This will be over soon, but it's going to suck. So, like, the people yeah. who, who who don't have the ability to, like, grab onto that little bit of reality, I'm like, what, what's wrong with you? How I'm like you in that you? regard. Like, look, it's safe. You're going to be fine. Do you have to wait this out? Yes. Yeah. Are you not happy right now? Fine. I'm out of compassion. I have compassion fatigue at this point. Yeah. Oh, are you going to call the police or something? No, just don't. Just don't yeah. just wait. You know, you're okay. Intellectually. I'm not just... even going to inconvenience you. If, if I've gotten <clears throat> yeah. so high mm-hmm. that I'm vomiting, I'm going to say, Hey, look, 
I fucked my evening up. Y'all go have fun. I'm gonna go take my shirt off and lay in the bathroom and vomit. <laughs> and like that's what I'll do. And that that's what I do when I overdose on marijuana edibles. That's how I handle the all night's my shit. over for me. Yeah. When that's I broke my leg, way. it's like I'm gonna be in bed for five weeks. Can you bring me food? And outside of that, I'm not gonna drain you. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to be. Uh, before, well, as long as you. On uh, we also have lock and load. Uh, Derek texted us to make sure that we we told people about the sale coming up this Monday, August 29th at ten or at one Eastern time. It's going to thirty nine ninety nine from forty nine ninety nine, and with our code PKA or Jizz, you can get it for thirty five ninety nine. So Ooh. if you were on the fence, you weren't sure about whether or not you wanted to try lock and load. Now is the chance. Now's the time. Try it out. See if you like it. It works. You're you're gonna see a difference. Everyone does. Everyone. Everybody does. Do the pre comes. Uh, Everyone's talking. It's about a it. service at this point. You give her a little taste while she goes down on you, and then you just fill her up like a water balloon later on. Yeah, or more appealing ways of saying, <laughs> <laughs> like your orgasm feels better because you're coming. <laughs> if, if, if Woody didn't have the kids to prove it, I wouldn't be sure he had sex before. <laughs> Like, do you know how sex like a, works, sir? Like a bag of sand. A hot water balloon. Do you think it's like this anime where she literally inflates full of semen? Oh, <laughs> maybe, maybe have a hot egg laying thing where they lay the eggs in the girls and they start getting bigger. Have and you seen oh, the yeah. end of Ghostbusters where she explodes and the white stuff splatters all over the city? Welcome to my bedroom. <laughs> okay. All right. Messy. Messy. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I know I I fully stand behind our product because it's 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 a messy product, it's uh it's it's good stuff. I'm very proud of it. Proud to be in the jizz biz. I tell everyone I know. I tell strangers, random strangers about it. Uh, I tell the them I am a mogul in the jizz biz. Yeah, I like the sound of it. Yeah, I, I make up a story about Mark Cuban turn, turning us down, and now we won't take his money. <laughs> you wanted to get on Mark Cuban's pharmacy. Imagine how great that would be. His his like online pharmacies had all these pills, and then just in case you boys want fatter loads, we got it right here. <laughs> That'd be fun. No, it's uh, it, it's it's. I don't know. We've I guess we've said it all before, but I, I, every time I think about it or I explain it to somebody, I'm kind of like, Oh, Kyle, your mic just cut off. Yep, you, you just died. You're silent. You didn't do anything wrong. It just happened. I saw it. Drifter, do you have any tattoos? Yes. I do indeed. What you got? I have exactly one. Uh huh. Might look familiar to you. Sure. It's sure. Uh, it's my symbol. Uh, so I got this tattoo in 2013. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually want it in particular. Uh, my wife wanted to get tattoos, and for some reason, she just like got it in her head that I didn't like girls with tattoos. I don't know how that idea got implanted in there. No matter mm-hmm. any amount of speaking or driving her to the tattoo shop, or actions made any difference. And I just said, you know what? Fuck it. I'll get a tattoo to prove to you it's not a problem. And I could only think of one symbol being the one for my channel that I spent probably about the last 15 years of my life on. And when I used to play Halo 2, uh, that was the symbol that I made in the little emblem creator when everybody else was making the grenade dicks. Mm -hmm. And that was what I put on my YouTube channel. It became my brand. And when you played Halo, you used to wear the patch over your left shoulder. So it only seemed natural to put the tattoo right here where it would be in my Spartan on Halo. And that's all I've got, though I have been considering getting more recently. Because, I mean, let's be real. I'm never getting a real job ever again. So you get a forehead tattoo if you wanted. I could. Ooh. I think that would be a little tacky. I think. How about you know, a QR doing... code? 
a pair of cords. Like right here, people just yeah. come scan my head. Oh, you the subdermal implants. Yeah. You get the holes in your cheeks, all sorts of fun stuff if you want it. Not my uh not my cup of tea though. Do you like uh, body horror movies? Sometimes. I would say I usually like them, but every now and then one of them actually manages to get to me. And I say good on that movie because I'm kind of hard to get to. Try Crimes of the Future with Vigo Mortensen. It just came out. You can rent it now, I, I think, for like six bucks or something. Do uh, Crimes of the Future. They like they're like probing into his body and like looking and they make it they very they sexualize okay. uh, all this weird surgery stuff. It's it's uh it's in a future where he's growing all these tumors and so he has a an art show where he gets dissected and has the tumors removed in front of a crowd with no anesthetic. Jesus and, Christ! Uh, and it's it's way weirder than anything I just said. They there's some we, there's uh some weird parts where like the girl is like probing his belly with the probing thing and she's kind of thrusting and and uh, and grunting it's Kristen Stewart the chick from Twilight like mm-hmm. like, like she's, she's like probing 64 year old Vigo Mortensen's belly and like grinding and like uh, she's like oh yeah, yeah. So if, you're, if you're into fucked up stuff did you watch that thing they put on Shutter called the sadness I did not I, I'm not necessarily into fucked up stuff I, okay. I, yeah, I, I don't I like clarify. pushing the envelope. Some people like they hear you say that and they're like, "Ah, I got something you won't like." And it's like, well, then don't share it with me. <laughs> like, like, like this isn't a contest. Like, like I like okay. bizarre stuff. Sometimes. Well, I had to clarify because there are people that will go straight to the bottom and they're like, "Show me the most fucked up thing that's legal." Yeah, yeah. You Someone know? like sent me this movie where like this guy captures this Asian couple and he's like dissecting them in front of each other and it's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" No, so that's I, no fun. That just makes you I feel like, sad. I, I I like the movie where we, you know, make a triangular rift in reality and go, <laughs> you know, to another realm or something and, and people are mutating and we chop stuff up with axes. I don't need any torture fucking porn, though. That's not my bag. I will make a recommendation that you'll like. Uh, it's one segment from a movie. VHS 94. It's a Shutter original. You're familiar. It's a horror oh, anthology yeah, yeah, yeah. series. Yeah. So that's, each one, there's like four or five, and every time there's a, some that aren't very great. There was one in the middle of VHS 94 that is a better Doom movie than the Doom movie. It was made in Indonesia, and okay. it's about a doctor in the 90s that kidnaps people to do cybernetic experiments. Okay. And like a SWAT team busts in and kills him but sets all the experiments free. And it's told from the perspective of some woman that was kidnapped and turned into this like super crazy cyber mech. And these are like shorts? Yeah, it's like 30 minutes. So I love it's those. like yeah, okay. SWAT team versus l- cyber demons, but all from the first person perspective. There's a really neat twist in the middle I won't spoil, but I'm telling I, you, it stomps massive dicks and is super VHS fun. That's 84? 94. 94. And it's, right, it's like the I'll, middle segment. It's uh, Indonesian. The I'll, rest I'll of them you can out. probably skip. Did you watch the Love Death robot stuff? Yeah, I love those. Okay, well, I have a lot another of fun thing with called Oats Studios. Have you seen all the Oats Studios? All of them. Okay, I used well, to, I supported those studios. <laughs> I used to talk to uh, what was the name? Uh, Dis- Neil Blomkamp. Yep. We used to be like Twitter buddies and talk all the time. Wow, so I went to so support cool. his like studio and stuff, and then it it blew up. And yeah, that sucks. Yeah, he made uh, um, the um, the the District Nine movie, right? Mm-hmm. And From what I understand, Kathy... he like inherited those Halo props that had been built for the mm-hmm. what was going to be a big deal blockbuster Halo movie that got canceled. But all of a sudden, you know, they got all these guns and like fake ships and facades and tech. And they're like, how about we make a weird immig- immigration movie about apartheid with like insect people? 
Mm-hmm. They're like, someone said yes for some reason, and we got it Disney worked, Prime. man. Fantastic, it's so good. A lot of the movies are good. Uh, so Elysium, I think, might have been the weaker one. I think Chappie is super underrated. There's a lot of very existential philosophical topics they hit there, and some hyper violence. Chappie lost him um, the opportunity to do something cool. I think. Oh, it lost him the opportunity to do the new the, the Alien sequel. He wanted to do an Alien yes. sequel wh- wh- that that f- took Sigourney Weaver and um, Michael um, Bean. Michael Bean, I'm glad you got yeah, and uh, and like continued their story, you know, with like the scarred Michael Bean from the comics, and it was Chappie that lost him that opportunity. Uh, I think I think that That's sad. Um, I think they saw that and they were like, that guy's not going to helm an alien film. No, uh, and, and, and it lost him. Chappie was too smart for its audience, in my opinion. Because sure, but you got but, but they need movie. somebody who knows that you know they they need somebody who won't make a movie too smart for their audience. If they're gonna if you're gonna make an alien movie you've got to hit a pretty good audience like r-rated like like sci-fi hit the nostalgia beats but update keep mm-hmm. it fresh and you're bringing 50 60 year old sigourney weaver and michael bean back like no nah, we're not giving oh they beat. the i remember reading like the script was they were in cryo sleep for too long so they got all wrinkly when they, they opened the doors <laughs> stuff yeah. like that Dude, i would have loved that but everything else they've done with that franchise has been garbage but yeah um anyone who's listening who hasn't seen the oats studio stuff that's real good shit they, they actually have a sigourney weaver one that's like 30 minutes long where the reptile alien race has like overthrown humanity entirely and uh and they're like they've got this experimental tech that they're using to try to overthrow them and so there's like a rebellion forming and so the fire base kind of at the heart of it i love the, the fire base one. one with the vietnam Holy. shit yeah it, yeah basically basically a vietnamese man who's like lost everything to the americans because of the war transcends to become some sort of otherworldly being who now yeah, has godlike God-ish. powers he's like so mad he becomes a god and he starts floating around like disassembling uh yeah. american troops and their tanks and just co- yeah. and, and and like the cia is there like here's what he did at like firebase three and here's what he did over here and they've got all these scary photographs and the thing is get you all hyped up for this rambo like character to go face off against the river god because yeah. they, they, they they gave the main good. character like this little like sort of almost prototype time machine that could like shoot bullets through time and they're like we think it might hurt him you can go find out uh-huh. <laughs> like it's on netflix um i saw it on youtube before they put it on netflix like long ago and uh there's a really good one with um what's that young girl actress the the blonde girl that was like in everything and uh, when she was a little girl and uh, she's in the Dakota one with the Fanning. hand Dakota Fanning. Yeah, yeah. Really? There's one with like adult Dakota Fanning where she is she's on like a space mining asteroid or something like that and she has been lied to her whole life and told that she's a replicant, which is like a lower class of being like 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 a slave being. When really she's just a little girl, she and, and she and and she finds that out like halfway through. He's like, "We lied to you. Okay, you're not actually a replicant. You're a person. Now come on, snap to. We got to get out of here because something has made all the other colonists roll into a giant sentient ball, and it is coming to consume us because it has all of their intelligence. Oh God! And and like when it goes through security checks, it's like, all right, which thumb will work? I got them all. And it's like, 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 like and then and then. It has oh yeah, this, I remember that. That was a fun one too. It has like a limb with everybody's eyeballs on it, like like looking around 360 degrees, because it's just got all the colonist bodies, like like moving them around and and using them to make this big hulking monster that's always chasing them. I didn't and the see man that. Is, the good. man is injured, and Dakota Fanning has him like thrown over her shoulder. Like, Come on, we gotta get out of here. And he's like limping around. It's good. They're all good. 
I like sci-fi like that. They don't. But make studios great. I'm really sad he didn't get funding. Any one of those could have made a great full-length feature, probably indie film-ish, you know, but still very I'm enjoyable. I'm surprised there's like a Kickstarter thing to finance something like that. Like, well, like, it was because we did Oat Studios oh. did their sales right, and you would buy Oat Fuel, and it didn't make enough money, so they said it's Oat of Fuel. And then it did Kickstarter and that failed and they just never quite got it going. And then Chappie failed and uh, Neil Blomkamp did a exorcism movie with like a Catholic priest SWAT team during the pandemic. And it's been, it was not very good. It's been rough since then. Well, shit. Well, I think a lot of district nine, um, it, it, it did such a good job of like all sci-fi does it shining light on a, huh? a social thing that we have or, or have had going on in this weird, bizarre sci-fi way that brings you along for the ride. And they did that for the part side. I've been watching more sci-fi lately, and you talked earlier in the show about how horror is a nice way for a filmmaker to get started. It's very low budget and it can have huge multipliers. I think of sci-fi as very expensive to produce, but it's often not. You know, like, like oh, this takes place on the moon or a space station. Yeah. When you hear something takes place at a space station, it's spinning. So now they have gravity and there's only one set. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so what do they yep. have? Some, they're wearing like street clothes in something they're told is a space station. Jumpsuits. Yeah. yeah. Jumpsuits, full gravity. Like this is actually a really low budget production. It's like not Moon as bad as it seems. With yeah. Sam Rockwell. Like mm-hmm. you would think like, oh, it's going to be big budget. That, that movie probably didn't cost shit to make. It's just him wandering around by himself in the same outfit. Talking yeah, you look at a lot of those old sci-fi films. Like, like, like Alien was meant to be cut from the same cloth. It's only because um, not, um, um, Ridley Scott like, like come, shows up. Like somebody like that with his wife. Uh, who, who, he wouldn't have made those movies the way he did without his wife there. Like being his absolute partner. Um, like, but he comes along and he's like, oh, you got... What is it? Nineteen million dollars? Okay. Um, all right. I'll make the best movie that's ever been made here. Yeah, sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, I can do the best sci-fi movie horror movie ever made. Yeah, let me just knock that out of the park. And he just he it was it was supposed to have all this nudity in it and be ridiculous. I, I saw an interview with him where he's talking. There's a scene where at the end, spoiler alert from 1979, mm-hmm. Sigourney Weaver's character faces off with the alien uh, in the uh, in sort of the shuttle. They, they need to get out of here. The big ship's about to explode. And they got to face off, and they're supposed to both be naked, and, and and because she's supposed to be changing out of her clothes, and the alien is supposed to be like like you know naked there too, come be, and then they're mm-hmm. supposed to face off that way. Can't remember who didn't want to do the nudity. I think I think it was um, on uh, Ridley Scott. He didn't want it, but he, he did say he was like <sighs> Sigourney refused to trim <laughs> her minge hair, so we have <laughs> to spend an enormous amount of time and effort having them airbrushed out of every frame <laughs> and if you look back and there's like a scene where like you're kind of looking up and she's uh. wearing the skimpiest panties and the skimpiest top and uh and, and her pubic mound is this big poof that's clearly <laughs> being contained by these little panties uh, and then if you go back to aliens the sequel by james cameron there's a scene when they all like get to the planet that where the aliens are and they're coming out of hypersleep and when the pod that she's in lifts up, huge bush. They didn't airbrush it this time. James Cameron James Cameron came and he's like, I'm not spending the time, Sigourney. It's up to you. Oh, you didn't do it? Well, it's in the movie then. And it's just pubic hair is just rolling out of her panties. And she just does not give a fuck. That's realistic. You, you got bigger problems in space. Yeah. yeah. Got to kill yeah. aliens and stuff. And you wouldn't note. want hair flying around getting in the, the instruments, probably. In the instruments. That's why all astronauts now have to shave completely all their body hair. 
Really? Yeah, they shave each other. That's, That's the only way to do it. Weird. Okay. Yeah. I gotta say, Sigourney Weaver and the her character Ripley, one of the best all-time strong female characters. There's a written lot of as, shows. It was written huh? as a man, and then no, it was, it was written woman. gender neutral the gender entire neutral, script. That's true. But yeah, but the point is, all these shows try to make strong female characters, but Alien did it better back in the '70s, and Terminator did it uh, just as well in the '80s. Oh yeah, and, with and Linda Hamilton. Linda Holy Hamilton was shit, I'm bro. I'm scared of that Linda Hamilton when she's doing fucking pull-ups in the insane asylum on yeah. her bed with those big bulging <laughs> shoulder muscles. I was like, that chick could bench press me. But speaking of chicks that could probably bench press you, <laughs> the last time I was on this show, we talked, I think her name is Gina Carino, uh, mm -hmm. space yeah, cop yeah. from Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, she got fired from Disney and she yep. joined Ben Shapiro's film company. Yep. And the joke was at the time, people were like, Ben Shapiro is going to make her do a bunch of gross sexual things on camera, right? Well, yep. I saw screenshots from the film they produced that's called My Son Hunter, and it's about like Hunter Biden's laptop. And there's a scene where the actor playing <laughs> Joe Biden sexually assaults Gina Carino and like comes up and like licks her neck all like gross and slimy. And I like that meme actually came to life. She left Disney to go let old dudes lick her neck in propaganda films. Strong female character. You don't, you don't think it's you don't so think funny. the Daily was, Wire movie is going to be a hit? Um, <laughs> you don't so do, wait, just, do you think it's going to be ham-handed? It's hilarious. <laughs> There's a scene like, like like on the cover art. It's Joe Biden smelling her hair. It, <laughs> is it really? And he's going like this, smelling yes, it. Yes. And and uh, and it's so funny because I literally just wa rewatched Mandalorian um, both seasons this week, and I was paying attention to her character. And and every time I got, I was like. She ruined her career by tweeting some bullshit. Now she's in a movie sniffing Joe Biden's hair. <laughs> and she was like, wait, but she's like the second most popular character in in this? I'm like, yeah, I know. She's like a star. <laughs> like All she has to do is keep it zipped and she's got her own fucking Disney show. And yeah. it would be one of the better ones. That guy's not even Biden looking enough. Oh, he's close enough. Come on, he's look having that furrowed to, brow. I guarantee, once that hair comes down, you can see the rest of the face. You're like, that doesn't look like fucking Joe Biden. Well, he he does a damn good impression. He does he really? just like him? Yeah, hmm. that would be funny if he actually. You know did who does do an amazing impression? politician impression? <laughs> Have you seen? Is it Vice? He plays Dick Cheney. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mm -mm. who who does? Is it Christian Bale that does it? Yeah, Who's, it's Christian. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. He's like, can you find a picture of Christian Bale as as Dick Cheney? I gotta watch that. I love Christian Bale. Oh my gosh! And and I mean, you're gonna see a picture of the of him looking like Dick Cheney, but his mannerisms and his posture, and he just kills it as Dick. The scene where George Bush and Dick Cheney are having lunch, and Bush is eating those hot wings, and 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 he's talking to Cheney about maybe being his VP. Like it's so good. It's so good. He's he's a tremendous actor. He's one of the best. He is. He went from Batman to Dick Cheney in a very short period of time, and then back to other stuff again. Who's yeah. better than him? Like, who's a better actor than Christian Bale? Really? You know, Daniel Ooh, Day, Day Lewis. Lewis. Is that? Yeah. It? yeah. And is that only? And is that only because Daniel Day Lewis is selectively picking like? Just he doesn't work nearly movies? as much. He doesn't work nearly as much. Look, what I don't like Willem most Dafoe? of Daniel Day Lewis. Willem Dafoe is excellent. I like How about him. um people who are considered great actors? Tom Hardy is often on that mm -hmm. list. 
Um, okay. I had a second one. Oh, Joaquin Phoenix. Do I have his name right? Joaquin. Joaquin He's good Phoenix. too. He Joker. plays like a lunatic weirdo so well. Probably because yeah. he seems he plays like these antisocial characters so well. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle, I need an assist. Who played the main character in Nightcrawler? Do I have Jake Gyllenhaal? Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal is another He's good one. Too. Fantastic. Yep. I think uh, that was Joaquin the first Phoenix. movie I watched from him that like blew me away was Nightcrawler because I hadn't seen him that ghoulish before. Like I oh. mean Donnie Darko, but that's different. He's being plagued by the ghouls in that one. I have another one who impressed me. Who plays the guy with multiple personality disorders? The movie might be called Split. Michael Fassbender. He's I in think? the um it's in the same universe no, 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 as no, no, Unbreakable. No. It's, it's McAvoy. It's Henry. It's yeah, Henry McAvoy. McAvoy. My bad. I mixed those two up. But yeah, yeah they're in the split guy. The, one's Magneto and one's Professor X. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that guy's incredible. The one who plays I, the movie's called Split, right? Do I ever? Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super good. It's, he plays it, like it, seven it, characters all very well. It's in that oh, Shyamalan yeah. uh, universe of. Uh, yeah, yeah, of Unbreakable stuff. He, he um. He plays women too, and and oh my gosh, like he just kills it. He I, plays like a little kid. He's like, yeah, I don't know. You better be careful. <laughs> and it's just like, wow, he just just really seemed like a creepy kid all of a sudden. But he was an old yeah. lady a little while ago, and it's it would be so terrifying to deal with someone like that and like never knowing who you're fucking dealing with. Like it'd be horrifying, especially when they're like, don't trust what Stephen says about the rest of us. He's a liar. And it's yeah. like, I don't like that. I'm going to put you in a home if Reagan hadn't shot them all. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, there's a couple great actors right now. Philip Seymour Hoffman is one that I missed. Like, I yeah. didn't do it right. I watched a movie last night, The Bucket List. I've seen it before, but good gosh, that movie is good. I, I, is that uh, Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson and the guy who always plays God. He's black. And he has Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Um, dude, that movie is so good. Uh, it, if people don't know the basic premise is the two people meet in a hospital because they both have cancer. It's not going to go their way. And one guy writes a bucket list. The other guy has nearly limitless money. And he's like, we should do this. And here we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. You, want, you don't uh, know this you, movie? It's Oscar winning. No, no, no. I, I know about it, but it just seems kind of like a sad movie about old men dying. I didn't really want to watch it, so I never have. Um, I'm pretty sure you, you'd like it. I like it. I, I'm sure I would. I like both those yeah. actors. Mm-hmm. If you want to see a uh, at, an old Bruce Willis action movie you might have never seen before, there's one called Last Man Standing. You ever seen this? It takes place around 1920 gangster uh, era, Ooh, like and uh, it's the old trope that Clint Eastwood did in the Dollars trilogy, where you've got a stranger who rides into a town that has two big gangs, and the stranger plays them against one another. Um, Clint Eastwood had, 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 was the first one I ever saw do it. I'm sure it's a, a literary, it literary trope. Uh, Last Man Standing. So it's it's a little. It, it's just right at the end of cowboys being a thing because they are in Texas on the border mm. with Mexico. But but it's in an, an era where the Tommy gun exists now and, the and, you know, 1911 pistols. And Bruce Willis uses dual wielded 1911 pistols with I don't know how many magazines. There's a scene where he's getting ready to go fight and he's just loading Max. He's just, <laughs> and he's got you're like, where did he get all this ammo? But he has it. He has hundreds and hundreds of rounds but, I, because when he gets in a gunfight, he doesn't go. Bang, I got you. He he takes both of his pistols and goes <laughs> and the bad guys fly through windows and then he reloads and then he finds another one to do that too. <laughs> they fly through windows. I, I would like to see more 1920s gangster stuff. Yeah, we often talk about like, hey, let's let's all agree for the LA sake Confidential. Of this, if you haven't that, seen that, um, you haven't seen the best of it. Okay. That they, they were sort of in the, the second half of the superhero bell curve, right? I 
I love superhero stuff more than most did. And even I'm like, all right, you know, I don't have the same excitement around Thor that I used to. I, I saw a Reddit thread and they put it really well. They said that the, the Marvel thing is like when you play an RPG and you've completed the main quest and now you're just going back and knocking out those little side quests. Yes. They don't really have any consequences. It's just like, I don't know. Did I ever get that fish hook back to that guy? <laughs> Everybody's Lenny's looking that. for that hat, I think. And yeah. So that's why subversive heroes are popular now, like the boys, but listening. Okay. Good point. So, but let's just assume that superheroes are kind of you know on the second half of the bell curve what do you want to be next we've talked about this a lot and 1920s gangster stuff is on my short list that would be sure. cool i do like gangster stuff yeah um la confidential is my favorite one it's uh it's um i think it's in the 20s uh, it's it, it's in los angeles obviously it has one of the strongest casts that have ever been put together you got to go back to something like a bridge too far to get a better cast <laughs> um it, it's everybody from walter cromwell look, hmm. look up look up the cast of a bridge too far it's it's you're like wait this exists all these people <laughs> managed to get in the same movie um but um what's the movie i'm talking about I just la confidential has LA Spacey, is- russell crowe guy pierce james comrell david stratham kim bassinger and danny devito good gosh yeah yeah it's real good uh it's like it's long maybe two hours and 30 maybe two hours and 18 yeah um I don't. I don't know. They're they're dealing with some mysterious noir type stuff. They're investigating a chain, a, a, a big capital murder case that has some secret stuff going on. Um, Kevin Spacey's really good. Uh, he play. You, you've got three cops who do their job completely differently. You've got Kevin Spacey who who wants to be a celebrity cop. He's mm-hmm. he wants he wants to be tied into the TV shows that film there in L.A. and to be their consultant and to be kind of like known by the public and then you've got guy pierce who's like by the fucking book i don't care if you all hate me he, he he's like you're gonna be hated in the department i didn't come here to be liked i came here to get ahead and like like that's a direct quote from him like there's a scene where mm. like a cop beats a, a prisoner and, uh, and 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 he's like you're gonna inform on your fellow officers absolutely i will you're gonna be hated you're gonna be a pariah i didn't come here to make friends i came here to get ahead and he's like, all right corporal or <laughs> whatever the <laughs> fuck and like and then you've got russell crowe who is like the good soldier boy who will go in and get his hands dirty, beat a confession out of someone, whatever, whatever it takes. And these three are at the heart of this huge conspiracy and they're being played against one another. And what they really need to do is come together and like have a conversation, (laughs) but, Mm. but the shit, and it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Russell Crowe's good at being intimidating. Like he's such a back then he was, he, he is a physical force in this movie. There's a scene where, he beat someone, people up in real life. Someone's being interrogated, and Russell Crowe's on the outside watching the interrogation happening. And the guy is talking about raping and beating this woman, and she's held somewhere still alive. And Guy Pierce is trying to like trick this guy into giving the information. And Russell Crowe's been out there leaning on this office chair the whole time, one of those wooden ones. And you can just hear the chairs creak and finally it breaks in his fucking hand and he just runs in there and like like fucking dumps all but one of the bullets out of his pistol and he's like and immediately starts clicking them off where is she click where is she click and this guy's like oh, oh click where is she <laughs> he's ready to kill this guy in front of all the cops and the guy pisses himself out. gives an address and that's it and they go it's it's a good movie Big i always movie. get him mixed up with uh the 300 guy gerard butler they look yeah. similar. Gerard Butler's like the budget version of him. I you liked him fun in fun uh, Russell Crowe watching 1993's Virtuosity, where he's the villain and he hunts down uh, Denzel Washington. So it's like a really young, skinny Russell Crowe, and he's like weird and creepy. 
Yeah, yeah. He does not look skinny anymore, though he does look weird. He's big. He's <laughs> really he's is he big, fat now? Big he's man. A great big, big, big fat man. person. Yeah. Yeah. I saw him doing one of those like GQ interviews or whatever, where he like talks about all of his biggest movies, like, ah, oh, here's what I did for Gladiator. And it's like, damn, man, you look you looking rough. I could yeah. never look like prime Russell Crowe, but 2022 yeah, you could. Crow? <laughs> dude, dude, no you could. I, I was meaning like as far as being handsome like like, like you can't you can't work your face out like but, oh. but his well, face I mean, now I, he's getting a very yeah. phil margera feel like this is him very thin <laughs> compared margera, to what i'm seeing what body fat makes a lot of people handsome like i just think in general like it, you look um i've been watching professional soccer lately football and uh god all these guys are good looking because all of them have like protruding cheekbones and sunken in this like they're just mm -hmm. being that thin and doing the kind of cardio a european football player does uh they just they look good i do like a nice ugly super athlete like that might be one of my favorite things about alexander ovechkin is that he's an absolute dog to look at he's an like ugly it. man I don't think I, you're I don't giving like Rod Brindamore his due. <laughs> Rod Brindamore is not ugly. You can tell that a handsome face was beaten out of him. Like <laughs> he, he was a handsome man, and you can see the beginnings of handsomeness. It's just his nose has been broken. It's like it's, 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 like, it's got the girth of three noses. <laughs> it, it looks like a, it doesn't look good. But you know what I want to talk I, about before Drifter goes. Kyle, did you want to go instead? Did you want to talk about MMA? Uh, it was going to be Biden student loan forgiveness. Sure. Right, so, um, so, so it, I, I think I have this right. Biden's forgiving federal student loans for $10,000 and 20 grand, which is to say another 10 if it's a Pell Grant. Not an expert in Pell Grants, but I think they're for people with low income. And uh, so 10 or 20 grand of student loan forgiveness. Should be called a dark grant. <laughs> if they make under a certain amount of money and to get the really additional high. ones for their qualifications. Like 125,000 yeah. or 250,000 if you're married. Like it's, it's kind of for most people, right? You, mm -hmm. I assume it phases out. It usually does if it's above that. Like you get, if you make 150 grand, you get nine grand back instead of 10. I'm making that up, but it's probably right. I don't know. I'm torn. In general, I wasn't for student loans. I was against it. And, and the reason, or student loan forgiveness. And the reason is going to college is a good deal. These people are making more money than the rest of the population. You're kind of taking the country's money and funneling it towards our most successful people. That is the guys who have college degrees or, you know, presumably they finish school with their loans. And, um, you know, the reason people still go to college now is it's still a good deal. You know, you go to college and you can be a freaking certified public accountant. This guy's the limit. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, Holy uh, shit. It's wow. true. Is it too young for me? Why did I ever do YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> thanks for the hit that back. Anyway, so we're taking money and giving it to America's most successful people, our college graduates. And I'm like, why? But then on the other hand, We've just dumped all this money into PPP loans and some other COVID relief loans. And uh, I'm like, shit, we gave money to everyone else. When, to try to not be a hypocrite, Trump raised taxes on blue states. I thought it was targeted and bad, right? So, so here's how that worked. Something called SALT, and it is basically, it was tax deductible to use your the interest on your mortgage and your real estate taxes. 
but it only made sense if you had a lot of those to do. Otherwise, the standard deduction would work fine. So these are people who live in expensive homes, which you could call rich people. But actually, if you live in Massachusetts, your home costs a lot. If you live in Hawaii, your home costs a lot. New Jersey, New York, the places with expensive homes are blue states. So he kind of raised taxes on blue states and gave them the finger. And I was like, wow, this is a really targeted kind of Trump tax increase. If you're a blue state, suck a dick. Well, now Biden's doing student loan forgiveness for college graduates, which feels kind of targeted too. Like if you're a blue voter, you get some money back. You can't use it for my, my trade school loans? Student loans. I, if you got a federal yeah, subsidized no. one, it counts. I don't think that's true. I think you. I think if you were to go to like community college and get your HVAC degree, you would get that forgiven too. I wonder if Scott has any like student loans. I'll be. I'm gonna send him a text. I mean, he shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, he's been making like six <laughs> figures for several years, but he's he is the kind of guy to be like, fuck it. I'll. Pay how many minimum. months? Alrighty then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See you then. Well, that would have turned out to be a good financial decision. Let the government pay it off. Oh, it'd be so huge. Oh, like, 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 if if the three of us had known this was going to happen, wouldn't we have all taken out some student (laughs) loans a few years ago? Get our free ten grand. Going back to school. And and, (laughs) and shit, I'm gonna go. Like, like, all right, let's learn some shit. (laughs) (laughs) I got ten grand worth of bullshit to learn. (laughs) If he wanted to stimulate the economy, he didn't have to do it by paying off the debt of college graduates. Like that, there are more efficient ways to dump money into everyone's pocket. Well, I'll tell you what he did buy. There aren't more efficient ways to to fire up your base and buy a few votes though than get everybody during an election season. Ten thousand dollars. Yeah, you can you can buy some serious votes that way. Um, I I I don't know. Okay. Uh, I I don't feel one way or another about it. I frankly don't. I don't have anybody in my life who benefits or, or from it. So or or I'm just I'm sure there's somebody out there. Is what I'm getting at that is like, thank God, I only owe ten more grand. Now I'll I take can like, the now my side. now my now my options are open. And for those people, it's like, oh man, that is kind of a good thing. But then I imagine there's a bunch of people who like have like hundred and eighty thousand dollars worth of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, and they're just like, yeah, slice another ten off, and we're just doing that across <laughs> the board. And where's that money even coming from? It's coming from me and you who like pay more pay pay taxes. People yeah. who pay mm-hmm. taxes. You and me, true. Also, you know, someone working at Walmart is paying taxes. Oh. And mm-hmm. it's going to some college graduate. Yeah. So I'm going to take an yeah. opposite stance and say it was a good thing. I think it was a half-assed measure and they should have forgiven all of it. And the reason that it's so extreme is because, so we wanted to have student loans to get people into college, right? Because college students are smart. They stimulate the economy. It's better for everybody. But what we did by subsidizing the student loans is we kind of pumped a whole bunch of money into the college system. And colleges kind of rapidly realized they could charge what they want. And demand was only going up because I don't know about all of you, but literally from the moment I could speak, my parents told me, go to college, get a job at a big company. If you don't go to college, you're going to work at McDonald's. You don't go to college, you'll never get married. You don't go to college, you're going to die alone and poor and hating yourself. You talk to your school counselor, you talk to your teachers, you talk to other working professionals. You can go talk to your pastor, priest, or imam. You can go get on the internet. They'll all tell you the same thing. You have to go to college or you're going to be a loser. So of course people do it. Not everybody needs to go to college. With the federal money coming in, the prices kept going up, but the money availability was there and people would just take the loans, you know, because you're 18. I have to pay that when I'm 24. That's forever from now. And you have an entire generation, almost two of young people that graduate college into an economy 
where they start off with a whole house worth of debt, like a whole mortgage worth of debt that they have to pay on. And the economy's in shambles. And outside of a few technical degrees, college degrees aren't as valuable as they used to be. And even the technical degrees can suck a fat one if there's not a lot of demand in that industry. So you have a bunch of people that since they were babies were told to go to college and they did. And they did exactly what every reasonable person told them to. And now they will never have enough money to own a house. They will never be financially stable. A lot of them have difficulty getting married or dating because of the loan debt. Nobody wants to date a broke ass, right? It's it's really rough and people are absolutely screwed. I mean, you have doctors and that's a little specialty, but imagine graduating at 35, something like five, $600,000 in debt. And then you're allowed to begin to work. So you've got an entire generation just super burdened by debt that will never be able to do anything useful and are just waiting around you, for their parents like to die. This I feel is like all you can't get by with wrong. like I, no. what's the, about who has $500,000 of debt? That's not doctors, lawyers, people with professional like masters with, with and jobs PhD that are, are going to pay you fact a lot. Check that. I'm not sure. Maybe it, I'm it wrong. It looks like I don't like, think where are we going to school? Let's pick a college. Hold yeah, on. That's like, the real, other thing. This, real quick, you like you, you did say something like everyone is told to go to college. That's not true. Uh, a lot of people are told that they won't be able to go to college because they can't afford it. We're going to Harvard. And that it would be prohibitively expensive. Also, I'm looking up here. A little under 50% of all student loans, all federal student loans, are for grad students. So you're going to well, take yeah. money from people making like very little to pay off the full bulk of some guy who now has 30 years ahead of him as a doctor or 30 years ahead of him as an attorney. That's just not fair. And, and well, it's so never Zach fair. Googled it. The average undergraduate uh, has 25,000 in loan. Uh, this is the average federal student loan debt balance is 37 grand. That doesn't really tie in. Maybe the typical finishes with 25 grand, but the average is 37. I don't know what's happening there, but no. there we are. Let's call that a range 25 to 40 grand in debt. For average to school. It's um, not great. <laughs> It's not great, sure, but also these people are probably making fifteen grand more a year, sixty grand more a year. I just wish we were someone else pay for it. This this idea that like <laughs> oh people graduate college and then they can't get good jobs afterwards. Well, pick a real degree. Like there, that's a thing too. I'm like, in for it if Mexico pays. I want Mexico <laughs> to pay for it. Like, like that's the only way. Like 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 that's how it should work. Because he's just willy nilly. Ah, ten thousand each. What if we had to go get that somewhere? <laughs> like that's how it should be. What he was like, 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 how'd you come up with that number? It's a nice round number. I, I it, it's like when Tony Soprano wanted to know some shit about his uh, one of his guys' sex life, so he's asking his sister, and she's like, fifty five hundred dollars, and he's like, how'd you come up with that number? Seemed like it seemed like a number that you would pay. You're right. It's the lowest <laughs> <not> number. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a number you would pay. Do I you mean, guys like, not think? Society gets better if we unburden young people from debt. Are the you most indebted generation. Everyone? Well, you're certain some of them, and you're helping almost everybody. Yes, I mean, it depends where we how we do it, right? You're not helping almost anyone yeah. unless you're selling some trickle down economics plan where we take our wealthiest, most successful I college graduates works. and and give them the money in hopes okay, that their well, auto mechanic gets better paid. 
There is a little <laughs> bit of, of that to it, but you know, people out in the real world, you have professional services that you have to contract and do and things that get made and manufactured and doctors you see. Would you rather have those people that you deal with be in crushing debt and depression and working extra jobs and just kind of bullshitting? Or would you rather have them healthy, happy, and making good decisions and actually really really trickle down? I guess that it is a trickle down thing, but it's real. How many times have you gone to a doctor and he looked like he wanted to kill himself? I mean, that's Never. that's just that, that 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 doesn't make any sense, man. Like, do you want the, more the, cookies the, or like, less I, I I understand, like, like you're you're right. The 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 targeting of students for these predatory loans is wrong. I don't like that. Yeah. I, but at the same time, and Destiny came on the show and made a really compelling point, like a year or two ago, where he's like, as far as forgiving all student loans for everyone, that's really just a you know huge influx of cash f- for the wealthiest among us who can afford to gay say, hey, I'm gonna get a postgraduate degree in history. That person, you know, like is either making a very bad decision or they have money. Like, and so you're, he made a, it much more articulately than me. But to forgive all the loans, just whole cloth is like, yeah, you're punishing people who were like, well, fuck, I didn't go because I couldn't afford it. I don't think that's a punishment because I, I, again, I they'll believe be punished that on their society taxes. as a whole. If you didn't go to college, they're not, you're not going to get your tax bill and it's like 10,000 more dollars. And it's like, oh, here's Kyle's tax money. I mean, college money. That's not how that works. Where do you think the money comes from? The money comes from, honestly, a shit ton of loans from foreign entities, loans to ourselves, questionable financing, quantitative easing, and a disgusting amount of money printing. We spend, I think it's 30 to 40% more money than we make. No, 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 you mistake me. Stop stop gish galloping and tell me where the money comes from to pay everybody 10% or $10,000. I don't actually know what the funding is from. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. I thought you were looking for something more specific than that, but taxes. No, no, just yeah. general taxes. You know, cost of mm-hmm. living going up. Businesses having to increase their their mm-hmm. service costs, their their product costs, and that's disproportionately going to hurt people in the lower income bracket, right? Yeah, that's a problem. Wish I had, wish I had some student loans. So you think that the, <laughs> so you think that the student loan debt is what is contributing to higher, sorry, paying off student loans and freebies is what contributes to our debt and inflation situation. If we were to whole cloth pay for every student loan, yes, that would that would that would be bad. Then how come every other like Western country on the planet just has free college for everybody? Almost you can graduate military spending. Exactly. (laughs) So military, we take care of the whole world. We could take like (laughs) one percent of the military's budget and bang out all the student loans that the entire country has over like a couple of years. Like the the, the military gets so much money. Those numbers. When the aliens show up and we like stomp a mud hole in their ass, the um, United States is going to be like, you see, that's why. (laughs) <laughs> that's why that's why <laughs> like, 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 the looking, like yeah pretty good in ukraine right now like I, I, <laughs> I i'm getting off topic but anyway i worry that we're giving money to a selective successful group of people and it it doesn't feel good to me well <laughs> i didn't have anything to do with it so it doesn't matter mm. y'all elected that guy i'm not even allowed <laughs> to vote Guys, uh, it is time for me to bounce on that note. I have some other things I have to do here this evening. So uh, my girls, thank you for coming on. Anytime is good to be here. Anything you want to pin? Uh, yeah, uh, shamelessly, I have started posting on TikTok now. I'm uh, repurposing a lot of short form content from other platforms into TikTok and like YouTube news videos. And that's a platform that I'm mostly working on growing organically and doing different stuff with. So if you want to see me shit post about 
all these topics, you can come check me out on TikTok. Check them out. All right. Check them out. <laughs> Thank you for coming, man. We appreciate it. Anytime. I hope you feel better. Hope you uh, can get out of the woods. Uh, this was all fun. This makes me feel better. So good to see you guys again. Good. good. Glad to hear it. Take care, man. See you. <clears throat> Have you guys checked out TikTok? No. Nah, I, I haven't looked, looked at it like, at all. I, if I want that, I just do YouTube Shorts. Uh, I feel like it's the same shit. I feel like I've I'm checked out like... YouTube Shorts. I, I'm trying to get the algorithm to feed me more of your dude, Kevin Samuels. <laughs> oh, I see. See, I all what I do. I, I I think this is some old man shit. I do what I do is I've got YouTube on my Fire Stick, and so I go, I'm in my living room watching YouTube on TV, like watching Kevin Samuels, like sitting there with my dog, like on like it's a TV show, and I'll watch three hours. He would do these streams, like two and three hour long. And I'll just watch the whole thing unedited with him taking callers like willy nilly. He like piles them up. He'll have like 10 in a bank waiting to talk to him and he'll pick them one at a time to come talk to him about whatever topic they're on that night. And I'll watch him take them on all on. It's it, it's kind of like an arena some nights. Yeah, I need, I want to see that. I've been to more into his shorts. And yeah, that's of how course, I started. He's, you know, dunking on Fisher Price net sometimes in his shorts, but not always. It, you know, it helps when you're right. You know, mm -hmm. they, they, these sixes come on, think they're tens and talk about how they want to have you know, multimillionaire husbands to take over their children. And, and it's like, yeah, that <sighs> he said some straight. Yeah. He usually wants to talk about math more than anything. He's like, no, 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 no. We're talking about math. How like, I need numbers. We're going to we're going to use numbers to make. I never hear can't argue with numbers. on his numbers. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, this percent of people make this. So this percent of people do that. And all of a sudden you're yeah. asking for a point. Yeah. I mean, I can make up numbers and people are making them up. Like, 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 I fuck like, up the math. <laughs> I mean, he's just, you know, it, it, there's like 30 different numbers he needs to know. He needs to know like what percent of like black men make over six figures, right? I think that's like 1% or 3% or something. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. it, if it's men, I think it's 5%. Um, but as you go up the rung to like quarter million, 300,000, you're like losing a whole percentage every time. So by the time you get to the guy who makes 300,000 or 350, it was like 1% of men, period. Uh, and he's like, man, you are literally talking. You ever hear the 1%? That's who we're talking about now. <laughs> That's who you want. You want a guy that most people think has way too much money. <laughs> <laughs> That's how rich the man you want is. That there are people that think he has too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff i enjoy those i still haven't watched any of him other than no no haven't watched what, him what or watch andrew lately? tate uh per recently like pretty much all i've been doing on youtube is just listening to stuff i listened to the old uh ricky gervais show with carl pilkington mm -hmm. those every like few years i'll just start re-listening to those the way i'll listen to old o and a and it's just Carl is a is, is a joy. He is so fucking funny. And like he and Ricky and Stephen Merchant, the third guy on there who was involved with Ricky on the first office, they're just really good at like winding Carl up and getting him to go where they want him to. It's just it's really funny. I, I saw Kyle nodding. You've you've listened to those before, right? The old yeah. Carl Pilkington. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm more just like Carl Pilkington in anything he does. Uh, yeah. I really enjoy him. I watched whenever like maybe you introduced me to him or, or, or I discovered him, however, I went through all that shit. What I, I can't even remember the name of the show, but I watched an Idiot it all. Abroad. Yeah, watched it all. So an it, Idiot Abroad is so funny. I love when it. they add the little guy, uh, the 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 dwarf. I don't care for it. I'm 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 yeah. I don't like any I, of that. It's you're right. It's the Carl Pilkington show. You're watching yeah. for him. Like you don't want to see a diversion of attention to. Uh, so I haven't seen it. Is Carl Pilkington 
the genius of the show or just a tool that Ricky Gervais plays? An yeah, instrument he plays. Yes, it's it's both. He okay. is he's clearly someone who knows and you get more of an insight to this if you listen to the old radio show they get together in like the mid 2000s like he is a character in a way. Yeah. Like he's a, he's naturally a weird guy, but like you can tell listening to his radio like he's prepared bits. He's prepared like ways to say things in a funny way. If you if you've never listened to the radio show, look up uh Carl's Diary. Ricky Gervais show Carl's diary and they read through like the things that he talks about and like they'll get like five passages in a row and they'll start reading the next one and they're like it's about bugs again Carl this is the <laughs> fifth one in a row they're all about the moths in your house what are you doing like just I can funny, hear funny Ricky stories. laughing now Ricky oh! when, like, he has Ricky ridiculous. cracking up the whole time it's clearly one of those situations where Ricky mm-hmm. Gervais found Carl Pilkington and, and yeah. just thought he was the funniest human being in the world. And it was like, hilarious. I've got to show more people. Yeah. And so basically for, for Woody's benefit, the show, they send him around the world and it, the show is just watching him fail at things. So it'll be like, we're sending you to this uh, Amazon tribe and they do this silly thing where they build like this rickety tower of sticks and then they jump off it with vines tied to them. It's their version of a skydive. Want a, a bungee you know you try it and it's like you it's like a, a going bit like he doesn't try anything he he doesn't go out of his way to give it a go he's kind of grumpy mean-spirited not mean-spirited that's the wrong way to put it he's grumpy but in an innocent way when he is offensive about cultures he's in a way where it's like well this is a mockery of his ignorance not of you know mm. chinese people or whatever Where like he'll just sit there and like he's like i'm just sitting here looking at that lady she's eating a stick with scorpions on it just talking mm-hmm. in. Like, just talking <laughs> in? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I think he was in China for that. He goes to China. You think she looks at, like... at different parts and goes, oh, that's going to be good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for that bit. <laughs> it's so, so fucking funny. I love Idiot Abroad. It really is. There's, and, 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 you know, the camera just zooms in to a lady over there who's eating a goddamn scorpion kebab. And she's mm-hmm. just like looking at a fucking scorpion like crunch. <laughs> That's yeah. a leg crunch. That's its fucking thorax, and 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 he's just he's making it hilarious. And they send him to some, send him to some really beautiful places, but some real. I think they send him to Machu Picchu or something. Like like he had mm-hmm. to go on this crazy trek to get there. Yeah, and <laughs> and I think he got within like a few minutes of it, and it was like, can we just say we went <laughs> or something? Like like he didn't even want to go the rest of yeah, the way. Like, there's got, a bunch like, of most that. Of the way. He's like, this is about the same view. Ricky can't be mad at this. And then he just turns around and leaves. He walked it's 99% so of the way to Machu Picchu. And then he was like, couldn't be bothered to go up the hill. He's like, we're yeah. here. Let's just call it quits. And it's, Jesus <laughs> Christ. So if, you're, if you're looking for TV content, an idiot abroad on, I don't know if you can get it for free anywhere. I've, I've bought all the seasons on Amazon, hoping that some of that I get, gets back to him. Probably on HBO, I, I right? It. It might be. I thought all that shit was on HBO because because it seems like um, Merchant and uh, Ricky Gervais but, and uh, and that little fellow and Carl all have some plug-in at HBO where anything they want to produce can, oh, can go up there. The same way that Danny McBride does, and mm-hmm. uh, and, and that guy that he writes and and produces for him, like like you're probably everything. Right. Everything Danny McBride wants to produce, they just make it over there at HBO. It seems like he's doing that like Righteous Gemstones show right now, and they're all the same goddamn character. He's he, he's the same character in everything. On the uh, the Carl guy being a character, like he is somewhat that guy because, like, mm-hmm. according to Ricky, he is the reason. Like, he could have done more seasons of his own show. 
and he was like i've done it no like just like didn't want to do it anymore like just said no like you can keep doing this hbo or sky tv whatever like british hbo like and he just shot it down wouldn't do anything else so i don't know what he's up to now i wish he'd do more fucking content i haven't seen anything from him in a while i've uh no, but it's time for a new show to watch. I think I'm going to take on that Severance show on uh, Apple TV that, that Woody recommended. Um, no, he's, he's shaking uh, his head now. Yeah, I what, hate what, that Woody show. Woody said it was a feast <laughs> for the mind and the eyes. He, felt, <laughs> he, he said it's some of the finest a cinema. feast for the senses. <laughs> he said <laughs> the finest cinema since Clifford II. It, uh, it was probably <laughs> written by Stephen King. It, it, it is such an outstanding premise for a show. And then it loses me so hard where I'm just like, advance the plot, would you? You are dragging on simple points to the point where I think you're doing it on purpose. You're not bad at this. You're good at sucking. I I don't know why you ever see Midnight Mass, the the, the one on the island. Okay. I also said it was too slow. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like, I I feel like it's like seven episodes. (laughs) (laughs) It's just people sitting. Sitting in boats, sitting in chairs, sitting in aisles, sitting in pews, sitting, sitting and talking, sitting and talking, talking and sitting, talking and sitting. For se- It's like seven hours of talking and sitting, and there's no the, doing. The dialogue was my favorite part of the show. The dialogue is the best part. Well, then I bet you loved it. You wanted more <laughs> vampires, I guess. Like, 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 we need a swarm of them and lasers. And, it's like four and a half Captain hours America from now. I'm going to tease you with a sharp tooth. And well, then we've Captain got a America couple more hours this guy's of sitting. ass. <laughs> he makes short work of this guy and he give a speech. <laughs> That's what I need. I need Tony Stark to sort. I don't know. I loved it. When there's a scene where uh, the, 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 the man and the woman sit on the couch and they both talk about their what they think happens mm-hmm. when you die, or at least what they hope happens when right. you die. And it makes me cry, cry, cry like a little bitch. Cause, Not quite the boat so dialogue fun. scene, but it was still good. Oh, it's well, well, I mean, the boat dialogue is, is, is like making the couch dialogue come to fruition. You know, like, like it's uh, I highly recommend that. It's one of the finest things I've ever seen on Netflix. Uh, I think the Midnight, majority agree with you. It was it was yeah. well received. I love it so much. Midnight Mass, so fucking good. Uh, I almost I, I I watched it again recently, and I I caught a bunch of extra shit I didn't catch before. Was, okay, all right, I'd stand corrected. I was going to ask if you watched it again, and it was yeah. like my gotcha question. Like he's going to say no. I cried. Not actually I good. cried the second time too. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? If you're watching this, you might like it because I, I mean, I think that it's generally well received. People on Netflix said, people who watched it said it was great. Yeah, it's it's a drama. You know, they're, they're, look, there are sci fi uh, mystical elements going on, mm-hmm. but um, they, they make you pay for them by watching the show and learning about these characters. It, it's not a Marvel movie at all, but there's some cool shit going on. And I like to, I'm going to drop a few spoilers here. I like to like think about, like, wait, what was that thing? Was that mm-hmm. an angel? Was that a demon? Was that a vampire? Are they all three the same fucking thing? Is that a fallen angel, which would be a demon come down to earth to twist Two hundred and forty more to... minutes of dialogue and we'll give you another hint. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the bad guy only said like three fucking words the whole movie. Um, it, like, like he didn't say shit. He just kind of stood menacingly there. He was he was fucking scary. Uh, I look. I loved it. I loved it so much. Um, His voice was like Jared Kushner. They didn't want to <laughs> ruin the movie. <laughs> Jared like, Kushner have a weird voice. Eh, yeah, he does. It's, it's uh, oh, not masculine at all. Did you see Marjorie Taylor Greene got swatted the last two days in a row? 
I only saw it as Two days a headline. I didn't yeah. dig into it. And as much as I dislike her and think that she acts intentionally to divide and hurt the country, I'm still not pro swatting. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, no, no, no. I think that the most recent call, you might think, hey. How do they fall for it two nights in a row? What could they possibly say the second night? The second night, they claimed that they were a transgender youth who had went there and killed everyone. <laughs> like, like, I got her. And uh, and anybody comes here, tries to mess with me, I'm going to kill him too. Click. Wow, seems like, real. Holy shit. Sounds like a real one. Let's get in there. <laughs> sounds like a real one. Everybody load up. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Do you think like most of the SWAT team, they're like, guys, we're heading out. There's a trans teenager who just killed a senator. And they're like, okay, like, do I have, do I have to put my cop shoes on? Because we're just coming right back. Like, <laughs> please, can we start my Popeyes on the way? I don't have my belt. Is that okay? I don't have my belt. Yeah, we just got to show up. <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah, ridiculous. That's, that's a huge fuck up two swats on that prominent of a person in two days and they didn't like verify that makes them look nah, really that's dumb. good news though it's it, honestly it's good news for for the average joe because um that's the sort of thing it takes to get like scary laws passed against something like like, like mm -hmm. someone important to have an issue um so so that will um that'll be a good thing i think in the long run for for all peoples out there but uh but it's not a good thing that's happening to her even though she is yeah. just she doesn't live far from me she's down in rome georgia Oh, I uh, forgot. Yeah, yeah, she's she, yeah, local gal. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything. Man, about her. oh, she's real. I know. I know she's a loon, silly, but I don't like know she, in what ways. I, oh, so you say loon? She's I, goofy. I interpret it as more calculated. You WWE. Know? Yeah, it, it, yeah, that's a real good one. WWE. It, she's she's always doing culture war stuff she's always talking about how the democrats are grooming people how there's only two genders how there's this there's that and the other thing and, and to her whole brand is disliking the other side yeah and you can say she's a loon or you can be like she's firing up the people of this rural county in she's Georgia. the one who has the commercial where she shoots a barrett 50 cow and blows up a truck <laughs> okay that's a good kind of commercial remember didn't like uh that that guy from texas do that like in There's the 2020 election right. <laughs> yeah whatever yeah, his name. Uh, rick perry ripping me off rick perry just like had an ad where all he did was shoot a machine gun and he's like i'm rick perry and i approve this message <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> you didn't say anything rick <laughs> but somehow i think i said plenty i think i could i could guess every i could based on this no audio over it but gun sound rick i can guess every one of your positions <laughs> there's <laughs> I forget how many like federal level departments there are, like the Department of Energy, the Department of Defense, et cetera, et cetera, Homeland Security. He wanted to remove like five of them, but he forgot which five. Oh, and the one that he stumbled energy. on was the, was the Department of Energy. And then under Trump, he became the leader of the Department of Energy. <laughs> <laughs> it was like from that Saturday Night Live. Like, yeah. like, like our, our political system for the last, like through the Trump era, Saturday Night Live bit. You couldn't make it up. That's why late late night TV hasn't been funny for the last five or six years. What the, what they normally goofed around about just happened, and then there was there was no joke to be made anymore. It yeah. was like it was like the There's reality got more absurd. 
Oh, I, I got on. outraged for Teague I'll, over it. You it, know, it, every day there's something. Yes, new. And, and, and I'd stop being outraged about yesterday because he gave me a new red herring. And there was only today. one point and of view. It was, it, it was <laughs> everyone. It, it was let's mock Trump every night, and and it was like, what are we mocking him about tonight? And it, you'd be like, well, wait a minute, God damn it! Like I thought that was okay. Did we just mock anything he does, whether it's good, bad, or ugly? And that's what late night TV became for like five fucking years. Yeah, like all of them sucked. I stopped watching anything, hmm. and it's not like I'm some big Trump supporter. When, when there's funny like stuff about Trump, it's funny. Like yeah. the fact that he still walks around with that hair like that is, is a goddamn riot. Like if he was in your family, you would be <laughs> like, you'd be like, here he comes, here he comes, <laughs> look, look, touch it. Oh, I'm not gonna touch it. You touch it. Okay, come on, come on. Fucking, fucking two out of three paper boxes. <laughs> I just I, try like, and like have family barbecues on windy days. Yeah, you'd be you'd be goofing around about Uncle. It, uh, can we Uncle find a, a graphic of Trump's hair explained, Zach? Like I, I've seen him before, where they show the cut and how he's like covering. Yeah. Doesn't he go forward in one place and then swoops in another place, and it like forms a, a wicker pattern of of. When Jimmy, <laughs> Fallon, when Jimmy Fallon grabbed it and, and gave it the schmush, it was like, oh, that's quite a lot of hair. That's more hair than I gave him credit for. Like, like, like when I saw it move, it moved in a way that suggested like some pretty good stuff there. It, like, it's surprising he makes it look that some bad. sort, but it's not as empty as you'd think, you know, and he had I, I remember he was um. There's a name for the podium he's at. Look at that. Uh, and, and he's like, people think my hair is fake. And he invites a member of the audience to come up and pull his hair and see that it's real. And I thought it was kind of ballsy. So let's yeah, see. Um, Sweep the thinning front section to the side and provide a band of cover above the forehead. The most important part, take the longest back section and propel it forward so that the comb over lies at a 90 degree angle with the underlayer and gives the illusion of thickness. Take a third section of the hair from the top, roughly in line with the left ear, and sweep backwards at an angle to deal with the peripheral thinning on area on top. Comb hair directly above the ear backwards, otherwise it will trail by the face, detracting from the rest of the kofir. Anyway, I my takeaway from all this is that he is a genius and he's not getting the credit that he deserves. I just think he came up with this. Yeah, he came up with this. I just watched the clip, Kyle, and you're like. I don't know what I was expecting. I was expecting like like the top of a box to just flip back. He does have more. It's very thin in a lot of areas. Very thin. But it's his but it's, hair. It's and growing it's out of the, that area. Yeah. It's, it's funny. It's, it's, it's Normally like, thin it's hair, hair doesn't become 12 inches long. But look at that. Yeah. You know, something about that is pretty regal. <laughs> God, I'm glad you said it. I'm glad you said it. He looks like a proud old lion, doesn't he? I, I'm seeing a a bird, a male one, ready to pick an up eagle, a an, an bald eagle, eagle. <laughs> Woody. Yeah, right. I'm glad I mean, we both came together and finally agreed about Trump. I, I like. I think he's what's way funnier too. is like the orange that stops on his forehead because there's so much effort taken in his appearance, and it's like that just goes by the wayside. Actually, so you're right about the bad spray tan. But when he became president and started getting professionals doing his makeup, it got better. Yeah, yeah. Could, I wonder he what he looks cheap like out now. anymore. Like they, they, like had some like, people. Like on the campaign trail, he was doing it by himself the way he always did, and then somewhere along the way, he had a pro take over. I, I'm, I'm if he, uh, if he, if he comes to a rally, a rally within you know, thirty minutes of me, I'm going to go for sure. 
and I'll do the same thing. I'll try to get up close. I, I think it's look, I think this is a historical fucking figure. I think Donald Trump is more of a historical sure. figure than the yeah, average president, president by a long shot. And I want to be able to say, yeah, I saw him. I was in that room. I, I was in that room in Hickory, Kentucky in 2015. I saw that motherfucker <laughs> when he was North thin Carolina. and angry. Yeah, in North Carolina. Yeah. Um, he was thin and angry. <laughs> yeah, when he was thin and angry. Thin and, 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 and Chris Christie was there with his pants pulled up to his goddamn ears. I saw his <laughs> Chris Christie was the best optical decision for Trump by far. Because, like, Trump, fat load. Even like before he became president, he was already, you know, wasn't like anyone that would stop in America and make you stare, but fat. Chris Christie looks horrible. He looks like he could die anytime. And so he's he like, intentionally, yeah, he, he's a, he's a food addict. He loves mm -hmm. fucking blooming onion. And so Ooh, he would just have him. Too. First of all, Chris Christie's short. And so you see Trump there towering over him and it's like, oh, wow, that suddenly this tall fat guy doesn't look as fat next to this orb. Of a Chris man. Christie was wearing those businessman socks that that go that have like the uh, the suspenders attached to them to the socks themselves, and they were like a very they looked fancy. They were some pattern, but when he sat down in this chair, it, it reminded me of that chair that Morpheus sits in when he talks to Neo and offers mm -hmm. the pills. It was a big cushy chair, but when he sat down and like pulled his pants up, you know, to so he didn't have a bulge or anything like. There's God, his pants like came come so far up, and it's so <laughs> tight around his balls and dick and thighs, and there's so much belly, and he's got the suspenders and the like. He's probably wearing a a six seven thousand dollars suit, but he looks like shit. This, no, way worse than this. Way worse. That's than the this. best he's ever looked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, maybe this will be difficult to find, but but search Trump and Chris Christie. And Hickory, North Carolina. Like, let's maybe we could find a picture from the day that I was there and got to see him. That was cool. A fun Chris Christie picture is uh, Yankees uniform. Oh, what was he thinking? Oh, that's it's brutal. Crazy. It's hard for a normal man to look good in a Yankees uniform with those pinstripes and that tight athletic. Oh, this yeah. is from Hickory. Okay. So oh. On him, on him, that looked like that baseball. I don't remember those on. flags. Can you, can you get Chris Christie in? Um, the Yankees uniform. If you Google Chris Christie fat, there's a ton. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the Yankees uniform or just other ones? There's uh, there's one he's throwing a baseball, but he looks fat in a different outfit. Not the <laughs> oh, it's not his thinning look. I it looks like Trump's lost some weight. <laughs> oh, it was even oh, worse than memory, but okay. I mean, look at that moose knuckle. That's as bad as it gets. <sighs> he's. He's a specimen. I oh, had things look, 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 better look, in my look, head, though. I, if I had been in the locker room, and I'm Chris Christie, and I put that shit on, and I look in the mirror, I would have immediately picked up my phone, and I called my handler, agent, whoever the person is that's usually between me mm -hmm. and, and them, and I'd say, look, this shit's not going to happen. You tell them that I'm having heart palpitations, low blood sugar, I don't give a fuck. Meet me out back. We're leaving. That would have been it. Mm. I'm leaving. And it would have been, oh, Chris Christie had to leave for uh, for, for personal health yeah. reasons. Chris He's Christie had low her. blood make sugar. It, <laughs> yeah. Make it a, uh, make it a, a anything. A family or emergency. Or like, oh, like you yeah. tell him I had to go to like fucking vote on something at the Capitol, go but I got to go. Yeah. Instead, he suited up like that and, and, and like, come on. That's a bad look. Yeah. Terrible look. Oh, by the way, I wanted to say like, like, like we did. Uh, uh, I guess we actually did invite Wings on. He said he didn't want to come on. So just so you guys know, the ball was in his court and, you know.
uh, he didn't want to come on. Maybe um, in the future. We'll see. Up to him. Yeah. I, uh, I had something gaming related, Kyle. So I, or I said some of it on PK and I'm very tempted to jump back into Elden Ring, but I also, a couple days ago, I started Fallout 4 and I have like borderline zero experience in Fallout. I played actually this one, the beginning of it when it came out and like quickly stopped. Like I didn't really get anything done in it. So I didn't really know. And you told me you're like, don't put anything in charisma because you get all these points like your intelligence, your your perception, your whatever. It depends. It impacts how well you're doing things. And Kyle was like, don't worry about charisma. It does not matter. And I was like, all right, my guy's going to have no charisma. Absolute just wet blanket of a person to be around. And so like <laughs> Kyle, literally say this, no charisma, put it in zero. Yep. Yeah, he said he said there's no need for charisma. And so unlike like, I was imagining it to be more like Skyrim's uh engagement talking where it's kind of you only can say a few things and they don't matter that much and when they do it's very obvious and in skyrim at least they even orchestrate it sometimes where you have a shitty speech and they'll be like well i'll give you the key of the dragon stone whatever fallout 4 does not do that and i've been like out loud laughing a couple times because i fail every single speech check (laughs) <laughs> I, I I was waiting outside the first like main city you go to is called Diamond City. And I got there and there's this lady, this reporter NPC and you know the guy at the gate, he can't see you. And so she's like, oh, you better let me in. And he's like, fuck off. You are just writing bad newspaper articles about Diamond City. And she's like, oh, well, this guy I'm here with, he's a big supplier of things. Are you going to go tell Marcy that you turned a supplier away? And he's like, OK. And he opens the gate. And then, like, you go talk to the guard, and he's like, so, you're here to tell me that all that was a bunch of hullabaloo out front of the gate? And your options are to say, like, like, yeah, that was hullabaloo, bunch of nonsense. And your speech check is just to say, I'm sorry. And so I hit... I'm sorry. And my guy goes, cause it'll say, I'm sorry. And the guy actually gives a little more verbiage than that. He goes, I'm sorry about that. I had never been to the city before she started talking. And before I knew it, the door was open. I made a mistake. And my speech is so low that the guy behind the counter responds. He goes, Oh yeah, it happened so quickly. You forgot all human decency. <laughs> it forgot. It happened so quickly. You forgot all human decency. I don't have time for people like you get out of my face. And I'm like, Good God! Like, <laughs> like I'm I'm getting absolutely lit up by every NPC in this game. Yeah. I, I I stumbled upon a vault that wasn't the one I started in on the way to Diamond City, and I walk in and they make it in, and that this kid is like, "Hey, I'll show you around this vault. It'll only cost you five caps." And I obviously I, I choose every speech thing because they're funny, and so I instead of selecting yes, I was like, "Yeah, you can show me around, but I'm not going to pay you five caps." And the kid goes. If you're that much of a cheapskate, just go out there and die. It's like, <laughs> it's like Jesus, fuck, That's man. why like, I told you that because like it's all so you funny. Get, all you can get with higher ones is like avoiding fights or making a little bit of money or like you know the kid would have led you around for and you just save five caps if you'd been, had high yeah. charisma, but you'd have been denied <laughs> the kid <laughs> telling you to go kill yourself. <laughs> so it's a lot better that way. The same is true oh, yeah. with intelligence. If you make your intelligence zero, especially in New Vegas, there's a. I'm I'm not going to be able to do it perfectly, but there's this thing in New Vegas where you're trying to power up this uh, this uh, solar array where it's capturing it's tons of solar arrays powering a super weapon, and um, you're pretending like you're an expert about this technology, 
to a guy and the guy's like you sure you can handle this facility and if your intelligence is like one you just say me make make electric boom boom and the guy's like i don't think you're qualified (laughs) like you literally say like retarded stuff like you grunt at them like um there's one i think where if your medical skill is zero uh, like, like you just sort of like chop at them when you perform your surgery like 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 uh but but if your luck's high enough you can be like somehow your your monkey like strikes have have created a perfect surgical <laughs> operation the patient lives congratulations like, All right. it's like yeah there's I'm, lots I'm of glad, silly stuff in fallout i'm glad i have zero charisma because it's very funny but all like hmm. the the big downside is it impacts how much you can buy and sell things for and so like i'll loot armor that in my little thing says it's worth 20 for example i can sell it for four if i loot a gun that says it's worth 200 you know i can sell it for you know 30 yeah. or something yeah, and like if i want to buy if i want to buy oh, one stim pack which i haven't because they say there's a million of those and there's a ton of them it's like 200 for me to buy one stim pack yeah yeah it, it, it's it, a it's a little much. bit of an so i'm just gonna no, keep collecting I personally don't really. I, I like Fallout New Vegas the most. I think it's the best of the games. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of four. I've played it. I've beaten the shit out of it like three or four times, and with modded and unmodded and ridiculous mm. and and really plain Jane. The story's kind of a letdown, frankly. You haven't gotten there yet, but like when you get to like when the, when your eyes are opened to the full plot, you'll you'll be like, oh. Well, that's kind of sad then, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. like, well, shit. <laughs> Where do we go from here? Oh, you know, no. Are um, the Institute not the bad guys? They were ham-handing how bad they were every NPC I talked to. Yeah, no, I'm, so you've I'm got, pretty sure yeah, they're going to end up not being that choose. bad. You're going to have to choose between the Institute um, the, and, and the Railroad and uh, and maybe the Brotherhood of Steel. I don't remember. But, but that's the real one. It's between the Railroad or the Institute because the Institute is making these synthetic life forms and... Yeah. And seemingly trying to enslave, you know, like insert them into positions of power. And well, uh, I like uh, place. Uh, and the, the railroad guy, is trying to get them to safety. The current guy I have with them is Nick Valentine, the synth who will like do the hacking for you. Yeah, who's inexplicably dressed like a noir detective, like like doesn't make any sense. The year's like twenty one seventy eight, I think. It it it's twenty two seventy seven or something. It's been hundreds okay, of 22. years. I like the way I play these games is like so slapdash. Like I don't just stay on mission i i go around i explore everything like the first thing i do in all the games like this like rpgs is like wherever i start pointing i turn around and explore everything behind me because i always assume you know there's going to be a bunch of there, there's always loot thing right behind you behind the waterfall yeah yep i went and found something in in fallout hmm. 4 too but i'm i really am liking it more than i thought i would but the non-vats combat is kind of shit like yeah, it's the, been described like, I, like I play when fallout 3 came out yeah Oh, you're on control. I'm on because I'm using my Xbox to play it. That's what I have it on. And so, like, there's some it like the cursor accelerates and decelerates like as you're moving it, which is weird. Oh, Oh, Taylor. Well, I'm just I'm playing on my Xbox. That's what I have it on. Yeah, I get that bitch on the PC. God damn it. Well, uh, I I much- when he was telling me his Elden Ring story during PKN about how much yeah. trouble he had with the menu system, like get a mouse. But now that yeah. you need to play it on PC, it's I bet a, a lot of that's game. Yeah, no, it's, it's no, it's not. It's it. Dark Souls is literally more of a console game. 
Oh, is it? Okay, that's yeah. fair. I, it's made I for console, it. and so that's they encourage you to play it on console. And it's the menu system is not not very intuitive. It just oh. the real thing is it, it takes too many clicks through layers enough. to get to places on a con- on a controller. You know, whereas what you want on a controller in an RPG is like very quick access to your stuff. Like something bang, about that I don't know this for sure, but I do know that when they, you have a keyboard with 104 keys on it, oftentimes they solve that. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I, I like playing on I, console. So so. I, I hope you really get into Fallout um, because Fallout New Vegas is... I have a shit ton to do. Fallout New Vegas is my favorite game, though. It's much darker. It's much more... Um, it's much meaner. Um, the Mo- You're in a Mo- the Mojave Desert in that mm-hmm. one, and you've got Las Vegas as like this this cool place to go. And I just don't think that like Diamond City compares to New Vegas because uh, like it, it, those are like, the two major like settlements that you go mm-hmm. to. It's just as a centerpiece for a game, especially with the mod now, because you go into casinos in New Vegas and gamble. Like, and, and there's like, there's like yeah. slave girls dancing uh, and, and stuff. Like you can get, yeah, they got Diamond City out. sucks. Like I, I actively am it made sucks. sad when I walk into Diamond City. Make sure First you, of all, I don't know how long sure you run, the run, oh, run, run, the run, the run the plate. Run the bases. Run the plate. Run the bases. It's a, it's a thing. Okay. I did not do that. All the way around. Yeah. I just, I hate how it's organized. It's like you couldn't have made worse economic use of this baseball diamond. It's like the entire world is full of trash and they can't take it out. Like they can't take it out of Diamond City. It's because it's, Bethesda doesn't understand the universe in which their game is, is made in. They're just making like a they wanted they made Oblivion with guns. That's what Skyrim was or uh, that's what uh, Fallout 3 was called when it came out. But people love Oblivion with guns. If you think mm-hmm. about how it works, like this is hundreds of years after the war. The war happened in like 2077, 2078. That's when the bombs yeah. fell. This is 200 years after the war. That's the same amount of time that separates us from fucking Napoleon. There aren't Napoleonic cannons just leaning against our houses. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Like, like there aren't skeletons at Waterloo just laying there. They actually don't know where all the bodies at, that died at Waterloo went. It's a bit of a uh, historical mystery if you want to look into that one. It's fun. Ooh, I didn't know that. Like, like, they're not laying there anymore. Like, you walk into a store and fall out, and there's a skeleton on a bench. And it's like, That's there's a woman operating me. this business. Like, 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 she has never <laughs> moved the body out of her place of business. She has a diner with a dead man in a chair. And yeah. it's like, come on, that's ridiculous. We would have swept up. We'd have started growing some crops. I watched some. I watched a YouTube about uh, a video about this today. They were talking about this exact thing. And it's so right. Like, yeah, like, you're 100 percent right. Like that. Like when I play games like this, if there's like something integral to the plot, I'll pay attention to what's being said. But mostly, I'm listening to Carl Pilkington joke around in one ear. <laughs> and like, I it's just. Well, I'll say something good about it. It the level up system for your skills infinitely better than skyrim's like if you want to oh, get like like smithing in skyrim you have to take fucking hours of finding shit or flying around fast traveling to every smith and then waiting until they restock and then buying it and dealing with the huge amount of money it costs and then all the weight of everything in this you just like select gun upgrade 2 and it's like oh this is perfect like i did not want to spend a shit ton of time at a smithing station making iron daggers that's the worst part of skyrim in this i it's almost like perk overload in fallout 4 there's so much shit you can do that like i i lose track i'm like i guess i should just keep putting shit in rifleman you know because i'm not doing that much damage I, I would always lean on a youtube guide because there's so many choices to make uh, i've never I, I played like, it through though so i'm i'm like trying to mostly do it myself the only time i'm googling on this playthrough is if like 
I get pissed off when I'm not told how to do something trivial that's needed for a larger purpose. So like when they're like, you need to build a radio tower here. And I'm like, and I go to this workshop and I'm like, okay, power, where the hell is the radio tower? And I look up on YouTube and the guy's like, yeah. So it's a little confusing because no one tells you how to do it. And they don't tell you to attach the wire. And also in order to get the tower, you have to go to other. And I'm like, oh, okay, other, and then find it. And like that kind of stuff. I will just Google, get it done real quick. Cause I do not want to try and solve some puzzle. That's not meant to be a puzzle. Yeah. Um, there, there's a lot, the, the DLC is quite good. I thought there's an, there's one where you go to Nuka world, which is like a, a Coca-Cola world, like, like kind of thing, you know, it's like a theme park uh, well, that I've you go to. That's, um, and then there's one called maybe far Harbor or something where you go that's to right. like, you go to uh sort of a, uh, a Harbor city settlement where they live off the sea and uh, they're being attacked by creatures. And I think there's a cult there that worships maybe a nuclear weapon something. or something. I'm sure I'll have to kill them at some point. Probably. Yeah. That's your choice. You could side with them or you go the other way. You know, there's if I could get more, I'm, I always will choose what side will get me more XP. Huh? Like if I can get more XP, if it's like you can join, I cheat. we can go back to our base or, or you can join that side and kill all of us. And it's like, well, you guys are going to give me a shit ton of XP. I always cheat and go online and I, uh, I see what happens if I go left or right. Cause I don't, Sometimes it's game breaking. It's like, oh, you killed Martha? Well, you can never be a ninja then. <laughs> it's like, but I didn't even know I could be a ninja. Uh, good, because we wouldn't have wanted you to get your hopes up. It's really cool, and now you can't do it. And it's a fuck, but Martha, you know, I, I want to know what happens. And sometimes it's like, if you kill the person, I don't know, a gemstone comes out of their asshole, but if you spare them, they give you the sword of eternity. And it's like, gems are a dime a dozen. I don't have a sort of eternity. Come on. So yeah. I like to find out what's going to happen. I'm, I'm liking it a lot. Like first real foray into the Fallout universe. It's good to know that Fallout New Vegas is better. Fallout 3, that's, that's, so not, good. that's not better. Um, I don't think Fallout so. That's 3 another is Bethesda. super old, isn't it? Uh, it's probably 10 years old or 13 years old, something like that. So you had Fallout... Uh, Obsidian made Fallout New Vegas... And the people from Obsidian, Obsidian are made up of some people from the OG company whose name escapes me. It doesn't matter. They made Fallout 1 and 2. Fallout 1 and 2 are these top-down um, like, like, like survival games. Um, but Fallout 3, like I said, they called Oblivion with uh, guns. It's oh, okay, but I don't like it. I, I've never liked Fallout 3. It's in uh, Washington, D.C. And then uh, okay. New Vegas came out a couple years after that in 2010, according to Zach. And I really like that one, as most people do. It's great modded. And uh, and then you've got Fallout 4, which is in Boston. And then Fallout 76, the, the cash grab game that came out uh, a few years ago. That's just dreadful. And it takes place, I think, in West Virginia. And it doesn't have, the, you said it had like no content. Like it was just. It's, it's changed since really I played it. it, it's, it. It's a weird sort of like multiplayer uh, Fallout. Um, we could play it together. I bet it's fun now. I bet it's fun now because uh, it's been so long. Um, mm -hmm. I bet it's one of those games that they were like, okay, and it, it's probably better now. But if you want to play Fallout together, Fallout 76 accomplishes that for sure. I'd be down, definitely. I'm yeah. sure it's probably cross-platform. And there's like... But I, actually, I don't own Fallout 76. I just get that on PC. Yeah, I would I, I, I would definitely want to play Fallout on... Uh, on PC, I I've got the most Fallout time on on console though on like Xbox 360. I think playing New Vegas back back then. I, there's no telling how many playthroughs I did. I'm just wasting time wandering in that goddamn desert. 
I, I like, I haven't dealt with any glitches so far in Fallout 4, which is something like in Skyrim, I always use that as point of comparison because I've played that more than any other RPG by a magnitude of 10, but I like that. And it's way better on the the waypoints than Skyrim was. Like, I know it's the same company. So five years, they made a lot of better decisions. Like, so so many of the problems in Skyrim were like, I already collected all the dragon heads. And then it's like, oh, yeah, but this person's stuck in a doorway and a Draugr is laying on top of them. It's like, oh, okay, well, I guess I guess I don't have to join the Thieves Guild because <laughs> <Like>, <laughs> that's all you can do. But in this, like, even the the companions, they like get out of your way better. They don't just stand. Oh in yeah, the yeah. For you. Oh man, like like, like the I, death claws. I thought the death claws were going to be a huge part of this game. I fought one death claw and I got a super uh, armor set for it. I did try to kill it without the armor set because I thought I was hardcore. I got fucked up so fast because uh, I didn't think it would be that fast. And um, with the armor set, got it pretty good. But that's the only death claw. Haven't seen any death claws other than that. Yeah, I guess I haven't played to, uh, that. I haven't played very long. So, but. so if you, uh, you know, if you look at the map, you have the area you start in, and then radiating out from there, you can find it online. But there's like a temperature map, and every time it goes to a hotter color, the enemies are leveled up, and they use the uh -huh. leveling system in the game. Like, like now their stats are just better. They're level one hundred. They're level two fifty or whatever. And mm -hmm. as you radiate out, the further you get away, on the opposite end of the map, in the glowing sea. The glowing sea is like this crazy irradiated area with like your visibility is like 20 yards or something because there's just blowing toxic nuclear like mm -hmm. fog blowing past your uh, vision everywhere. Everything's green and glowy. And uh, there's tons and tons of gigantic rad scorpions and death claws out there. It's and it's kind of hard to survive there to begin with because it's so radiated. I want to uh, like get a companion who I actually like because next playthrough I want to do the like lone guy where you get bonuses for being by yourself. I think that seems like fun. The loot would be annoying, but I did not read what you just posted. Sorry. Well, this, you don't want to be a wage cuck for the rest of my life. What would you guys do if you were starting from scratch? Um, hmm. I always like that one where you start off with like, like I hate the idea of the plan involving a decade of education and it's okay. before before we start tipping the the debt to income scale back the other way in any meaningful way and i just really like the idea of going to that trade school and getting a a a, a degree in two years to so, get on hvac or or to, or to become a like one of those really high paid skills that that you could then you know lean into your own entrepreneurial endeavor like like if you're gonna be a welder Let's be a welding company once we get our. If you're going to be an HVAC guy, let's be an HVAC company. I, I don't want to always be a wage. Before we go as, too deep, as you put this it. was a Patreon question. I forget the level. It might be ten dollars. Ten dollars. The question, and we might use it in the show. And it was, "Don't want to be a wage cuck for my whole life." What would you guys do if you were starting from scratch? Which Kyle read. Yeah, I have the same thing. Plumber, HVAC. electrician, HVAC. The only like thing when, is, when, when, it doesn't quite qualify as what you said. Because there's still ten years. It's just not all in school accumulating debt. You know, you have okay, to but 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 it's a whole different this. scenario, right? Like, like like you can you can start off making fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year, like like way more than the average person. And then the second year, it's just going to be more every year. And the more you want work, the more you get, right? If you're working for some other company, like like you could, I don't know. I like that a lot, especially with the HVAC thing. I just uh, always think that like. When someone comes to me and they're and I'm hot and sweaty and and like it's like yep that'll be one thousand dollars I'm like 
do you take cards <laughs> or would you just like to take it out of my asshole yeah. <laughs> either way <laughs> what's the fastest way to pay you um, yes sir it's like, 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 it doesn't want to be a wage cut. i wonder what his existing skills are right did you finish school already are you currently a computer programmer and you just i'm starting him at high a... school i'm starting him at 18 like just got out, gotten out of high school like start at nothing um i'm and, putting and just... him at 24 and not happy with his current role in life okay and say, like, how do you get out of there? I kind of like what Scott did. Scott's Kyle's cousin. He went to community college, became, I'm going to foul this up a little. You go to school and you get your welding certification, but he got like a second one or like, you know, he, he got his master's in welding. I think and he keeps that, going. He, he does this thing where he like travels um, and gets like certifications and various special specializations and techniques like, like he's like going and getting. If he was a doctor, he's going to like a podiatry clinic. So if anybody needs any, yeah, I can do that too. So like, anytime he has a job, whether they want him, he does this shit where they've got to. They use a mirror on a stick that's reflecting the back of a pipe, and he's got a special welding tool that lets him like reach around behind and weld backwards mm -hmm. through a mirror. And it's like that's a whole different kind of welding. Like, like that has nothing to do with knowing what to turn the machine up to and how to like draw a bead. Mm -hmm. Like he's doing it backwards through a mirror on the backside of a pipe while wearing a gauge that lets him know if he takes too many rads. It's, like, <laughs> it's cool welding. <laughs> sounds yeah. scary. Rad. It, it sounds like you have to actually be good at this. Some this shit. Cause uh, I know when he's welding nuclear power plants and they, uh, they x-ray your welds afterwards to make sure they're good. There's no fucking faking this stuff. Like they really check it out. Um, I mean, yeah. college could be a good advice for this guy. Like, did he? He? I don't think he said he's in college, college or not. He said college, he didn't yeah, want to be a wage cuck. And I feel like, I mean, like, I think, like, doesn't college set you up to be a pretty successful wage cuck? I mean, STEM. more so. We, like, we know the answer is STEM, yeah. whether we like it or not. Like, like, like it, it, yes. it, it, look, if, you, if, if you're, you're smart enough to wage cuck, you're going to have to be an entrepreneur or you have to go into STEM. Am it, I wrong there? Or get lucky? I, no, you're right. Here's so mm -hmm. I'm, uh, that we're, on, we're waging on luck. I'm currently like emerged in this world a little bit because my daughter just finished college and her entire friend group just finished college. So all the different majors are entering the grown up workforce and they're seeing what's up. And every one of them is like, holy heck in STEM. You know, that this one gets work at 40 grand. This one's at 35 grand. And this one's at 75 grand, mm -hmm. 75 grand. This is your first job out of school and you're making 75,000, 85,000. That's the STEM. Yeah, like no. if you're going to go to college, be smart and get something that's going to get you a degree. Don't go for, you know, English or history or psych or something. Like, like, like I mean, what you figure out what you want to do first, right? Like, like have a career in mind. Um, I, I, I like, like, you know, we've been watching yeah. that uh, For All Mankind show. They're all engineers. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like there, there'll be a point where somebody will be like, you're all engineers, just do it and they'll be like yeah i guess we are and they'll start getting fucking chalkboards out sh and, and shit and they'll like and they'll fabricate a thing from nothing like having a skill like that is invaluable yeah. over over getting like god there's so many degrees that are just meaningless right that, that don't really have a career in mind behind them for sure or at least I'm not one that's in demand which is what you want ideally you want to be go out and and, and like have three options hey mm -hmm. There's a guy, there's a, they want me in San Diego to, to engineer something and they want me in New York too, man, that would cost a lot, but they are paying 50 more thousand a year. You want those kind of options, right? If you're going to be you a wage be in a position where 
multiple companies are competing for the right to pay you six digits. Right, that's where you aspire to be. Mm. Yeah, or get in there and start welding, bitch. <laughs> that is that position. You know, yeah. I can make six grand. Six digits, <laughs> you absolutely. If you're willing to hustle for it, but you know, then you're going to be the guy who like might go on the other side of the country for three, four months at a time, live in a trailer on a job site welding but you'll make six figures in those four months you'll make and like it the toll on your body is going to be hard like that's yeah. something that never gets talked about with trades it's like oh sure. just crawl around in an hvac system for 38 years like your your body's going to get fucked over time that's like, why you i need always to think like, that is like a cost benefit like would you rather be someone who has to blow their body out you know doing all of this hard stuff every day or be a wage cuck who is like sitting at a desk and then you get to go to the gym or whatever. Like also sales, sales uh, is the highest paid position, but you got, but, but, but can also be lined out right. You'll know right away with sales if you're any good at it or not. You know, you like, like, is that true, Kyle, or can't you get better at sales? Can't no, you weed the fuck out? It won't matter. You either will or you won't. It doesn't matter if you can or you can't. Um, you will or you won't. And because it, it'll be over quickly. Like yeah. there's so many like, sales. Like, 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 yeah, maybe three, four months of someone sitting right next to you and being your buddy and saying, no, you should have, you should have asked for the sale. You know, you didn't ask for the sale. Or, oh, whoa, whoa, you were too aggressive there. What we if don't you... ask for the sale when we mm -hmm. meet them, buddy, but you've got your sink or let swim, me, right? Let me ask yeah. you this. Let's uh, say so we're grading salesmen on one to 10. It, could it be you just need to hit the ground at a five? You know, no one's going to start as a 10, probably sure. right? very few. You sure. just need to know that you're not a two. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I have some medium amount of experience in that. And I just noticed that, like, there were guys who could do it and there were guys who couldn't. Like, 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 like it was it, you either could or you couldn't. And it what was, was the know. characteristic of a guy who couldn't? Was he not bold enough? Being personable. I didn't want to be his friend. I, I didn't want to be the, that guy's friend. I, like, I, I, every now and then I joke around about me as a 19 year old kind of giving these guys a hard time that were in their thirties and forties and fifties. And I think the reason I was giving them a hard time is like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be their friend. They were kind of losers. They just didn't seem like cool guys. They, they say like, like I remember like they just seemed weird. They weren't friendly. They weren't personable. They weren't mm -hmm. guys that you wanted. You, I didn't care if they liked me and there were, sure. but, but some, some people you can't, you're like, Hey, I wish, Wish Brad liked me. It'd be kind of cool, right? I mean, he's got a fucking side by side. Just he doesn't have a brother. That could be me. Me and Brad. We could be fucking. God, we'd have our own handshake. I know we would. You know, <laughs> he could be like that. I kind of want to be Brad's friend. That sounds right. Gee, Kyle's selling you on Brad right now. <laughs> I'm buying. I'm buying. Like, yeah. like I, like I have some sales experience, and like in seeing people. Like you can tell if they're going to be good or not just by how like honestly, like conversational, like if you're a conversationalist and you're good at making people feel comfortable, putting them at ease, like making the stakes seem low, just a normal day, like that kind of thing makes you good at it. Like, you know, when you're on a date, you don't want to be Mr. Like asking for the sale three times before you've even spoken and like gotten to know them at all, because that's off putting. And, you know, th that person's not going to buy from you because they feel like you're a predator. Do you remember how when it was your first day at a new grade or with a new teacher, like like for that first week or two before you got to know her, you were mm -hmm. you were real on edge with her. You're like like I don't know how she handles things. She might be fucking strict and scary. I'm gonna mm -hmm. like mind my p's and q's, and then after a while you feel comfortable around her, and you guys it, it, everything's a lot smoother. And the same true when, when you're when you're dating a girl, right? Like mm -hmm. at first we're sitting on the couch and, and you're like, whew. 
if I like move, make the wrong move, I could offend her and like, like, like sure. there could be a misunderstanding. But then like after maybe we've had sex or we at least we made out or like goofed around or something like now it's like I could flick her on the tit and make a joke out of it right now. And it'd be funny. Like, like, yeah. like you the same as that bridge sales. has been passed. Yeah. You've got to get you've got to like break that bubble of like social distance mm -hmm. a lot quicker when you're selling something because we don't have a couple of dates. To, to break it down and we don't have a couple weeks at school to break down that, that, that little barrier between teacher and student. I've got to become your friend or at least someone that we can have like a normal yeah. loose conversation. That's flowy. Sure. Now, like in the next 10, 20 minutes, cause we, we you got, I gotta get you out of here. And, get, get and like, you, you don't have to be like, like when I said conversationalist, I mean, being able to read someone, you don't want to be Mr. Flowery over the top, talk, talk, talk. Like you, if you like, you should be able, this is what it is. You need to be able to read someone and their intentions and their desires. Like, does that person want to be spoken to? Or is that a no nonsense? Don't fucking, you know, hoity toity talk to me, just get it done. Or is this someone who maybe it's their first car and they would be more relaxed if they were in a more, you know, gentle atmosphere and you ask them like a question about themselves. Why do you want this kind of car? Oh, this will be perfect for that. Like I've never sold cars, but like with sales in any way, you gauge the person first. You're selling yourself. That's trite, but you are in pretty much everything. If someone yeah, doesn't even, like I mean, you, I mean, they will not buy from you. Exactly. Exactly. You're not going to buy some for someone. And the slightest offense can, can turn somebody off. Yeah. Because they're on uh, edge. And, they're looking for offenses and potential slights of, oh, he revealed these. I would often, I would often pose my, or, 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 or um, put my, uh, position myself as an independent kind of guy. Like, like, look, it's you versus them. And I'm your middleman. But don't worry. I'm with you. <laughs> And I could sell that. Yeah. And, 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 and so it made the process a lot easier, even though I'm not working in their best interest. They need to believe that, or at least kind mm -hmm. of believe that I am. Because I I mean, look, they want a car, right? Like, it's not like I'm going to ruin their lives or something like that. I'm trying to make an extra yeah. $2,000 here on a $50,000 purchase. I'm, just, I'm, I'm trying to put food on my table. Like when I've done it, like, like, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's, it, it's, it, but it's like you said, you, you've got, some people would be, guys would come in and this isn't their first rodeo and 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 they'd be like hey look i'm here to buy a new f-150 i want the blah 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 package mm -hmm. and hey it's got to be red or black or red or black red or black and it's yeah. like all right you, do you know which one you want you want me to pull it up here you want me to take it on a test drive like like i'm just giving nah i've done all that all right mm -hmm. you want to see numbers yep let's do it uh, hang on though my manager actually look he'll give me a hard time if you don't go out there and smell that thing first, right? So let me pull it around. Let's get in there and smell it. And then he'll, when he comes around and he asks if you smell how the car smelled, you can say it smells great. Then I won't yeah. get in trouble because I got to get him back out there to smell that fucking car before we start talking about numbers. He's mm -hmm. got to get back in there one more time and feel how smooth the leather feels and like rev it up or whatever. Why are you getting him in there? Is that true? Your manager doesn't care if he's in the car, right? No, my manager doesn't care. I want him in there. I want him to go touch that 60 fucking thousand dollar truck yeah. before he sits down and starts talking to Wells Fargo. <laughs> like, I don't, I, I want him to remember mm -hmm. why he's you want here. the car right? to sell like, itself. Yeah, that, I mean, the car does sell itself. They're nice. Yeah. New cars are nice. He's yeah. there because he wants at, it. You know, BMW has this electric SUV. I think it's called an IX or something. Mm -hmm. it looks sick. It looks sick. And I'm looking at it in this commercial my mouth's watering and I'm like, that's a fucking sick car. That's a fucking <laughs> sick car. I bet that car is eighty-five thousand fucking dollars, though, isn't it? And I went. 
well, that model isn't. That model actually starts at $105,000. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, of course it does. It's a BMW electric SUV and it looks sick. Of course, they're a hundred fucking thousand dollars. Is that what new cars are going to cost now? Should I just swallow the pill and get me one of them six figure fucking cars? Because that's gosh. just what cars cost now. No, they're not that much, are they? Fuck. If you yeah, want a cool want. one, if you want a <laughs> cool fucking car that people go, oh, that's one of them. Those are a hundred thousand fucking dollars. It looks better in black, but that's it. That one's European. Not at me as standoff. I stand out. I mean to say, like I look at that car and I. It's got this sunroof. It's got that like magical glass that just turns opaque instantly. Uh, I don't like a crossover look in a really expensive car. Again, it looked better in black. Okay, I. I so I'm not loving it myself right now, but 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 the the one in black particularly looked good. And like the, Corvette is a the interior reminded me of the Tesla, but it's just like this long, big fucking glass panel. I'm um, getting to an age where a man begins to appreciate a Corvette. It's not oh, my it's fault, but uh, I, I see a Corvette and I'm like, whoa! American cars look like McLarens now. America, like this Corvette is as attractive as a Ferrari to my eyes. Like it, good gosh. It, Corvettes were always not quite as cool as those European ones. It looks cooler than a Bugatti to me. To me, I think that any of our like big car guests it, it w- would agree with me here and say that that Corvette, like, like that, that Stingray Corvette, the 2022, 2023, or whatever, is the most bang you can get for your buck in a, in a, in a car period. Like, like, like it's so much car for. I mean, look, they're 90 to 110 or something like that, probably. And oh, my fucking God, like, like, look, throw that next to any other car on the planet. And I'm still like, but that Corvette, though, that, that looks cool. like a rocket ship. I, I I don't think it gives up anything to any car. And, and the Corvette traditionally did like throughout my whole life. It was like, ooh, the Corvettes are cool. And then you're like, well, OK, the Ferrari's cooler. It's more expensive. This is though. a mid-engine car. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> Like it, it, dude. What does that mean? I mean, well, you're the people f- like the engine in the middle because it weights the tires better. Okay, and, and you've got you've got a front in in this thing. Yeah, and but it's really hard. To, you have to really design the car around the engine if you put it in the middle. And it handles better. You've got a, your, your center. Better. The engine's the heaviest chunk of the car, as you can imagine. It, it's moving it back. Uh, when I'm center. driving. we kind of lean to the left when i'm riding (laughs) can you imagine when wing how often wings has to get his tires balanced (laughs) from all those left tires getting worn down to the wire there's any significant difference nah there can't be why not you go ask any any you you go ask any uh, difference between his weight and mine is what 190 i don't know what he weighs would that make that big a difference in a car's weight? He weighs four bushels. <laughs> Is a bushel 100 pounds? Uh, it's a, a bushel of corn. I don't know. That doesn't help me know uh, what it weighs. 21 stone. They're a, they're <laughs> I don't know what he oh, weighs. He uh, they call it a quarter cow. He said 426. That's what that motherfucker weighed when he came to my house. When he came to the FPS boot camp, that's what so he What weighed. you're saying is he's back at his fighting weight. Time is a flat God. circle. That motherfucker. It's his fighting weight. That's that. When he came in ready to go to, what do we call it, boot camp? That was his yeah. boot camp weight. Sometimes, sometimes I, I like, like I was about to say I'm mad that I wasted my time helping him, but but like y'all got to see it, so like I'm sure a bunch of y'all enjoyed those FPS boot camp videos. So it was not it was it was not for naught, but Jesus Christ to <laughs> still be the exact weight 
after after all that and that surgery to like yeah and the surgery that's the that's, trouble oh. is the therapy he doesn't have the right relationship with food that that's just yeah. what's up you know he's he's eating sugar he's eating carbs which are basically the same thing to your body and uh he's not like it's he's normalized it he must have he could he could be he'd be a millionaire right now if instead of um all this nonsense he'd have done like uh, he'd have gotten a, just ripped if he was if he was some fucking big bodybuilder dude what you could eat he could he could be like a legitimate bodybuilder size by now like 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 springboarding off of that ridiculously powerful uh, um lower body that he's had to maintain like mm-hmm. like like turn that right on into fucking 600 pound squats for reps right get that like 185 pound wings has got like the bar bending fucking cranking <laughs> them out you know um that's he, he could be that guy he could be motivational speech walter goggins type guy he still could be not david you ever goggins. hear that thing about walter about goggins that? having to having to qualify for he wants to qualify for another race that's why his name is David Goggins. Am I wrong? Is it David? I'm sorry. Walter, Walter Goggins, Goggins is the guy actor. with the teeth in uh, the, the the Gemstones show. <laughs> You're right. He's a fucking white actor. I'm talking about the, uh, the 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 black motivational guy. It's it's David Goggins, right? You know, I'm he had to run sure that. He was running that that race, and he had broken all the bones in his feet. Right. And 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 so he duct taped his shoes to his feet so they went numb. And then he like cranked out like 25 more yeah. miles, Can shitting I... himself as he went. So wait, here's the whole story. I've heard it recently. Nice. So David Goggins was just getting into shape and he's he's a big fat fuck at this time. And 280 maybe. 280, okay. And yeah. um anyway, he wanted to raise money for other like a veteran friend of his. And to do it, he had to get in this race. And to get in that race, he had to run 100 miles. So he has 4 days notice. So he just runs. He does like 50 miles. He's not feeling at 70 miles. He has two broken feet. So he just tapes them up and runs the other 30 miles with broken feet. And then four days later runs the other race. And and this is like a Paul Bunyan level. Oh, feet. oh, it gets better. Dude, he, he has you don't know all of his feet. Like yeah. That. Yeah. It's the, I don't, I don't he even like him world. as a motivational speaker. Tell him about the world record. I don't think I know it. He had the pull-up world record. <laughs> it, he set dude, he, the world record for like consecutive pull-ups. Jesus Christ! Pull-ups weird, but okay. <laughs> how many? How many is it? How well, many? Like, what's the world record? You know, like a <laughs> like hundred? Is it a hundred? You know, I'm just, pull-ups. Right. I know the pull-up. <laughs> you know, cranking them out. Uh, I don't know what the record is. It must be super high. I wonder if it's pull-ups in some period of time, like in 24 hours, where you. Um. He he lost yourself. the record recently to a famous person's son, like a football player's son or something like that. Um. But but it was a tremendous amount of pull-ups. That Four thousand thirty pull-ups yeah. in seventeen hours. Good. I, did he I hang think, that long? I don't understand. I don't remember. Rated? prorated yeah right he just did one in 10 seconds and then they prorated it they extrapolated from there i, I remember seeing him like i remember seeing him on instagram and, and he's like giving you a motivational speech and he's cranking out these slow pull-ups while he's talking to you and i'm like it's been minutes i'm the and only he one that doesn't stopped. like it i i he so here i heard um this guy hired him i forget the guy's deal but he's a successful entrepreneur so he hires david goggins and immediately he's like, well, you know, I want to see your starting spot. Let's see how many mm-hmm. pull-ups you can do. So the guy goes and he does like 10 pull-ups. He's like, no, no, now do as many as you can do. And he does like four more. And he's like, no, 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 
do as many as you can do. He has like two left in him, and there's like rests between each one of these. And yeah. he goes, we're going to do 100. And he's like, he's at 16, and he can't do any more pull-ups. And you're going to get 84 more out of him? Yeah. And he did. And I'm like, is this even healthy? <laughs> like, How is this good work? This is a terrible workout plan. If I'm your personal trainer, I'm like, all right, you know, we're gonna do this exercise. It's gonna feel light to you, and you're not even gonna be hurt afterwards. We're just gonna get your form right. You know, overhead presses with 15 pounds. I know you could do 25, but we want to get your form locked in at 15. You'll be at 25 eight days from now. Sounds like yeah. Woody's gym for pussies. I was yeah. Walter Goggins' gym of workout arms and destroyed elbows. Right. Walter Goggins will injure you on your first day. I'm like, this isn't even smart. <laughs> what are you What are you up to? No, that's they, that's they, good they, advice. Work out didn't like Didn't he make him jump in an ice money. lake too? Didn't he like make him jump in an ice lake or do something crazy Yeah, else? yeah he had him jump in an ice lake and his wife is like, what is this insanity? You brought this in inspirational guy around and suddenly you have hypothermic and, and it, yeah. like how is hypothermia good exercise okay yeah step one should be diet <laughs> right? way before that you can fix most know. stuff with a good he diet instantly introduced this regular person into like outrageous feats of strength and endurance and yeah. discomfort and I'm like, I, I, all right, look, I like it. I, I love more about the Rocky speech about the get knocked down and get back up a thing than I am this guy who's about self-injury and mutilation. I, like, no, that's ridiculous. He, yeah, he's about mental toughness, clearly, though, right? Like, like that's what it's all about. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Happy spin on it. I don't know if he's like Jocko, because Jocko's one of those like up at 4 a.m. cold showers motherfuckers. Like, liar. Like, <laughs> liar. <laughs> Fucking you, you liar. Have, so you talk yeah, about him not having enough sleep. I've heard him address that and be like, he's like, he's like, yeah, people don't believe, who don't believe me about that. They don't know about because he, he goes to bed at, at, at like ten thirty. He said he, he said he goes to bed at ten thirty and he's up at four thirty, uh, which is like six hours, right? Um, okay. And uh, which is doable, but but he's like he's like people people don't believe you can do that. They don't know about naps. Oh, you, you lay down if you're tired. You lay down on the floor. You elevate your feet. Set a timer for ten minutes. You'll sleep if you're tired. You'll sleep for ten minutes and you'll wake up feeling good and you'll go about your day. And he's like talking about taking these ten minute like cat naps. What a lie that is. That's not how yeah. sleep works. I don't mean to. Look, rip I'm not going to argue with you. No shit look, about nap. I napped for two hours today. I can kick his napping ass. Jocko's <laughs> head is so big that that I just can't can't think that he he doesn't know more than me. There's <laughs> so much shame. knowledge All in right. there. That it's yeah, that his that's why I always lean to Taylor if I have a question. It yes. makes a lot of sense. I'm with you on that. I... Like like I wish it were true. I wish that the bigger the person's head, the more intelligent they were. Just you could just tell them the distance. To be. Never been disproven. <laughs> like I can get a rough gauge on how strong someone is by looking at them. I want that for intelligence. I, I want wow. a job. You know. Yeah. You can, right? yeah. There were some guys that worked on that. <laughs> <laughs> they had a lot of. Well, they worked on it for a while. They got a bunch of people together. They took some measurements. Took some notes. Got their phrenology all all lined up. There's got to be Nazis one thing useful. This. No, phrenology was around about. way before that. I think Kyle might be making a German joke. I, I, talking I, about those I, Nazis. There's, and there's a lot of bad people that wanted to be able to spot a, a slow person by, just by looking at them. Um, I, I, <laughs> think, I mean, y'all have done that to my dog, apparently. Like, like, you know, <laughs> I, I, went, I went down there and I was like, I was like there, there's so many people making fun of you on the internet, dude. You don't even know. He's still laying there. He's still laying there. He's so sad. And, and, no, he he was like, "Who are you?" 
Where's that eight pound <laughs> snack you've got running around here? <laughs> I, I, I took it, took him out a little while ago. He's he's hurt. He's hurt now. Hey, the, the fucking the other dog was like running with its like long cable lead on that I that I've got outside. I hook them all up so they can run around the yard, mm-hmm. go crazy. I don't have uh-huh. a fence yet. And this motherfucker, like the other dog, ran the cable into this guy's leg, and he's like limping now. And now he's laying down there all sad. Did he sad. get caught on his exposed surgical hardware? I don't know. It bumped it or something. Yeah. Oh. It, 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 like, 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 let's, let's call it a show so you can get to your your needy retarded dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, also Patreon. <laughs> We've got that. Oh, Patreon Hangout coming up. Yep, coming oh, up this Sunday shit. and Tuesday. Right. Check out the Patreon. Yeah. Right. And also PKN. PKNs have been good recently. Check out the Patreon for that. Uh, and yeah. don't forget to lock and discounted load. Jizz. Discounted jizz pills, code PKA or code jizz. You know you want to see what your pre can off. be. And yeah. go support Drifter. Down, go support Drifter wherever he's doing his thing. Because good God, guys, he's just barely hanging on to life by the skin <laughs> yeah, of his go, go. Go. By the skin of his man's teeth. Go, go for, and look, some if love. you believe in a higher power, pray for Drifter. Throw one out for Drifter tonight. To to whomever yeah. and whatever. Like like and if you're if any of you are into any like El, eldritch gods, I think they're called, fucking ask them if they'll lay off of him because I yeah. think that man's been cursed. Anybody knows any voodoo or uh, or witchcraft in general? But hey, I would contact appreciate Drifter. Help him out because no he contact has... us because I. I'd like to know what you've done to him because it's effective. Jesus Christ! They, the doctors are baffled. That's some. Li- if <laughs> if he knew if he if he even uh, knew Vladimir Putin a little, we think that's what it was. Like the yeah. Russians got. I, I really respect how he seems to be handling it. I would not be doing it that well at all. But anyway, well, right. PKA. PKA six.